let's play some Dungeon World. All right. Uh, I'm, excited. Some, I'm excited. I don't know anything about it. About in Dungeon <laughs> World. So yeah, let me let me just so as a as a uh, thing, we had several conversations before we started the game where everybody was like, "What do I need to know? I want to do homework. Yeah. What dice should I bring?" And I was just like, "Shut up. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> do nothing. Prepare right. nothing, and we'll just we'll do it from from the get go." So. Dungeon World is a, first of all, role-playing game. Surprise. Let that sink in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you make note. Yes, in which uh, all of you will have characters, which mm -hmm. is why I have them are laid before me. Uh, it's a, a fantasy role-playing game. Uh, we designed Dungeon World to feel like what people remember playing D&D as kids was like. Hmm. So back when we were like, I just my character is cool and does cool things, and we didn't concern ourselves so much with the rules. Uh, the game has rules, otherwise it wouldn't be much of a game. Uh, though if I could win role-playing game awards selling a game that's not a game, that'd be pretty sick. Wow. Yeah. Buy um, the book, it's just empty. Like, yeah. Ah. Says, yeah, no, so we do have a game that we're going to play. Um, but it's, it's basically in the core mode of um, like a Dungeons & Dragons, a fantasy adventure game. It's going to have elves and wizards and what have you, but we don't have a setting. There's no there's no campaign setting except what's implied in the characters that you choose. So like if nobody chooses to play the wizard, there may not be magic of that type in the universe, right? So the the job that I'm going to be doing above and beyond at the beginning getting you all set up with your characters and making choices is taking notes and figuring out kind of what the setting that we're building uh, as we do this looks like. Uh, so I'm going to just get us started on character creation, and feel free to ask questions. This is a pro-question environment, um, because we don't know anything about the game yet. We don't know anything about the game, or its system, or indeed the world in which we're going to be playing. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that uh, one does when one is playing Dungeon World is choose a class. Your class is the core thing that defines what your character does. You're all adventurers. You may or may not be friends. We'll find that out as we make our characters. But you... You are on a, on a mission or a quest or engaging in a dangerous thing together, okay. by choice or otherwise, and we'll we'll figure all that out. Um, you know, you you'll you'll work out your characters' relationships mechanically as the last step of the of the thing. But the first thing we need to know is what what job does your character do? What kind of stuff does your character do when you are on an adventure? And that is defined primarily by your class. I'm really attracted to this word. Immolator. Yeah, there's a, the immolator. Brand. Yeah, everybody <laughs> can just fight over the immolator. Uh, so, so like, here's one of the things about choosing character class in Dungeon World is that there's only one of each thing. If you are the, it's Ooh. not an immolator. It's the immolator. You are the only one. So in the th world, there is only maybe there is only one uh, in the party certainly. And so, if if more than one player wants to be the same thing, then we can discuss it like grown-ups. Uh, or, or we can fight. Does anybody have like a batleth? Look, you're new here. <laughs> <laughs> we have a way of sorting out differences. Yeah, it's yeah. called the tarp budget. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. say the last time I was here, I don't remember anyone getting any of their limbs severed or anything. But that was then, and this is now. Yeah. So okay, a lot can right. change in a couple months. Yeah, so. yeah. evidently. Uh, okay, so the classes. I'll, I'll give you like a quick kind of rundown of each of the classes, and you can you can figure out most of these. If you have played Dungeons and Dragons or any of the thousands of games that have taken inspiration from it, you will know what these things are, but I'll give you information where you need it. So like, for example, the Barbarian in Dungeon World isn't just a like shirtless rageaholic. They are a character who is both an outsider. So wherever everyone else is from, you are not from there. Hmm. Uh, whatever is normal about everyone else, you are not that. So you're from somewhere else, you are uh, an outsider in some meaningful way, and you are driven by your passions. It might be uh, a thirst for new experience. 
It might be a thirst for blood. Uh, it's going to be defined as part of your character, but you're driven by that one thing. You need, you need this thing, and you're driven by it. And that's maybe why you've come from your, your place of origin. The bard is a bard. They know things. Maybe they sing songs. Maybe they paint paintings. Maybe they interpretive dance. But their art is magic. Uh, and they use that to help their friends and to annoy their enemies. Or maybe it's the other way around. Uh, a cleric is a servant of the gods or a god. Uh, again, if we have no pantheon to speak of to begin with, if you choose to play the cleric, you're saying to me and to the rest of the group, like, I want to have some things to say about religion in this setting and about the gods or, or my, my deity in particular. Uh, they get magic. comes from the gods like a cleric. Uh, the druid in Dungeon World is a shapeshifter. Uh, they come from a place of, uh, of deep wilderness, and they have learned to take the shape of the animals of that place. Uh, they also have some ability to hear uh, the whispers of the spirits and to commune with them. But less like tree magic and flower magic and stuff? Almost no spell casting okay. in the traditional sense. Yeah. They can turn into stuff, and uh, they, can, uh, they can take on those shapes. And no matter what shape they take on, they always retain one animal feature. So if your, <clears throat> if your animal is uh, a, uh, a deer, you might always have deer antler. Whether mm. you're, if you're a bear or a hawk or whatever, you might have little antlers. Sure. No matter, and as a human, it's your tail. It's what sets you apart from, from everyone else of your race. Can you change into non-animal things, like a tree? Not at level one you can't, okay. but uh, you, you have a lot of leeway in terms of what animals are from your place. They can be real animals. You can be like, this is a hawk squid, and we can figure what the hell that is. <laughs> right, so you have some room to define what those animals are. Uh, the fighter fights things. They fight things. Um, they have a special weapon that no one else can have. Uh, it might be passed down to them. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a unique. Yeah, it's a unique weapon. It might be. It might be passed down to them uh, along their lineage. They might have found it or been bequeathed it by yeah. by someone. But it is special. There are others like it, but this one is theirs. Yeah. Um, the immolator lights things on fire, including themselves. That's their thing. Okay. Uh, Flame just, on! Yeah, they, they and, and both literally and metaphorically, they burn things. So they have, uh, they have social moves for like shutting people down with insults, and they have moves that let them turn their connection to other people into power in exchange for destroying it. Um, the paladin is a character driven by authority. They have the, the voice of authority, whether it comes from the gods or some other source. People listen to them when they give orders. Um, the ranger gets an animal companion. They are a warrior of the wilderness, and if you want to have like a pet goat or something, the ranger is a good choice for that. And you'll define your animal companion as part of character creation. The thief steals things. Mm -hmm. Go on. That's their thing. <laughs> That's what the word means. They take things that don't belong to them. Uh, and then the wizard uh, taps into the arcane tapestry of the universe and uses their will to change reality in ways that no one else is able to, uh, at a cost, of course, because that's how it works. So those are the classes. Okay. And you're each going to choose one. Yep. Who wants to be what? Hmm. See, my my general go-to pick is always a cleric. Yeah. Mm. Then you should be a cleric if you want to be. Have you have you played cleric in a while? Yes. Yeah. I've been playing cleric in like every D and D campaign. I've played yeah, big same. I'm usually a cleric too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know if I want to switch this it time. up or do you want to yeah. go for. Well, you could you could deviate slightly and you could be a paladin. If you want to stay within the religious authority mm. wheelhouse. That's the thing I don't think I want to be in the religious wheelhouse. Mm. So if you want today. to just go like completely outside. Can there. I be the thief? That's like so yeah. not yeah. 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 I'll be the thief. Hey, actually, speaking of that, I never play clerics. I will be a yeah, cleric. Be a cleric. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. okay, cool. 
Go for the emulator. I won't fight you. I'm thinking druid. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Shapeshifty. Yeah. That sounds good. Gotta pick an animal. Uh, what do you think would Several. be better to round out the party here? Barbarian or immolator? Do you want to light things on fire? I mean, always. Or you, well, I mean, the barbarian still, it's not like the immolator has a, a, a monopoly on lighting <laughs> things on fire. I mean, what if I want to light yeah, things on right. fire? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. In this universe, fire is just <laughs> a If I don't take the immolator, there's no fire in this world. We established mm -hmm. That's this. That's right. Yeah. 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 It's just dark uh, and cold all the time. I'm kind of feeling barbarian, honestly. Barbarian? I, from the Fire Nation. <laughs> ah, yes. Okay, so you want to be a barbarian? I understand yeah. that reference. Uh, very good. All right. <laughs> well, let me put these on the ground. I like um, that we were all excited about it. I wish we had like a nope. shredder here. So I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just waste more paper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just fling them into space. Okay, so you have your, you have your class. Now, everything that you're going to need to know rules-wise uh, is on that sheet. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to refer to the front and the back of the sheet, but... Okay. You have two. <laughs> Just imagine one of them is the back, the one that has your class in big letters is the front of your character sheet. You're going to have two sheets for spells. Don't mm. worry about those right now. You'll get to those. Uh, the first thing that you need to do now that you have your character sheet is choose your character's race. So they are options listed on the right-hand side uh, of the character sheet. And I think because no one is playing a paladin, everybody should have options. You, my barbarian friend. Yeah, can I open this? Oh, there we go. I, you my are race an outsider. is outsider. So you yeah. think about, and you can you can wait to reveal this. I'm going to do your intro when we do the intros. I'm going to do you yeah. last because we need to establish a normal before you can show up and be like, oh yeah, okay, all this stuff is normal. So I'm from outer space or whatever, <laughs> right? Um, I noticed you have a perk called "What is best in life." Right. Yes, the barbarian is full of silly yeah, references to things. Yeah. I mean, all the classes are. But yeah, so think think on, on yours, but you don't have a choice. You're an outsider. No matter what, you are from somewhere uh, culturally, physically removed from... I've, I've had people play barbarians who are temporally removed. Someone was like, these guys are like, I'm from the elven kingdom of Lothlandia. And you're like, I am from Sacramento, California. <laughs> uh, I arrived here through a rift in time yeah. space from the year 1975. So like, you know, again, right. because there's only this implied setting, we can kind of go a little goofy with it if we want. But part of this process is like reading the tone of the group, right? If everybody's being serious and you're like, I'm from Sacramento, we're all going to look at you like, really? Yeah, 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 <laughs> really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Read the room, sir. So uh, choose your race. Just tick the box. Uh, it may have mechanical like stuff, but don't worry too much about that. A big thing about making characters in this game is just choose the options that seem cool, not the ones that are like the best, Yeah. because the game is wildly imbalanced on purpose. So don't worry about it. I have an option here that's blank. Yeah, if you just want to make one up, if you think that you can design a Dungeon World race in the span <laughs> 15 seconds, you're welcome to. Within 15 please, seconds of picking a character? Please, if you would like to just design one, that would be cool. <laughs> I mean, you can also you can also just say you're something else, and then we can figure out a bonus for that. If you want to put me on the spot, I can just design something for you. If you're like, I don't want to be a halfling or a human. Hey, Adam, can I just call your attention to something? Look yeah. at the overlay right now. Look at these rad little character arts we have for the characters we picked. There you go. Look, you're green. And you I have am. A skull on your head. Yeah. Adorable. Done. All right. I I am a greensman. All right. I'll, 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 <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell I'm a rogue because I have two knives, two of something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of those is stolen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. So, Adam, can I be a half orc? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's all I want to be. Yeah. So just yeah. check check that blank one and write half orc, and we'll figure out what being a half orc yeah. thief means. I mean, you can be an, an entire orc if you want. You no, I just want to be half. Okay. Yeah. Right. Down the top middle. Down the middle. <laughs> top I'm a top, I'm a top guy orc. Yeah. Top, top men. <laughs> top guys doing top guy things. <laughs> I 
I feel like that's a different stream, Adam. <laughs> um, so once you've got your race figured out, choose your character's uh, name and choose your look. Now for look, there are going to be three options. Uh, maybe four, depending on how fancy your character is. Circle or underline one of each one thing in each list, uh, or write in your own, okay. uh, and then come up with a name for your character. Uh, we give you a list of names in case you just feel like picking one, uh, but you can make up your own too. I still that's feel like I have allowed. to wait to define my race before I can figure out my look. Yeah, if you want to, that's fine. Yeah, what are what are you two thinking about for for your race? I'm a human. I yeah. picked halfling. Human, halfling, half-orc. Okay. Well, the art is green. Let's brainstorm green people. <laughs> we already have a half-orc. We don't know if half-orcs are green yet. We don't yeah. know anything about anything yet. Yeah. You could be a My half-orc's name is Oogle. Great, yeah. thank you. Oogle, Oogle, uh, you actually, We actually reached the part of character creation where you shout your character name yeah. <laughs> for no reason unprompted <laughs> into the room. Yeah. That's part of how did you... I told you not to read the book before we started. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I operate everything, though. That's just me. <laughs> His name is Oogle. Fantastic. All right, yeah, we have a cleric. We got a druid. We got a thief. And we got a barbarian. Okay. Uh, all right, so yeah, do, do that. Uh, come up with your character's name and... Think about your look. Uh, feel free to, to change it as we go, but this is just to kind of get your character, start cementing what your character looks sure. like in your head, uh, and you'll introduce them using this, uh, this thing. So once you've got that, uh, or if you are ready to move on, uh, we're gonna figure out stats. So let me talk to you about the core mechanic of the game. There's mm. really only just the one. So whenever you do anything in Dungeon World, you're gonna be rolling two six-sided dice, and you're going to add or subtract a modifier based on your stats. The modifier will be between minus three and plus three. And you're going to get one of three results when you make this roll. You're going to get a 10 or better. So 10, 11, 12, all of those are the same. You get a 10 or better, which means whatever you're trying to do, you do it. And there's some additional benefit, or you look cool doing it, or you're given an additional option you wouldn't normally get because you did such a good job. Uh, if you get a six or less, anything six or under, you get an experience point, yay! But you also fail, and I get to do something bad to you. I'm never going to roll dice in this. Sure. So bad things happen to the characters when they attempt things and they fail them. Uh, and uh, if you get a 7 to 9, you'll be able to do the thing you wanted, but it might be limited or it might cost you something. And most of the rolls, designer insight, most of the rolls in the game are in that middle spot mathematically. So most of the game is going to be... I do the thing, and I'm like, cool, well, it's going to cost you. Do you want to do this or that? Or like, I do the thing. Great, it doesn't go exactly the way you planned. Something else happens. Uh, so most of the game lives in that space, and it keeps things rolling along. Uh, so your stats, they are uh, familiar to anyone who has played a popular fantasy role-playing game yep. before. Uh, you're going to have these six stats. On your character sheet, above your stat block, there is a list of numbers. You see them? There's like a two-digit number and then a little modifier. No, yeah. Yeah, that guy right there. Do you see it? Mm -hmm. uh, so assign your stats. Uh, you're going to want the bigger number uh, up top next to the word. So if it's a strength, put... You can say you want 16 strength. You put the 16 next to the word strength, and then in a little bubble, you're going to put the modifier that goes with it. Nice. Okay. So just do that. Uh, if you have questions about what your character does or what you would use your stats for, I am happy to help. Uh, the cleric and the druid both, your shapeshifting and your spellcasting are based on wisdom. Cool. Dexterity is your most important one for thief type mm -hmm. stuff. And then for you, it kind of depends on how you want to play. Like strength or constitution Yeah, probably. if you want to be a big bruiser, strength yeah. is a good one. Um, but everyone will use all their stats. There isn't a situation in which you're going to be like... 
cool, I have a minus two in charisma. I'm going to be safe on the rep roll charisma. How punished am I going to be if I put a low stat into decks? Uh, so it's not that you'll be punished exactly, it's just that your character will try to do things that they are supposed to be good at and yeah. fail yeah. and have interesting things happen to them as a result. I kind of like, I like the you'll idea get a lot of, of like experience. A, big, a big strong orc, but he's just not very dexterous. Like he's just the world's worst thief. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. right. yeah, and yeah, so having yeah. a low dexterity would mean that you're going to try to do things like sneak and steal and whatever. Because yeah. he's like too lazy to get a real job. Yeah, you know that's a I mean? good reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he was like ah, I'd rather just steal from people. Mm -hmm. But some oh. people just aren't good at something they want to do, right? Like, you could do it's... it. <laughs> My halfling's name is Tumble. Yeah. It's a little too. <laughs> Your halfling's so, name is Tumble. Where can we? Where can we find you? On <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So figure out your modifiers. Yeah. Uh, get your stats sorted out. Uh, once you're done with that, once you have those, uh, you can figure out now your hit points. Uh, on your sheet, it will give you a, it's the little heart-shaped guy up yep. on the top. So it'll give you a number to add to whatever your constitution is. No, not the modifier, but the full, like, big nice. number. Nice, okay. Yeah, so, like, for you, it's constitution plus six, so it'll 21? be 21. Yeah, exactly. All right, yeah. I've If you write down, like, five or seven or something, it's probably you've put the Way wrong too number. low? Yeah. So I figured out what my outsider status is going to be. Red, wine, green. Don't, don't even say anything. Don't tell oh, us. Okay. Get, there's a whole. What about the part where I shout it out loud? No, that's not real. I oh. was making fun of Adam. Was what that was. <laughs> I don't know if it's humorous. Uh, so we'll yeah we'll get to that. There's a section right near the end where we all take time to introduce our characters okay. to each other and to our audience and and to me so that I can kind of build off of it. But right now they're all just little bits and pieces coming together. So figure out your starting HP and then everybody has some choices they need to make in terms of starting moves. Now, a move in Dungeon World is a discrete mechanical element uh, that lets you accomplish something. Um, there are basic moves everyone can do, which are on these sheets, which I will let you pass around when we, when we get playing. Um, but basically, every adventurer in the campaign, in the world of Dungeon World, can do things like fight in, in melee. They can use their strength to fight enemies with a sword or an axe. They can shoot bows. They can parlay with NPCs. They can uh, defend their allies. They can spout lore and discern realities. But you have classes that give you special things you can do. And these are all listed uh, under your starting moves. I believe that the only choice you need to make is what kind of poison you like. What, what is your poison? So choose, choose that. Uh, you're going to be looking at whether you are uh, a barbarian with armor or a barbarian, barbarian without armor. Yeah. And go. then take a look at your appetite. Figure out your Herculean appetite, what drives you. Uh, mm. For the druid, you're going to choose where you're from and think about uh, your tail. What, what is your, your animal thing mm -hmm. that shows mm -hmm. up all the time? And then for the cleric, you're going to figure out your god. So you're going to decide what your god is a god of, what they demand of you, uh, and uh, what boons you get in uh, recompense from your uh, from your deity, and so these special moves help define the characters from one another. And characters in in Dungeon World they tend to expand out rather than up. So uh, as since we're just doing a one shot, we're not going to see a lot of this. But as the characters advance, they tend to get more stuff they can do rather than getting better and better at the stuff that they're already good at. Uh, so right now you're kind of just setting the stage for what your character is predominantly about. Uh, and then we'll we'll go around and introduce that stuff afterwards. Do I just like circle the one that I want? You could underline it. You could circle it. You could write this one and draw an arrow. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a role playing game. These advanced moves are so good. My love for you was like a truck, berserker. 
Big Berserker. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we um, we did the Barbarian and the Emulator after all of the other classes, and by the time I started writing the names for the moves for the Barbarian, I was both like a little sick of this game and also pretty punch drunk. On <laughs> so it's like this is fine. This is yeah, fine. you're like yeah. whatever. Then it goes. Just, we'll name some. We'll give them some silly names. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The game is full of that stuff. Um, so if you have your starting moves figured out because it is easy, yeah. because you only have one choice, uh, or because you're just ready to roll, um, the next thing will be choosing your alignment. So alignment in uh, Dungeon World is uh, fairly straightforward. You'll have a list of character creation of choices. You can be good or evil. You can be neutral. You can be lawful. You can be chaotic. Uh, they will be showing up on your character sheets as basic options. You won't have all of those as an option. And the way that alignment works is if you do your alignment thing at least once during the session, you'll get a point of experience for it at the end. So it is like a flag for play. So pick a thing that you want to do. Uh, don't pick something that you don't want to do. So it's a way that we get rewarded for playing our characters. Uh, so choose your alignment. Uh, and then once you have done that, the next step is gear. So your gear is uh, kind of like look in that you are going to be choosing from several lists. Um, most of the time, the list will say choose this or that, or choose one of. Uh, you can underline, or circle, or asterisk, or draw a line <laughs> pointing at, or highlight your choices in I'm, whatever form you like. <laughs> in every group, there's, there's one. one. And this um, here is. Yeah. Adam's that one? Oh God, that's fair. You're, you're max today. Very yeah. good. Sick. I have a question. Mm -hmm. If my alignment, now, so is it like. I will tell you this the thief. Yeah. Uh, you have a move. Do you want to read, read flexible morals? When someone tries to detect your alignment, you can tell them any alignment you like. Right. So all the characters, there are moves in the game that say, like, that uh, you get to ask people questions, and someone would ask you, like, what's your alignment? And if the mechanics demand it, everyone else has to be like, oh, my character is good. But the thief has flexible morals, so you can be like, I am good. Uh -huh. <laughs> and your character sheet says evil. Yeah. So you are allowed to keep it a secret if you want. Yeah, I just picture him as more of a coward, mm -hmm. so that comes across, like, some people might think that's evil, even though it's not necessarily, like, if you were to typecast him, like, he's, like, he's a little bit of a coward, and he kind of, like, bails people <laughs> randomly, like, for no reason. Okay. So I think that might be considered evil, but, like, I don't think it very falls under, like, neutral or Well, chaotic. so what's the, what is the action for, for evil for a thief? Uh, shift danger or blame from yourself to someone else. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's an option. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's more him, yeah. I think. The... Alright. So that's really But not, like, He's not malicious about it. Listen, He's just a I, coward. Yeah, I don't, you, you can equivocate in character. Yeah. I don't need. I don't need yeah, yeah. I don't care about your character's moral outlook. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll interrogate that in the fiction. And then choose your Yeah. So choose your gear. Uh, there will probably be some questions. Uh, the way that uh, gear works, the important stuff for dungeoneering in Dungeon World. Uh, weapons in this game do not have their own amount of damage. So if you're like, how much damage does a longsword do? It doesn't matter. A longsword does the same amount of damage uh, as a, a broadsword or a mace or whatever in the hands of a person who knows how to wield it. Sure. So a, a wizard wielding a two-handed sword does a d4 damage with it because they are clumsy and they don't know how to use it. Whereas a fighter or a barbarian can use a chair leg as effectively as they can a longsword. They have tags that let you know how close or how far you have to be to use them, and they have uh, mechanical flavor 
Um, but uh, you just basically choose whatever weapons seem like fun. Cool. Very yeah. cool. I like that idea. Yeah. Uh, um, you have, I believe you have a move that makes all the weapons you use have the messy uh, and forceful tag. I think the barbarian might start with that one. Um, muscle bound. While you wield a weapon, it gains the forceful and messy tags. Right. Which means no matter what weapon you use, it will always cause the most amount of, of like physical harm to whatever you are hitting. You're still going to roll for damage, but it's always going to be messy, and it's always going to knock people around. You don't right on. Right on. All right. Yeah. All right. In the equipment, starting yes. gear, adventuring gear, and healing potion. Yeah. So healing potions just heal a set number of hit points. Adventuring gear, because I didn't want to write an equipment list that was like, here's every piece of equipment you could possibly come up with. It's a bag in which there are five uses of adventuring equipment. So climbing gear, torches, whatever. And as you take things out, you're like, I'm going to use one use of my adventuring gear. Now it is a rope. It's a rope forever. You took it out of the bag. But until it comes out of the bag, it could be a rope. It could be a torch. It could oh, be whatever. Okay. Yeah, and so we abstract that stuff yeah. a little bit. So you get five items that you're choosing. Yeah, five yeah. items that you choose when you need them, not not in advance. So you can just be like, oh, turns out I have a bag of flour in my adventuring yeah, gear. And right. then you throw it on the floor. And you see of course I have rope. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because <laughs> the characters are meant to be at least reasonably decent at their job. And they wouldn't forget stuff like that. Uh, so that's adventuring gear. Uh, armor is, uh, it reduces the amount of damage you take. So if you have uh, leather armor and a shield, you add the armor numbers together, and then that's how much you subtract from any time you get hit. Um, that's how armor works. Because uh, again, I'm not rolling to hit you. You only get hit if you screw up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So since I have leather armor, gear. Huh? Yep. I just have one armor? Yes, yeah. So leather armor is one. Um, and your hit points should be six plus your full constitution. Oh, your full constitution? Yeah. Because oh, yeah. okay. uh, so if you only had seven hit points, you would die in the first hour, and then we'd all be sad. <laughs> well, I mean, I might not be sad. Yeah. Somebody, somebody out there. Someone, some, there's, a, there's billions of people on the planet. I'm sure one of them will be sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not so, anyone in this room. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, probably no one, not. No, no I, one here. I have, sure. the, I have the barbarian perk, unencumbered, unharmed, yeah. which is uh, I can't have a heavy load and neither wear armor nor carry a shield, but I get plus one armor. So is my armor one? Right, your armor will be one if you have no other armor, yeah. I have no other armor. Yeah. Because right. you can get armor from like magic and other miscellaneous reasons, but as long as you're not wearing any, uh, your armor then you one. have a, an armor of one. All right. I assume that's good. I mean, it's you, you will take one less damage. So when I say you oh, yeah, take right. 100 damage, you'll write <laughs> down 99. Very good, damage. very good. All right. Yeah. That won't happen. That's a lot of damage. That's a lot. That sounds like a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really, really is. Uh, cool. Questions? Thoughts? How are we doing? I think, yeah, that's... Yeah, you good? Yeah. You have an option, I think, for your uh, equipment, uh, poultices and herbs. Mm -hmm. uh, they help you in uh, healing other characters. Mm -hmm. They're like a less effective healing potion. And they're slow. Yeah, right. It takes time to like take them out and like yeah. mush them up and put them on people. Chew it up. Yeah, spit, spit it on, it on them. <laughs> you got it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're they're effective at different things than a, a potion. But a potion is like crack it, and drink it, and get ten hit points back. And then these bonds thing, are we doing that? So we'll later? talk about that okay. in just a second. Bonds are, are the part we do after we do introductions because right. you don't know each other yet. Um, cool. Should we should we do intros? How are we doing? Are you okay over there, cleric? You yeah. have the most homework to do. Yeah, I I think I'm done. Like solid. Sorry. All right. I'm just you know fussing over my name. Right. Yes. Okay. Uh, so what we're gonna do now is introduce the characters. So this is an opportunity to 
spin out some of those like little bits and pieces into slightly more full-fleshed ideas. At the very least, you're going to tell us your character's class, which we all know, but remind us. You're going to tell our character's class. You're going to tell us your race. You're going to tell us your look. Uh, it would be important for us to know your name, so that'll be useful. Uh, and then I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. And the players, you can jump in and ask questions of each other, too. These are going to be questions about your character particularly. But I'm going to ask you about things you've kind of put a stake in the ground in terms of the setting by making choices, right? So I will ask you about like other thieves or other half-orcs or like where you learned your druid magic from. And we'll do that. And at the end of all of this, part of this is, is not just simply to get us familiar with each other's characters, but it serves so that we know how to fill in our bonds. So bonds are a, the last part of character creation, and they are the part where you put the names of other characters into that little Mad Libs, little social Mad Libs list that you've got there. And this will help you understand kind of where you sit with the other characters. Uh, I'll ask a bunch of questions about those too. And mechanically, when you try to help another player help their character do something, or you try to hinder them, you try to get in their way, you get a bonus to the 2d6 roll based on the number of bonds you have with them. All right. So if you have no bonds, you're just flat 2d6 in it. But if you know them pretty well and you have two bonds with them, you're adding plus two, which means they are vulnerable to both your help and your hindrance. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's a way to show that you are, you're interested in those characters. Everybody will have bonds written in already, so you can use those. You can fill them in. But, uh, yeah, as we do character uh, intros, just listen to the other players and uh, make notes uh, as you like and then fill in those bonds. That'll be the thing we do last. So... We'll start with the cleric. We'll go this way so that we can end with the barbarian. Tell us about your character. All right, I'm Spozen's, Spozenda Whipplestoat. Okay. All right, I'm going to try to spell that. Oh, uh, I don't know how to spell it either. Spo <laughs> Spozenda. I'm going to spell it phonetically. Yeah, that's how I did it. Okay, Wh Whipplestoat? Whipplestoat. Stoat. Stoat. Stoat or stout? Stoat. Like the rodent? Yeah. Okay. How does one whipple a stoat exactly? Oh, that's that's a question for my ancestors. It's good. Okay, good. I am very curious about like, <laughs> like the crest of arms of the whipple stoats. Spanking a frog or something. We, we are not a noble house. There's no crests or coat of arms anywhere in the whipple stoat genealogy. And I you're think. a human, right? I am a I am a middle aged human woman. Okay. My my body type I have described as middle aged, which means <laughs> but like it was once strong and lean. And there's a softness that is beginning to develop. Okay. Right? right. But, you know, not elderly. Sure. But perhaps just not once where it was. Okay. All right. Spazenda the cleric. Okay. So tell, tell us the rest of your, what other things you choose for look? Okay. My eyes are sharp. Mm -hmm. My hair is graying. Okay. Uh, my clothes are simple and sturdy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Spazenda the human cleric. Okay. So... Yeah, let's let's talk about your let's talk about your deity. Um, what are they? What are they the deity of? Does your deity have a name? Oh, my deity has a name. Uh, my deity is Machnar the Fastidious. They are... <laughs> okay. They are a deity of healing and restoration, and they are a nineteen-headed, sort of omnipresent. Yes. Alti like, you know, part animal, part human, part magical cloud kind of being. And uh, they... Uh, Where do I sign up to worship this Machnar the Fastidious? Well, the issue with Machnar is that... <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. Is okay. that Machnar is all things and is, you know, a constantly fluctuating, uh, you know, idea. And as such, Machnar is always, like, low-level annoyed. 
Uh, and Mocknar likes things to be clean and tidy because frequently it's leaving trails of leaves behind itself or like, so, you know, so Mach- shedding Mach-Nar, hair. Mocknar is a god of both the ordering of things and the creating of disorder. Yes. And uh, oh, is just a little, they're just a little touchy. Okay. So in order now, is this is this like a given? Is this a given thing? Like, do we know this about Machnar the fastidious because Machnar is out here shambling around doing things, or is this all? Are you speaking like the canon of Machnar? This like, is the canon of Machnar. It is known Mach-Nar. because the sacred book says. Yeah, the sacred book says that Machnar is always in kind of a low key bad mood. So okay. you have to, but Machnar is a very generous and kind and loving and god. So. Uh, it, we observe uh, important sacrificial rites, we, we do offerings, and they all have to be just so. Because they're already annoyed, so they have to be perfect. And this is what the high priests of Machnar tell you, is that they, you know, their handwriting on this offering uh, chit is not good enough, uh, or like this so is the, off the center. Church is, the church is highly dogmatic? It's extremely okay. just, yeah, there's a lot. Okay, so is this is is Machnar the Fasidius like a popular deity? Uh, is there only just like you have no choice? It's Machnar or bust, or I feel like it's Machnar or bust. So there are no world. there are no other gods that <laughs> yeah. Machnar has either is either absorbed them into okay, so their, yeah, yeah. Katamari Damacy yeah. of yeah. deities or, represents okay. all things. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Wow. Okay. So are there a bunch of like, and I mean, this is this is the trick with having a, a both a highly dogmatic religion that is the only religion. Available? Allowed? Like, do do missionaries of Machnar stamp out other religions? Or do they do that thing where they're like, oh, this god that you were worshipping was actually just an aspect of Machnar all along? Definitely the second one. Okay. All right. So you absorb other faiths. Yes. Right. Because it's because not... we believe that Machnar is all things to all people and can appear in any shape for, or form. Not... Machnar could be watching you right now. It's and you not wouldn't the winter know. solstice. It's Narsmus. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, and so, has that always been the case, or was there like a unification where Machnar became like? Is there is there a, a story of all of these like disparate human religions coming together in worship of of Machnar? Or I, I feel like perhaps thousands of years ago, but the origins the the origins of our mono mono Nachnarism <laughs> <laughs> okay. have been lost to time and ignorance. Okay, so there was like a there's a mythical event. Yes. Uh, okay, and and is that like a fate accompli type situation where it's like we did it and then it's done and everybody else is like just wrong or is the is the the mocknaring of other of other faiths like an ongoing project? I feel like you know occasionally you find people who are like, hey, what if we uh, worship some trees? And it's like, I mean, that's cool if you want to worship a tree, but you realize it, it, it's just Machnar in there, right? So like, yeah. you know, we can all get along. And if you're gonna do it, you might want to tidy up that altar a bit because. So everyone else in the party is not a human, right? Yeah, correct. Is this Machnar thing like just a weird human? Yeah, I think so. It's like a weird kind of like, yeah, you know, humans, you know how they get. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, is is Machnar a is this a, a microcosmic representation of how humans see themselves in the world? As like, do they do all humans follow this behavior because it is a human behavior, or is it a justification to do other things? I, hmm, interesting. I feel like Machnar, despite you know being described as multitudinous and in a low key good mood or low key bad mood, mm-hmm. is actually like supposed to be a representation of of things that are good 
and uh, the beauty of nature and just like the innate like life force of wherever we live, our plane of existence, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the ongoing striving for perfection. And just so it's like, right. you know, it as it's very aspirational. Okay. So are there... Are it's there not an like, evil god. You know, though you can keep saying that. Um, <laughs> you don't have to convince me. I'm neutral. Uh, so, so there's this aspirational seed at the center of the, of the church, but maybe that's not really how everybody else sees this Machinar situation. Are there, like, heretical sects within the worship of Machinar that are... Like, like the kind of thing like Machnar is everything, and so Machnar is also murder. So hooray, <laughs> murdering for Machnar. Like, there are heretical sects in as much as there are people who are just like, this is too much work. I don't think Machnar cares. Mm. I think Machnar would be fine. I am one of those people. Okay, all right. Uh, so you're, you're a heretic. I love. I'm a light That's heretic. That's such a strong word. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to write down belongs to a light heresy. Yeah. Uh, That's okay. why I'm not doing the church thing. I'm going off adventuring. I just, you know, I couldn't stand like all like the sweeping and the polishing and the scrubbing. Right. right. So what is your what is the core tenet of your like personal version of Narism? Uh, I feel that Machnar is supposed to be a good deity and to truly do good in the world. You know, you can, you know. Polish so much chrome, right? <laughs> and you know, lay out all these like beautiful offerings and stuff like that, where you're like getting in there with tweezers just to make sure everything is like the perfect and aesthetically pleasing angle. Or you can go out and heal someone, and I think that's uh, I think that might be slightly more valid. So right. that's what I'm doing. Okay, so you worship Machnar through the spirit of your actions rather than the letter of of Machnar's law. Yes, my my uh, my alignment is good, not law not lawful. Yeah. Okay. Um, so has this alienated you from, like, the high polisher? Uh, definitely. Yeah. The high polisher <laughs> is my high school friend, Loponda. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and if we see each other in the same town, we will definitely, like, politely acknowledge each other, but we will cross the street so we don't have to talk to one so another. So what, what, what danger, what have you learned or uncovered that makes you a threat to the polisher and, and her regime? I would say that uh, despite the fact that I do not organize my 19 crystal figurines precisely according to the holy charts every time I do an offering my, to Machnar, my, my, my magic still works fine. My, right, so the fact that you're, you're still getting, okay, right, so you represent that other people could be, could be like this. Do you have, like, followers? Do you have a... a anybody that, like, has, has belie that believes in your, your weird splinter version of the of this religion i haven't really been out trying to like uh recruit followers i'm not trying to like actually splinter the church i just don't want to deal with that maybe i just don't want to deal with lupinda okay All right. or whatever i said her name was sure laponda yeah. laponda uh okay laponda, lupinda yeah just listen. she has many exciting titles yeah um i'm just gonna write down the high polisher um yeah. <laughs> okay so you you're not actively obviously you're not actively trying to develop a following but but do people i like i feel like Somebody has heard of your your escapades, right? Machnar is a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, is that is there a threat of a cult developing, or have you like actively gone out of your way to say like stop it, don't don't follow me? Uh, I feel like I, I feel like if I you know inspire someone, I feel like hey, I mean 
you could you could do what I do. You don't have to follow me to do it. You could go out and just try to be your own best person and I, you I know find, translate Machnar's ways. I find when religious demagogues tell you to think for yourself, the first thing you do is like, yes, oh Lord, I will think for myself. Thank you. What should I do next? <laughs> uh, okay. So, but you're trying, right? Okay. All right. So, uh, all right. So, trying to dissuade that from happening. Because uh, you're not, I assume you're not interested? Not particularly. Um, I didn't become a priestess of Machnar for fame or fortune. Why, I, did, why did you? Uh, because I got healed from a terrible illness when I was young, and I wanted to heal others. Right. What a nice person. I am a nice person. I'm genuinely a chill person. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. Genuinely a chill person. That's a, this a role playing game. So, so I can yeah, not so be later myself. when you're yeah when you're in the middle of a crisis, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're you're just out trying to make a difference in the world, but you like you're like an older older lady, right? Yeah, you're yeah. In your, your middle age. So why why now? Why not do this earlier? Like what what was the the shifting point? Got sick of the polishing. Right. So you just you just got I was like, sick of it. I'm 47 years old, and if I polish one more chalice, I'm going to scream. Yeah, that F makes this. sense. Now, do you, did you abandon your family, or did you, I like, didn't, I you didn't, didn't have, have a family. Okay. I lived in the Mocknar Abbey, and right. I was like, I think I've seen that show. Peace. <laughs> okay. Mocknar. I'm out. <laughs> you just got sick of it, and we're like, I'm out. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, I guess the only, the only other real questions I have for you are, like, more generally about humans, but uh, are humans, like, spread out throughout the world, or are they concentrated in one place, or... What? I feel like we're concentrated in one place because all of these different races. So, like, there's you know the 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 land of the what are you uh, halfling? There's the land of the halflings. There's, there's the land, the land of whatever of the you are. Half orcs. <laughs> Presumably, your character has a land, but I've never heard of it. Okay. You know that kind of thing. So the world is pretty uh, like divided. There's not a lot of like cosmopolitan like crossover. Um, I feel like perhaps you know near border cities and stuff like that. There's cosmopolitan. Crossover. Is that true, or do we just not let humans like uh, come and play? Do they live in like a human Ooh. reserve? No, wow. I, think, I think it's more like the usual human thing where they're fucking everywhere. You know what I mean? Like they're just like rats. Yeah, and they're just so like, this is an effort to keep them like from spreading too much. No, I think they're just like they're they're, they're just everywhere. Like you know what but I mean? There might like, be like see them everywhere. One in a group of twenty people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. and the, but there's a human country that you they presumably all came from. Probably, so yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're 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 more aggressive. I think I feel like the uh, like I mean half orcs aren't very like they don't spread out a lot. Like it's all very concentrated. But humans are the one race that will. Right. Well, and part of part of that sounds like it's Machnar's mission, right? Yeah. To go and absorb everything into its great oneness. Can we create one massive city that's a gathering point for all the people to meet in? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Okay. Uh, so is this like a um, like a Berlin situation or like an interzone situation where it's like different districts of this place or is it set apart and doesn't really belong to anybody? I feel like this is a it's like Switzerland like a neutral city, city. Yeah. like you know what I mean? Like, like it's a, a city-state. Yeah, yeah, I mean the, the thing with Switzerland is that like the Swiss built it and they own it, right? Like is this, yeah. but you know is this how, something like, set apart? They're that... just sort of in the middle of everything. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but I like the idea of like somebody built a city where everyone can show up and they can okay. all kind of like trade culture <laughs> like you know Ooh, what i mean like what, they if, could just, what like, if we invented a group of people called the ancients who are no longer present the ancients say, built this city <laughs> and and we hold it we hold it as a neutral ground where everyone can meet it's where all the best concerts are okay nice. so yeah. someone, someone created okay. this this city supposedly where where everybody can come and hang out yeah um, so there are no swiss who own it yeah because they died <laughs> yeah. or, we're or left, or, or, or ascended to heaven. Yeah, or built a spaceship and left. Mm -hmm. so yeah, like, no, 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 no
And those who know dare not speak it. I don't know. Okay. I, I believe. I think everybody has their own ideas. Yeah. About <laughs> Mokhtar might have eaten them. Right, yeah. And exactly. we say Mokhtar invited them to join them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mokhtar is like right. non gendered multitudinous. Become one with Mokhtar. Is that, is that the ultimate goal for, for people, like for the human Ooh. race, for all people? Yeah, to yeah. become one with Mokhtar? I, I, think, I think if you're a very <laughs> to good have person. Their mighty bulk roll over you. <laughs> And become yeah. one of their I, spherical I, glory. I think if you're, it's very uneven, actually. Mm -hmm. There's like blobs sticking out all over the place. Mm -hmm. There's uh, rolls through the multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> and now uh, I'm just making the Katamari. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I, Pushing this. There's a saint, a little saint that pushes Machnar around. Behind <laughs> <laughs> so, polisher. I, yeah. I think that Machnar believes that if you are good and you are, you know, and you follow the teachings of Machnar, obviously, when you die, your soul goes up and joins Machnar in a glorious communion with all of your friends you and family and Machnar. I do. Yeah? So I you're, do. like, if you die, you're okay joining with Machnar's fastidious My, mass? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Because I think, I think the, I think probably the church might have gotten a little bit away from the true teachings of Machnar. So like I said, light heresy. Are the, a light all the heresy. polishers practicing to ascend and polish the enormous sphere that Machnar is Yeah, because is like, the, like the making things neat and tidy is to appease Machnar and to like help it out and to like, you know, do your part to contribute, right? Keep this chaotic ball of energy right. rolling. Right, which because of because it's a religion is also caused by Machinar. All things yeah. that are good and bad. Like, yeah, yeah. there's the tail end where all the garbage is and you're picking that up and running it out to the front so Machinar can roll over it again. Nice. Perfect, good. All metaphorically, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alright, cool. Alright, we know we know some things about uh, Spazenda. Uh, let's let's get to know our, our druid a little bit. What is your what is your name? Tumble. Okay, good. The halfling druid. She's okay. got just messy, unkempt hair, wild eyes, and wearing uh, over over some hide armor, uh, a rough spun sack, mm -hmm. filthy, dirty. Right. Okay. Little little squinty mole eyes. Okay. Good. Yeah. Filthy halfling. Yeah. Mole <laughs> eyes. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good. All right. Um, are you? Representative of most halflings, like are most halflings like small, filthy mole people? Are you? Are they all chuds? Or? <laughs> all of the ones all that chuds. I know of, because I came from a community out in the woods. Okay, halflings, large family. Uh, in the woods or below the woods? My family lives in the woods, but they, everyone tends to like just build burrows. So right. Okay. Kind of burrowing community. Nice burrowing halflings. I like it. Mm -hmm. So t tell us a little bit more about like what. Halflings are like so. Is this again like normal? Like, do you have like little like do halflings have like digging claws and like fur and like what like what's what do they look yeah, like? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right. He's naturally equipped to to dig. Okay, so halflings are they, and this is true wherever you find yeah. them. They're they're like a burrowing people. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Cool. So you're from you're from the woods. Uh, your uh, your family? Do they still they still live out there? Yep. Okay, so why did you why did you leave? To gain new experiences. I'm I'm kind of like hit an adulthood age. It's customary to like go out and explore the world and stuff. It's very connected to like their philosophy about the shape shifting and the spirits, where like okay. getting a new perspective is highly valuable. So you're just like out in the world trying to like figure stuff out, have experiences. Yep. Is there a way that you, like, are you searching for something in particular that you will do and that will drive you to return home? Like, or is it just like a go out and like, you'll know when it's time? Yeah, I think you'll know, could join another halfling community, 
could find a mate. Oh, bring so them it's home. it's not necessarily about coming back. It's just like you are you are grown enough to go out into the world and find your place in it, and yep. it might be here, it might not be. Yep. Interesting. Okay. I like how this is just like a real messed up gated community that you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking that they're like mole Amish, but that's yeah. that's yeah, okay. Both true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mole Amish. So, yes. Yeah. a good phrase. So this is a normal you're it's on a normal Rumsprinka. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm on Rumsprinka. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you, but, but yeah, so you might, you might return home, but do, so do most halflings go back to the place they came from, or do most not? Like, in your, in your village, would you say that most people that are there are the children of children of children who have always lived there, or do you have this kind of generational shift where people find, other halflings find your village, and you're like, oh, this fits better than the one I grew up in? Uh, yeah, I don't know, because I, I feel like maybe the communities shift over time, like, they just kind of naturally move, mm -hmm. but, uh, I was thinking maybe like three generations in a community. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they're they're um, they're protean, but not like completely sporadic. Yeah. They're not like this is our traditional land. We've always lived here. Or is like that, that. No, so is they're that, just like this yeah, is like it, nobody's land. We're living here right now. Do they believe that is true for the whole world? That like it's it's just like. Everybody's like a vagabond, or is that just how halflings treat their own society? Yeah, everyone's a vagabond. Right. So, how do things like cities and churches and like permanent occupation of places feel doesn't for make any sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, have you ever, as half have halflings, ever tried to do anything about that? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. Like usually, pretty happy to just sit in the ground and eat worms. Uh huh. Sure. Aren't we all? Um, so, what what have, I guess, so, in this case, like, because you haven't, like, halflings don't, they don't go out and, like, f like try to get other people to stop doing what they're doing, and, and obviously the religion of, of Machnar is all about, like, absorption. Mm -hmm. uh, have the halflings mostly been on, like, the losing end of, of conflicts, or? Probably, yeah. Yeah? Probably okay. a little more, more, like, pacifistic, or not even, like, just not even comprehending why... You would be attacked. Why would you so find for being land? on some property? Do they, just, do they just move on? Yeah, I think so. Like, okay. Don't even care about world affairs. They've got their village and they've got their yeah. worms and. It's like right. Okay. So what are your what are your people doing about the fact that you're running out of room? Like there's less and less places to run because there's more and more of these like other like cities and like lands and nations and stuff. Like you're running out of places to go. Mm -hmm. What's the plan? What are the halflings going to do about it? Burrow down. Yeah, well, I think I mean, dig deeper the might be okay. the work. <laughs> ah, okay, so maybe they're starting to become subterranean. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Okay. So so that's the that's the plan then. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, so the halflings have decided like okay we need to we need to go underground. Yeah. Embrace your inner mole. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so what what part in that do you do you play? Like, have you been? Do you believe in that? Do you think that that's in like the a digging good plan? down? Yeah, in the like, let's call it that. The digging down, like the great subterranean yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. diaspora. Like, are you? Is that something you're behind, or do you? Or do you have other thoughts I, about that? I don't know if there's any reason we can't live in the cities with other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're a little bit more cosmopolitan than Yeah, you a little bit. I understand that money is a thing that exists and you can buy or rent houses and then live in the basement if you mm -hmm. like. There's a lot of basement suites. <laughs> sure. People are not using their space or utilizing. There's so many crawl spaces. Just so there. many crawl spaces. 
Okay. All right. So you're you're kind of cosmopolitan for a halfling. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, where did you learn your your druid stuff from? Just the village. The... And is this passed on like as uh, as a, a tradition from from other halflings, or are you like chosen by the spirits? Is everybody kind of like druid everybody's druidy? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, oh, that's interesting. So like most of the halflings then have that like animal nature because their form like the land they inhabit is kind of fluid, right? Where mm -hmm. you're like, such hippies, like, I could live anywhere. I could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> Today I'm going to be a bird. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. okay. Interesting. All right. Um, so what is a way that the outside world is taking advantage of, of your people? I probably just access to resources and information about, like, what's available in the land. Mm -hmm. Oh, because they're just like friendly and they're just like, there's yeah. a gold mine over there. Yeah, we found these shiny rocks. Would you okay. like one? Okay, all right, so they're being taken advantage of them of because of their naivete. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think they would be naturally exploited by capitalism. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So, but you're different though. You see, you, you recognize this happening. Like you're you're more aware than they are. Yeah, probably. Because you are you got this like cosmopolitan thing going yeah. and you're like, no, no, we need to incorporate in the rest of the world, rather than just be like, there's always going to be more land, because there won't be. Exactly. Right, okay. All right, so maybe you're out in the world trying to, like, find an answer to this, yeah. this resource problem. Interesting. Okay, cool. Um, so we know about we know about some stuff that's threatening you. We know about your, your sort of druidic nature. What is something that you have taken with you from your village that, you, that like, reminds you of, of home? What is something? Is it a memory? Is it a, a thing? Like, what is something that you carry with you? I wrote to my tokens like a little leather pouch of dirt. Nice. Dirt bag. Dirt bag. <laughs> Just from home. Gotta get that, that smell of home every once in a while. Mm, cool. Okay. So you carry that around as your as your little totem. And uh, for the for the sake of the, the, the game's mechanics, what is the what land did you choose? I chose the depths of the earth. Depths of the earth. Okay, cool. Yeah. And what is your uh, what is your tell? Uh, is the mole eyes? We got mole, little mole eyes. Well, cool. mole eyes. Excellent. So if you turn, if you turn into any creature from the depths of the earth, it'll it'll have those little like squinty mole eyes. <laughs> I like it. Cool. <laughs> just trying to picture a bear with mole eyes now. Yeah, yeah. A snake, a snail, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Just anything. earthworm. You yeah, know. a worm with eagle. mole eyes. Yeah. <laughs> An eagle. Yeah, just <laughs> tiny little Steve Buscemi <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Squinty little folds. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Cool. Um, oh, I didn't catch. What's uh? What are your pronouns, Tumble? Uh, she, her. She, her. Okay, cool. Yeah, I caught I caught Spazenda's, but I didn't hear yours. Okay, let's talk about orcs. Let's talk about orcs. Yeah. So, yeah. tell us tell us about your tell us about your character here. Okay, my character's name is Oogle. U G L E. Uh huh. Um, he is a very large half orc. Kind of think like. Not Hulk sized, but big. Big, right? Big boy. It's like when he holds a dagger, it's like, it's like it looks way too small in his it hand. It looks like a kitchen knife. Yeah, it like looks a like a kitchen knife. Or knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm and, like that's, and he's like a maybe a little bit of an anomaly, like as far as half orcs go, because like now that we're getting more info on the races, right. I picture half orcs not like a warlike, the usual kind of like. They're more like an industrious, well, like hardworking. I mean, let's talk about like, the, the whole like half orc thing, yeah. like. Does this mean that you have one orcish parent and one human parent, or is half orc just like a name that might have meant that at one point, but now you're your own species? Like, what's? I like the idea that my I have an orc dad, but like a 
human female mother. Okay. Orc dad, human mom. But okay. like orcs aren't warlike at all. Mm-hmm. They're okay. not like a tribe. They live in cities. They just try not to ruffle any feathers. Kind of like they work hard. They're known for like being industrious and like working just regular. Like my dad's an accountant. I love it. Nice. You know. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I really, I really like that idea. So like maybe there's like some idea that they might be like descended from these like city building ancients. Yeah. Or whatever. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's there maybe that's something that they kind of like everyone. Some people kind of think. Maybe the orcs don't because they're just like, ah, oh, it's all hogwash anyway. Like, right? Like, right. this is the reality. It's not, this isn't like fairy tale, right? It's like not everybody is like a descendant from, <laughs> you know, from some higher being where maybe we just showed up. This we crawled out of the of, lake like everyone else. It's like, some kind of fantasy role playing. I know, but I just, I, know, I, know, like, I like the idea yeah, of like okay. them thinking like, we're not better than anyone else. We're just, we just want to work. We want to keep our heads so down. So, what, where did they, where did they learn that, that like relatively like uh, enlightened perspective do they have like a philosophy that they follow is this earned through thousands of years of uh, cultural evolution i think it's just cultural evolution like they didn't really they much like humans kind of like they i think i i file or i think of them the same as the same kind of through line as like just humans the way humans evolved like we weren't. We wore. We wore a little said, bit. I thought you said they weren't warlike. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, we're not a warlike people, but the orc what? countries have nuclear yeah. weapons. <laughs> really, it's on my we don't want to talk about it. But uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I wrote neutron bomb <laughs> down here. I have six of them. Yeah. Uh, I rolled for it. Is is neutron bomb poison? <laughs> Can I have that as You're a right. poison? Yeah. 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 But I mean, like, just not. I guess, like, yeah, they fought in wars, right? Like, they're not like completely passive or anything. It's uh-huh. just the nature of history. But now, as, as, as time has gone, and especially in this time right now, like they're definitely not like, we don't really want to fight. We just kind of want to work, do our thing, okay. have a wife and, or a husband or whoever. And, but like, you're, only, but you're, only, you're only half an orc. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm a half an orc. Okay. Yeah. Is, that, is that like culturally like pretty normal, that because of their kind of chill nature, yeah. the orcs are starting to like interbreed with the other species? Yeah. And, okay, so, fine, like, so you're, you're a half human, half orc. Yes. Are there other like half halfling half orcs or like? I don't see why not. Okay, you know, right. well, yeah, it could be a halfling half orc. Okay, so orcs halfling half orc. Quarter quarterling, three quarters of orc, okay. like a pinch of. Okay, all right. Yeah. So so this is this is a biological thing that orcs can can interbreed with anybody. Yeah, is that not true of the other species? Um. No, I think anybody can bang anybody, really. Well, I'm not asking you if anybody can bang anybody. We're talking about making babies. No. Like, clearly, the other thing is true. Yeah. Especially humans. They'll have sex with anything. I think it... I don't know, actually. Like, is it a special orc thing? Like, the fact that orcs can just breed with anyone? Yeah. 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 They're just this weird anomaly. It's like, well, why can orcs do it? I'm like, I don't know. So is that why there's not like a predominant orcish culture in the world like are are they just starting to become Bleed part in. of all other cultures yeah because i think like orcs are still like physically um their physical attributes are a lot um more prominent than other people like uh-huh. just naturally stronger so like a lot of races are like oh we want to breed like that into the family or whatever you know right. what i mean like they're mm. used as like a 
like a, a, a family cat. I was <laughs> I like, like, I want my I, kids yeah. to be big and strong. Like Give me how, an orc. I yeah. like how the orcs are becoming like <laughs> Nietzschean Superman. Yeah. Uh, at this point, where yeah. it's just like, they're perfect and everyone just wants a piece of yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, they're just like, we want to inject a little bit of orc blood into the family line, like make our kids stronger, make them last a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And some people use this like to nefarious means, right? Like there's there's not, there's a bunch of evil people in the world who so are like, I want orc soldiers. Make, like, sure, I want our breed yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And, but the orcs don't necessarily agree with that. Like, eh, but I mean, uh, I guess we can't. Okay. okay. Yeah, they're kind of like they've. They don't really like confrontation. They're just kind of like, I guess, yeah. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, they have this. They have. They seem to have this kind of thing where they're. They're just like, yeah, we will become one with all of the other species because that's just what happens. Like that's yeah. the natural flow of things. They seem pretty chill. But not Oogle. Oogle's lazy as shit. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> Oogle so is just like, said, yeah. So your dad is yeah, this like perfect specimen yeah. of accounting. Yeah. Uh, and and then there's mom's you. a social worker. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ooh. All right. And Oogle. Google's kind of like, okay, what if Fred Durst was a half <laughs> <laughs> Like, he kind of dresses that equivalent. What's the yeah, fantasy equivalent? The ball cap too? What's the equivalent wow. of, like, dressing like Fred Durst? You were the Fred Durst of half-orcs. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, super lazy, just doesn't, you know. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's yep. like a chav, like a, like, play, in, like in England. Bass, yeah. You play bass guitar in a new metal band. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's 2019. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, puka shell necklace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and okay. like he has like a Zac Efron kind of haircut, you know. Have you busked in the summer badly to earn money? <laughs> well, he thought about it but never went through with it because it's too much work. Like, you know what I mean? So like, he's something he always talks about. He's like, oh, yeah, one day I'll make it big Are playing music. Still... And like, do you play any instruments? He's like, no. Are you still living so, like, at home? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, his relationship with his parents isn't straight. They love him, and they know he's a thief. They right. know he steals things. Yeah, But sure. they just know, like, oh, it's just a phase. Like, well, oh, he's just thing, our son. Like The thing is, is that they have to have faith that your, your like, orcish perfection will shine through. Yeah. And also, I get the impression that there's probably a lot of, like... Like oh let you went to a Montessori school. There's a lot of like oh let let <laughs> let Oogle become whatever Oogle will be, right? Like if your passion They're is too nurturing, like they <laughs> they pushed him so far that he's just like I get to be as lazy as I want. I get yeah. to do whatever I want. Right. Like yeah, okay. and he takes advantage of that, right? Like he uses that to his advantage. He's like, come on, mom, I'm just exploring my options. Like you know what I mean? But he's <laughs> not. He's How not. How old are you? Like nineteen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was All right. think like. 35? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's even funnier. Yeah, like 38? Yeah, like 38. Like, I'm just exploring. So, like, okay, like, yeah, 30, 30, like, modern culturally, yeah. like, what we think of as 38. So, like, yeah. past the point where you should be relying on your parents. But you may you may also be of a different age, because I imagine that, that orcs, I mean, humans, I assume, age the same amount, but orcs probably don't, because they're yeah. so great. Um, but okay, yeah. all right. But he goes so, home for like Thanksgiving and stuff because so it's a free meal. It is. It's exp like you're you're starting to run out of your parents' patience, right? Like yeah. they have. So there's somebody. There's somebody who is pressuring your parents to like get you to go and like they're they're like you need to. This person needs to. Google needs to get their shit together. Yeah. Who is that person? Do you have a cool uncle or something? I mean, it's the opposite, right? It would be no. a person like you probably don't like oh. them because I don't like, like them at all because they're trying to get me to like oh. do my thing, and all I want to do is live this rock star lifestyle, but not put how any work about, in. How about how about whoever they are? They are a uh, disciple of Machner. They're like a big Machnerite, and they're like my sister. Okay. Yeah. My sister is a, yeah. My sister is a Machnerite. Okay. High achieving polisher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's right. yeah, she's okay. like. 
very successful in Machnarism. Okay. Yeah. All right. So kick, kick Google out. Like, Machnar will find a way to make you fit into the great puzzle. Yeah. There is a hole somewhere out there, an oogle shaped hole that we just <laughs> need to fit yourself into it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's, her, what's her name? Uh, you did such a good job with Oogle. It's Summer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Summer. Right. Yeah. Summer. Good. All right. So Summer uh, is trying to get you to like go out, and she's working at you through mom and dad. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk about your thieving career, because uh, you were a thief. You were you yeah. steal things. Yeah. I steal uh, things. How did that happen? What was uh, the first thing you ever stole? The first thing I ever stole. Uh, was a pair of runners or the runner equivalent, whatever a pair of like they can just you know, straight like up. A Reebok pumps. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, what is the fantasy equivalent? Some expensive boots. <laughs> Some expensive boots. Yeah. Okay. Why? Yeah. Uh, because he wanted them, and he and didn't want to work them. for him, and he couldn't have, have them. Otherwise? Yeah, yeah, I okay. couldn't have them otherwise. Like he was, and he got away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Had that. Actually, no. Or did you get busted? He, did. <laughs> he definitely got busted. There's okay. actually not a single crime that Google has ever gotten away with. Oh, perfect! Yeah. Okay. He is right. the world's worst thief. So, how did you? How did you not get sent to whatever passes for orc? Because my dad's like jail. my dad's like a member of like the town committee. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, wherever the okay. town we live in, like he's on the school board, like kind of thing. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. he's always bailing me out of like, oh, it's just my son being right. And of you course, know. that upset Summer. Yes, yeah. she was like, no pun she, punishment is part of yeah. and she plan. and Summer is the older sister, right? Yeah. So I definitely she had it way harder than I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right, so you tried to steal these shoes, and yeah. then... Uh, so you have some friends that are also thieves. Yeah. Uh, they're better at it than you, but sometimes you, like, steal stuff with them. Yeah. Um, give me give me a name for one of your... Uh, one Vance. Of Vance? Yeah, okay. Vance is what, a human thief. Okay. And he's, like, really good. Yeah, okay. Like, why, why do you think Vance, like, hangs out with you? Uh, because I make him look good. So you're aware of that. Yeah, I'm aware. Okay. I'm 100 percent aware of that. <laughs> sure. But I'm like, I don't know. Okay. I'm like, I guess. Like, I mean, like, it just gets me into higher social circles, and I know, I know, I'm a piece of shit. So like, I know of, I suck. <laughs> you're, <laughs> kind of, like, you're kind of Vance's buffoon, yeah. and you're okay with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's all right. Okay. So that's fine. Um, so you travel, or you like hang out with Vance when you're in in town. Yes. Um. Vance has you. Vance is working on this big plan to steal something important, okay. something big. Yep. Like this is a, a like. If you do this, you'll finally have everyone's respect, and I'll stop making fun of you at yeah. thief parties. Yeah. Uh, what is what is this thing that Vance has tasked you to steal? Um, there's a there's a candelabra at one of the churches mm. of Machnar. Uh huh. Okay. That's. You know, jewel encrusted, blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. High, highly polished, highly polished. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. high like religious significance, kind of like, you know, like in a glass case. Okay. Don't touch it ever. Uh, I need the name. I need the name of a, like a saint of of Machner. Saint. Uh, saint. Uh, what, uh, I'm actually better because I put the names off the top of my head. You can just Brasso. Brasso. <laughs> sure. Saint Brasso. Okay, so the candelabra of Saint Brasso. Yeah. Uh, now the candelabra itself isn't a uh, a relic that is like in a church somewhere. I think yeah. it's it's like missing, right? Yeah. And it's like you need to get it and and bring it back to Vance. It's like one of those like it was like. Uh, it was lost like during a crusade yeah, or something. Right, you know exactly. what I mean? It's like in a tomb somewhere. Like yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. 
so so find this candelabra and bring it bring it back to Vance, and then Vance will finally treat you like a like an. Equal. He'll get me into like the VIP parties. And yeah, because I think Vance belongs to like the and it's like, guild, and you. Have I not, do not. Yeah, no, you're just. I Vance's, failed every you've test. Been, you've been his plus one to like yeah. some like low tier events before, but like you're not getting your own membership card until you get that candelabra, <laughs> and then he'll sponsor you. And like and. Google is like super bad at being a thief, but he knows it's the easy way out. Yeah. Stealing from people is easier than working just an honest day's work. And it's just like, if I can just get that one good job, I'll be set for life. And that's what he keeps telling Perfect. himself. It's okay. like, yeah. Great. Okay. Uh, well, so now we have what normal is. Uh, let's talk about the barbarian. All right. I've got, I've got the idea here. Mm-hmm. Fish people. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the way to keep, keep completely removed from this, like a thousand years ago, so we're creating ancient lore. Sure. Uh, the fish people create did some crime and were <laughs> banished down into the sea, uh -huh. and were the never... only place lower than yeah. the caves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or the sea. Yeah, right, is the sea. Uh, and and there is an internal lore that no, we can't leave until this time has gone by, which is why we've never gone to make contact. And so there's like there's like a border guard, the coast guard, literally <laughs> exists to keep the fish people from coming up. No, get back down no, there. No, no, no. no, get back. They're self policing. Oh, they, the it's, shame. it's taught inside that we were so defeated we can't go back up, and normal people right. can't come down to see us. So we because they shouldn't. Yeah, yeah and, okay. and and it happened for so long that we're told no, you can't ever go back to the surface. This is our shame for our right. crime. Right, crimes. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, okay. But so first of all, what is what is the name of this fish? I've been playing a lot of Grifflands. It's fish, but F S S H. Okay. Yeah. Good. Sure. Uh, so is the word fish what we use to describe? The kind of like fish we eat and, and like that is that yeah. Do we eat? Do we catch p fish people? Like if we're no no no. There's, there's normal fish. There's normal okay. fish and it's whales. There, it is called the same and other thing. stuff. Okay. But there's right. but there's a fish. There's fish people down here, mm -hmm. and this one's name is fish. Fish. Got it. Okay. I'm not confusing at all. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I'm assuming that fish as a barbarian. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I like that. <this. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I just picture him crawling out of the primordial soup of the sea, like, <laughs> yeah. like Conan the Barbarian, but yeah, a fish right. man. Right. Looking, looking for fame and glory and mortal pleasure. So just like, no, this is dumb. I'm going up, and you can't stop you are a me. One, you are a one fish invasion. Who's yeah. coming with me? Okay. <laughs> not, not, even, not even to conquer, just for fame and glory, to be a yeah. warrior, to test yourselves you against have... these people who beat us so, so badly we locked ourselves in the sea for so thousands would you, of years. would you say... You, you you don't have a specific purpose. You're just doing it for the halibut, or <laughs> <laughs> wow! You all right? You almost spit a little. Almost. Uh, holy shit! I wasn't ready for that one. Can you breathe air? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I need to can know. You, or do you oh. have to wear a helmet? Like a no, no, no. Helmet. I can breathe air. <laughs> we have we have gills. I, long, long ago, the people walked above, and everything was fine there. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so you're, you're Waterworld and not Mysterio. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you, yeah. can breathe, you can breathe uh, above above the, the, the great sea. God, if I was Mysterio, no. Uh, okay. And you've come here because you 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 are like a, a rarity among your people and that you were able to shed the deep-seated shame of, of the fish people. Yeah, and like indoctrination that, you know, we're not worthy to go up above. I'm like, right. no, I will, I will show the glory of the fish people. I will let the world know that we are... Here, 
<laughs> right. And great. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Uh, we're here. We're great. Get used to it. Yeah. Good. Okay, so here to show the world that it's the time... Cast so, aside the shame now or something is like your, that. Your, so it sounds like your goal is to prove to the the drylanders that your your people are worth something. So you're, you think of yourself as being the, the vanguard and you want to change what people think of yeah. all fish people. <laughs> yeah. Or, yes, it is that. It's not just like, look at me, I'm a special fish person. Well, I'm pretty special, but the thing <laughs> is, I need to uh, gather enough glory that when I go back to the fish people, I can be like, look at me. And, mm. and I brought enough glory that they can set aside their shame so and come you, up from out of the sea. Do you want the your people to receive you as their like new messiah and emperor? Like It's not a religious thing. I'm pretty sure the fish people uh, worship the great whale. Okay. Uh, uh, did they did they always? Because I feel like they didn't. Because they were cast into the sea. Yeah. Uh, is this like a shame religion? This that is goes something that may have just sad? come about. You know, you hear okay. weird noises in the sea. You're like, no, that's just the great whale passing by, uh, opening up their great fan, collecting the sea of the universe. Right, but you're the, not the, a... the, the the krill of the universe. Yeah. Okay. So, but you're not. You don't believe in the great whale. The great whale is pretty important. I don't not believe in the great whale, but <laughs> okay. you know, no one up here knows about this whale. No, and anyway, of course not. So. But all all fish people are. are are, are born worshiping the great whale, and it would be, you know, right. it would be fearful to forget about it. Is this one of the things where the rest of us don't even know that the fish people exist? Like, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, like, we, we sent them away, like, and we then forgot about them. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. like... we just maybe think you have a rash of some sort? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing: is that they're they're self they're self policing, so yeah. it's not like anyone has to try to keep them down there. Yeah. They just do it themselves. And so, yeah. yeah, I think I like the idea that it's not so much that no one thinks that the fish people are allowed above out of the water. They just don't remember you exist. Oh yeah, they totally forgot about us. You okay, know, there good. might be some weird old historical things about yeah, and the people on the coast traded with the fish people. Right. Until the the great war or whatever or the shame moment happened. The great shame. Okay. Yeah, the great, yeah, the great, the great shame. shame. The great yeah. Shame. Yeah, what what did you what did you do? What was know. what was this terrible thing that the fish so it'd be interesting did. to say that there was a war and we were defeated, but nah, I, yeah, there should be something. It has to be something like really like a betrayal or like again, this is this is the narrative the fish people tell themselves. Yeah, I like the idea of like it's not even you were banished by like a king; it was like a lesser duke. Like you know what I, I mean? Like, I'm wondering if they were even banished at all. Like I feel like they did. <laughs> it's just a misunderstanding. They, they just felt so bad that they were like, "We're just gonna go into the sea forever." Yeah, and then and then again, a telephone like, happens and they walk and slowly go down. <laughs> Just go into the sea forever. Like, I mean, I feel like this is a very relatable feeling. Everyone yeah, has said something yeah. at a party and been like, yeah. you know what? <laughs> I'm just gonna go live in the sea forever. <laughs> so never mind. I'm deleting my Facebook. I'm out. Yeah, it's like some social faux pas in front of a king yeah, somewhere. Yeah. That, like, that, that's it. Like you had an audience and then they spilled yeah, something. Okay. So or made some... him eat a weird oh, urchin or something. Oh, yeah. oh! They're like, eat this delicacy, and then the person they really liked was like allergic to shellfish, <sighs> and they had, they had it like, yeah, yeah, okay. some type of allergic reaction. So maybe, maybe, and I think, I think the thing to tie this into is the bigger cultural edifice of like Machnar, right? Like maybe it was in the early days you violated some some taboo of Machnar. And they were still working out their religion, and like it wasn't mm. a big deal. But you were like, "Oh God, we've offended yeah. you so much." Oh, they said, "Get out of here!" No. And we're like, "That must mean the sea." <laughs> it's a divine, yeah. I divine like the, the Marknars are the Marknarites are like, "Oh no, it's okay. We're still kind of figuring things out." And they're like, "I have to leave." I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sorry, we live in the yeah. city now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, so how how do you fish? How do you plan to uh, like? What's your personal relationship with that? Like when you see. 
people of, of the Machnarian faith, what do you, like, how do you respond to that? Are you sensitive to that? Or are you so separate from that? You I, don't think see it, I think it has anymore. to be pretty try-hard. I, yeah. think, I think every time there's a person in Machna around, I have to be even more on just to, sh to wipe away that former right. shame. So, yeah. so it might be that the, the Machnarite that you have attached yourself to, to impress. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, <laughs> She's just like... Yeah, like, I'm not really, like, a mainline mocking. Listen, I've got some different beliefs yeah. about it. They don't have anything to do with shellfish. Uh, okay, what, um, what's your what's your look? What do you look like? So, green. How, how fishy are you? Are we talking, so like, I don't look so, no, 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 like, I, I look, I look like, so a, like a, I look like a greeny humanoid. Uh, okay. I've got, like, long, probably bluish hair. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm wearing weird stuff. I'm wearing, like, fish scales and bones. And uh, I see I have a helmet there, so I've got the head of like a sea dragon as my helmet. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. And I'm covered in like shells and bones and crustaceans. And I'm not wearing armor, but I look like I'm wearing sort of like rags made out of shells and, and, and okay. scales, bigger things there. You're weird underwater. And I probably clothes. have very slight, very slight webbing between my fingers and toes. Okay. But look mostly humanoid. Okay. All but right. green. Very green. Cool. Cool. Okay. Um, what, what is, uh, what is something that you, like a taboo of your, of your people, something that, that they like do or do not do some behavior that even though you are like rejecting this whole shame thing, you can't help but continue. Like, what is this thing? That is so like woven into your personality. Yeah, well, the biggest shame was don't leave the sea. So I've already, I'm already, I'm already that. broken. That is the ultimate taboo. I've broken the ultimate taboo. Like fish shall never kill fish. Or... Yeah, I'm like, I was gonna be like, yeah, they don't eat fish. It would be interesting. <laughs> but then you, they'd all starve, or they'd have to eat kelp or they, whatever. They, they, like... they could have a vegetarian diet of just like that and, and insects down there. What's the biggest taboo of the fish people? You can help me. You can help me brainstorm here. First. Yeah, I mean, this is like open, open to to interpretation. Like other people can think of it. But like, yeah, what would be something that you continue some observance that you uh, that you follow oh we could talk about like the great conch <laughs> touching hands is a no-no like you're just not allowed to ever touch anybody else's hands like, fish people don't Ooh. shake hands don't do anything like yeah, that like, yeah it's yeah. very weird and it's like hands are like kind of like your touching, a yeah. touching taboo? there could be, a, yeah. there could be yeah. a no touching taboo because we spawn like fish we lay eggs yeah. and, then, and then just okay. do your thing it's not really fish don't cuddle like you no, know no, no, I mean? no no like, no no like even cuddlefish that's a lie <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> right. yeah yeah no touching no yeah. touching at all i like the idea of like no it's like considered socially unacceptable touching people Seeing, being mm -hmm. seen. If they do it, it maybe okay. it's a private thing. I like, like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. Uh, well, you're suitably weird. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. The great whale teaches that none shall touch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ocean's real spread out, so so should you be. There's so <laughs> much room. Yeah. Yeah. None, none, none shall touch. But there's nothing about touching nuns. Yeah. So we'll, yeah. we'll figure it out as we go. So uh, you should have enough information now to fill out your bonds All right. uh, with with everybody's name. So. Uh, we announce these private. So right, fill them in first, then I'll go yeah. around and we'll we'll interrogate them. So we have okay. Spazenda the cleric, Tumble the druid, <laughs> Oogle, <laughs> Oogle the thief, yeah. uh, and uh, so yeah. So fill fill those out. Um, you can fill out uh, multiples with the same name if you want. Um, this part is explicitly meant to be done without like asking the other players about it because then it'll be a fun surprise when we read them, and then I'll I'll ask about. Uh, how how you have that bond and how that happened? Cool. I will let you. I will let you do that. Kathleen, is it Sponsenda? It's Sposenda. Sposenda. Oh, I was reading up the. 
Yeah. O Z. Yeah. E N D A. Um, Spozenda. Spozenda. Uh, Who would yeah, I do this with correct. in this party? Yeah, right. Who would I? So for while you're doing your homework, um, so the way that the way that bonds will work during the game uh, when we get to the part at the end, because we'll do like a, the the end of session thing, and when we get to the end of the session, I'll ask everybody about their bonds if they've like resolved them or if we we sort of completed a bond, and if they do, they'll get experience, and then in campaign play, you would write new bonds based on what happened in the session. Mm -hmm. um, so they're meant to be temporary, uh, and you work you work on them kind of one at a time. Um, and you can also like create they start offset to give the characters all the same kind of base to operate from, and then as you erase them, as you evolve your bonds, you'll get to write in new ones based on like the specific interactions of the characters. Uh, so it's a way to track not just like history preceding the campaign, but also a way to like track how you've evolved your relationship with that character. Cool. Do we have bonds? I do. I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Spazenda, I'll mm -hmm. get you to read yours one at a time, uh, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about them. All right. Oogle has insulted my deity, and I do not trust them because Oogle is a little shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so Oogle, Oogle, did you did you uh, intentionally uh, say something shitty about Machnar, or was this by accident? You've done something to offend. I think he knows how Machna works as his sister is a priest, so he did something uh, intentionally. Yeah. Ah, like, jab at yeah, you. Okay, jab so at you. Like, there. He felt like... Stand in older sister. Yeah. Like, trying yeah. to get some revenge. Yeah. Okay. All right. A little twerp. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Good. Tumble is a good and faithful person. I trust them implicitly. That's nice. That's good. Is mm. that is that true? Like. Oh yeah. I feel like yes. There is one way to interpret that. That's like Tumble is a sucker who'll do whatever anybody says. Mm -hmm. Ergo, trust implicitly. But is that? It's not that. It's no, like you it, actually like you see the good. Yeah, I feel like you know Tumble is like I don't know if she's a Machnerite. I don't think she is. No, I should but say I, not. Yes. Yeah, but she, I can tell that she has good in her heart. She is a kind, and I think that she is a kind person. And uh, that for me is like a you know you don't necessarily that. Faithful, I mean, like, not in the necessarily... We're not in, like, sense. capital F, but, like, yeah. Yeah. I understand. Okay, good. All right. Uh, fish is in constant danger. I will keep them safe. One, I am worried about how dry your skin looks. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, the great moisturizer of Machnar. <laughs> Rub it All upon right. your scaly body. Uh, and uh, you me. just seem yeah, like right. such a fish out of water. Hey! Oh, I have to get these puns out now. Mm -hmm. uh, and, still time. <laughs> yeah, and I am working on converting fish to my faith because, like, I feel like there's been a large misunderstanding. And if I could tell fish about what, what Machnar is really like, or at least what I think Machnar is like, we can take that back eventually to Eventually, Machnar's amorphous growth will roll into the sea and consume <laughs> it as well, so you might as well get on the Machnar train. Yeah, or just like, hey, you don't need to exile yourself. Like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And, and Machnar's so, a very forgiving god. All right, so Spazenda is working on both protecting you from the world and from yourself and trying to convert you into, into the faith. Um, do you do you feel like you're in danger, or is 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 this like you're being uh, coddled? Probably being coddled. Yeah, you feel as, like, as, okay. as a great and powerful and brave warrior. What is what is a little danger? Right. Sure. You're out here for danger. That's, that, what, you that's want. what I came here for. Because okay. with danger comes glory. Good. Okay. Cool. Let's do uh, those are your your diners, right? You I'm done. Yep. Awesome. Okay. So you've got two with fish, and then one each for the other two. Okay. 
Hey. Oogle smells more like prey than a hunter. <laughs> okay. That seems fair. Is I don't it? think there's yeah. a lot of debate there. No. Uh, yeah. It's like, that's, yeah. that's like very true. passive. It's not going to be ready for the winter. Yeah, Oogle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to die in the winter. Yeah, that's Oogle, all right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. Okay. Uh, the spirit spoke to me of a great danger that follows fish. Ah, great danger, huh? Has the spirit have the spirits told you anything else about this this just, danger? He, he's in constant danger. Mm, and it's un, it's unspecific. The yeah. spirits are just like danger. Yeah. Okay. All right. So a great. I'm gonna put that down. A great danger. Uh -oh. All right. Sure. Uh, and then I have showed Bazenda a secret right of the land. Ooh, cool. What what sort of right? Is this like a tree planting right? Is it a... That's a good idea, like, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Tree planting, try to talk to the, the spirits and be like, hey spirits, help this tree grow. Yeah, yeah. How, yeah. Was, how was that? Is that just like silly for you or was no, it... No, I feel like it, it, you know, caring and stewardship for the earth, which is technically part of Machnar, is like a good thing. <laughs> right. Yes, let us take this part of Machnar and put it in this other part of Machnar. <laughs> put more Machnar on it. Machnar would like the... I actually okay. think it would go well with the, the next one because um, Spazenda has tasted my blood and I theirs. We yes. are bound by it. Oh, fuck yeah! And now is that literal? Have you like literally yeah. been? Yeah, like... I think it was part of the tree planting right. Involved <laughs> right. like so someone's like hey, a you gift wanna... of blood. Hey, do you want to come out here and plant this tree? And you're like, sure. And you go and you plant the tree, and they're like, all right, now I have to drink your blood. <laughs> yeah, give me your blood. And like, oh god, all right. Uh, how a little was, mole, like. How was that part? That was surprising, <laughs> but I'm an open-minded person. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, like, if you really think about it, like, you are part of Machnar, and so is she, and so it's not really, like... Maybe okay. it's just different parts of Machnar. They don't know about bloodborne diseases. Yeah. 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 Right. The disease is also Machnar. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You cannot reject it from your body. It's part oh, of the no. divine. Yeah. <laughs> Even bad people join Machnar, but they just go to like the colon or something like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Be one with Machnar's colon. Yeah. 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 Listen, the body needs it. So Machnar needs evil. That's all me. I like it. Good. <laughs> like this is equivocating religion. Like everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's all part of stuff. Uh, all right, Oogle. Yeah. What do you uh, have for bonds? I stole something from Tumble. But Ooh. I feel like it didn't matter, and if she ever found out, she'd be like, okay, weird, but... Well, so yeah, what... what? Did, I mean, you don't sound like somebody who has a lot of stuff. Yeah. What is something that, that would have seemed of value, but been low enough hanging fruit that Google would have <laughs> we'll stolen? Because I got away with it. Yeah. Like, this is the one thing, this is like my one, like... <laughs> I did it! I did it! I, I stole something! I knew I could do it. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm not missing anything that's... So I like I right. didn't notice. Did you leave change for a tip, and did he take the tip? <laughs> Probably. Okay, so whatever, like, whatever it was. I, the only thing I care about that I have is my dirt pouch, and okay. I think I've got like a whacking stick. Right. Yeah. So the thing is, is that if Oogle ever finds out that you don't care, his self-esteem will be shattered. So yeah. like, but first I'd have to find out he did it. So you don't yeah. know that that Oogle thinks. Okay, what about the two of you? Do you know about this like perfect crime? Do either of you? I wouldn't think no. so. I don't <laughs> care to be honest. Like. Well, the idea would be that, that if one of them did know, that oh. would be like a secret that they would have oh, over yeah, you to yeah, be yeah. like, yeah, you know they, that she doesn't care about yeah. this. I can imagine that Fish saw it and had no idea that it was weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just like, all right, the, the half-orc has taken the half-lean's thing. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, all good. Right. I'm learning sure. their strange customs. <laughs> Maybe you had like a, a little pouch of like berries or something. You know what I mean? I just took it from you. I'm like, yeah, I got her magic berries. Like, I think oh, they're I magical. Do have, I, have, I have a halfling and pipe leaf <laughs> thing. Mm -hmm. So I've got, I got some pipe weed. 
Uh, uh, yeah, they banged me in the back. It was like You stole the halfling sweet mole weed. Alright. It's so dank. It's the dankest. But Uguli's never smoked weed before. Yeah, no, you just, just have it. Just it makes you feel it. tough. I show it to other thieves. <laughs> you guys want to party? Like, you know, I stole this off a halfling. It's You're sick. Like, Ew. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Perfect. Um, I like that. So, uh, Fish has my back when things go wrong. Is oh, yeah. That, I would say, is that oh, true? Yeah. But I think it's because Fish believes everything I say. Well, so, so yeah, part of, <laughs> part of the thing about the Barbarian is there is this, and you, you picked up on it, there is this definitely this, uh, like, Thor from the first Thor movie element where you're like, whatever is happening is normal, and yeah. that's how things work. Yeah. So you could easily have bamboozled Fish into being your scaling yeah. protector. Well, I see I, how strong he is, and I know that, I'm like, well, he might be able to do... Something sure. that I will never want to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can I share a bond I have right now? Uh, well, are well, you? I got one more. Because okay. I, yeah. I will not respond to that. Yeah, I got perfect. two more. Okay. Uh, Spazenda knows incriminating details about me. Because mm -hmm. I figure she's talked to my sister. Yeah, you know the plan for for Oogle here. Yeah, yeah. that's why yeah. I implicitly don't trust you. I think yeah. maybe you know, because I think we're going to work in the whole like... <clears throat> Candelabra of Saint Brasso thing, and I think that you need you want to get it too mm -hmm. because obviously it's a it's a holy relic, mm -hmm. and I think you know that it needs to stay out of Vance's hands, right? You know that mm -hmm. the, that's why Oogle's off after it, and you got to make sure that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. That would be that's rude because Vance is actually good at his job. Yeah, and Vance would be pissed if that happened. If the if the candelabra, if you got it and then your nun friend took it, yeah. oh, he'd be bummed, man. He'd be bummed. Yeah, yeah. He'd be disappointed. Yeah. And we can't have He'd get that. invited to less things than you do now. Oh, no. Okay. All right, cool. And so then, you know that this, like, this is going on. Okay. Um, Tumble and I have a con running. Nice. <laughs> so okay. I like to think that we our favorite con is she shape because she's shapeshifting anything, right? Yeah, any yeah. animal. I shapeshift. Yeah, any, she shapeshifts any cave animal or underground animal. Yeah. She shapeshifts into a dog and pretends to steal like a coin pouch off mm -hmm. my belt. And I'm like, hey, that dog. And then we like help chase it down. And I just rob somebody. <laughs> like we they, we like I get somebody to help me chase so the dog down. How how did you get roped into this like robbing people, turning into a dog con game? Do you know that this or do you just think it's a fun game? Yeah, it's a fun game. <laughs> okay. It's just like I'm being like a rat. Terrier. Yeah. It's just like playing well, keep and, away. Well, and that's the thing is you can you can shapeshift to anything that lives in the, the underground depths, <laughs> right? So you, you're some kind of weird cave dog, like an albino <laughs> cave dog, which is perfect. That's gross. Yeah. yeah. Completely cool. hairless. Yeah, just a weird white hairless red-eyed dog. My dog. dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so we just do different <laughs> things like, my, somebody help my dog, it's getting away. And then we like, like lure That dog it. stole my wallet. People <laughs> are like, yeah. what dog? <laughs> we tried a bat and I couldn't carry the thing. <laughs> yeah. We tried yeah. a bunch of different stuff. So there's a con, there's this like, this con you do when you go to a new town or whatever, and you don't know that it's like an illegal thing. Oh no, we go to vets. And I'm like, my dog is very sick. Like, <laughs> and then I while well, they're helping her, I steal from the vet. Like, the, right. you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. You've got a vet grift that you do. That's yeah. really nice that you do that. Yeah. Okay, steals. I'm gonna write this down. Steals from animal doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, when you put it that way, it sounds so mean. Okay. All right. Just there we go. Okay. Yeah. All right. And that's it. And yeah. that's it. Okay. So let's do your let's do your boss. All right, Tumble is puny and foolish, but amusing to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't think that anyone at this table would, would say yeah, no to that. Yeah. I think all halflings, yeah. that's true. Oogle's ways are strange and confusing. Yeah. Interesting, okay, all right. Yeah, but 
Why, how can a man have no spine or honor? <laughs> you live with no spine. Good, good. Because okay. he just watches somebody like walk all over me, and I'm yeah. just like, yeah, I, I guess. Love, uh, I love that because everyone walks all over you, you have to do that to tell me. <laughs> the only person I can push around is the mole person. Come here, Chad. Do my bidding. Oogle's a great dude. Yeah. But added to that, Oogle is always getting into trouble. I must protect them from themselves. There you go. Okay. So I've got your back. Yeah. You're but, weird and confusing. Yeah. I don't but understand. Also, You're so weak. Yeah. He you. doesn't get it. He doesn't understand how someone could be like suck that much. <laughs> like you know, he just yeah. doesn't get it. Because he looks at me and he sees like this big like hulking yeah, kind of right. like scar. Like you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. what do the, what do the fish people do to people like Oogle? Like if if a if a <laughs> if a bunch of eggs are laid and, <laughs> and an Oogle hatches from one of them, what do you do with that that fish? Are they fed to the great whale? Or I, I, you know what? I guess they would be sent out. Yeah, they'd just be sent out alone, and the great whale will take care of them. They're, Wait, they're so, exiled. So, hold on. So like, do you do you, ex- do you do you execute people? by putting them in the cage in a cage and then bringing them above the water. <laughs> yeah. like, no, 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 no. Reverse no. drowning. I think I think they're just sent out, but the sense of shame is so p- badly ingrained into people right. that they won't even go up to the surface. They're exiled from being exiled. Yeah. Well, there's the there's the city and everyone's happy in like the main fish person city, but if they're sent out, that's where there's like sharks and giant fantasy sure. fish things. They have to go they have them. to go and swim to the bottom of the Marianas Yeah, trench. but you're you're basically <laughs> told, you're Marianas goddess of shame. You know, you're told the great whale will take care of you, but <laughs> you know, that's, that's the part yeah, I would put the quotes yeah, around. Yeah. Okay, all right. It's exile, but it's basically right, death. So, so maybe part of what's confusing is that Oogle is allowed to exist. In this society, how, yeah. how, how he hasn't been cast yeah. out? And how do you keep getting away with Why that? Why hasn't yeah. they put you in a catapult and like, just launched you into the sun like I you don't, just don't understand? I, I don't understand. Yeah. God forbid you ever meet Oogle's parents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Spacenda shares my hunger for glory. The earth will tremble at our passing. Because she represents the great god who caused our shame. Do, so, you, do you share in the hunger for glory that, that Fish seems to think that you do? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Like, But as a representative of the god that shamed my entire people, uh-huh. I have to believe there's something special here. Well, look, I'm not the kind of person to carry pamphlets, but maybe we should go read a book or something. <laughs> right, okay. Oh so you, you, have the, you have the hierarchy of glory in the party pretty well worked out. Mm. Yeah, okay, cool. Good, good. All right, so you have your bonds, you have all of your character stuff, you can see why we save the bonds for last and we do all that. We also have like an entire campaign world that has now just sprung into existence. Yeah. Uh, and my job is gonna be to, to put all of those pieces together and uh, go on a little adventure. Woo. So we're gonna take a short break here and when we get back, we will find out what is going on in Dungeon World. Welcome back, everybody. Fish people, half-orcs, <laughs> mole, children, <laughs> regular old humans. Everyone is welcome here. Yay. So it's adventuring time. Yeah. Uh, it is time to to delve into the dungeon world. And rather than like talk to you about all of your mechanical options and BS, let's just do it. The core principle of playing a character in Dungeon World is if you do it, do it. Your job is just to describe the cool stuff that your characters are doing. And normally, with a group with more experience, we're all listening to that narrative and being like, oh, this sounds like that move. But I'm going to do that for you. I will be I'll be ears open listening for when you trigger mechanical stuff. And then I'll be like, OK, hold on. You're making this move. Roll the move. And I'll get you to read the moves, and we'll do the thing. So you have all, as a group, been roped in by Oogle on this this quest for the candelabra of St. Brasso. Now, the only one amongst you who knows the real reason why Oogle wants you to do this 
uh, is is you, Spazenda. You you have been following along for your own reasons, but you know that Google just wants the candelabra so that Vance will finally allow him into the Guild of Thieves when you get back to, to town. Um, but if it falls into the hands of Vance, uh, it will greatly diminish the power and glory that is Machnar. You could do something real special with this candelabra. It's imbued with magic power. You have made your way through uh, a grave and terrible uh, dungeon environment. You have how would braved. I, I'm trying to think about how I would this pitch this. How, oh, so pitch how, oh, like, what like, did you pitch, tell them? Yeah, yeah right. Like, so, it's so, like, because, like, I want to be like, look, we have to steal this candelabra. Mm -hmm. Because it's it's really tomb robbing more than and it is like stealing. So what if I told? Okay, so she knows, but she knows we're after the candelabra. Like I don't try to pass it off as like, hey, there's a tomb I heard about. You know, I think like it's I... reasonable for you to think that you are like fooling her. Okay. Maybe yeah. you told her like, yeah, it's for the church. Yeah, 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 totally. Because you're, totally you're trying to that. impress your sister, right? Yeah. Like maybe it's time to finally Ooh. like all of this is horseshit, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know maybe that's the narrative yeah. that you okay yeah that yeah. You, you told her okay. So you you've you've braved you've braved this like terrible environment out in the wilds, far away from civilization. Uh, you have fought dangerous monsters. You've overcome deadly traps, and you you find yourselves standing before the chamber that supposedly holds the candelabra itself. But before you got here, I have a couple of questions for you. Fish. Mm. Did I pronounce that right? Fish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish. Okay. Yeah. So, fish. What terrible beast did you overcome to get here? While we were in there, there was a two-headed zombie wolf. Okay. Like yeah. a regular wolf, or like an albino underground cave wolf? <laughs> no, no, no. It was a regular one, but like yeah. somehow, somehow, the, like the, someone uh, Frankenstein did. A, a dark magic twisted it. Yeah. So okay. it was two wolves that were twisted together and then died and then came back. Right. Or okay. there were two corpses, and then the magic yeah. brought the bodies back together and Frankenstein together. Yeah. Okay. All right. A two-handed zombie. Wolf. And I and I cleft it back in half with my with my uh, fish axe. Let's see if that's true. Uh oh. Uh, so I'm gonna get you to make a move. This is the base, like the basis to move the dungeon world has. It's called defy danger. Okay. And the danger that you are defying in this case is that the story didn't quite go the way you were telling it. <laughs> so. It sounds like you used your strength yep. to defeat this two-headed zombie wolf. So roll 2d6 and add your strength modifier to it. Uh, 12. Excellent. Not only did it go that well, but it went it went extra. You recovered something or did something, some additional benefit. In addition to like impressing your friends, like you all participated in this battle to some degree, but it was fish that dealt the killing blow. I said to some degree. <laughs> One percent is still a percent. Yeah. Uh, so what what was it? Was it uh, uh, some accolade you gained in the eyes of your your allies? Did you? So not like... only are they impressed, but uh, you could see that I have trophies all over. I managed mm. to find this fantastic pristine wolf, and I'm actually starting a collection of trophies from the overworld that I'm going to bring back with me. Nice. And it was only because I did so well that I'm like, yes, this battle is one that is honorable, and I'll hold on to this tooth to remember the glory. I feel like if Fish, if Fish was like a Jack Vance character, your novel would be called Trophies of the Overworld. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so write write down on your character sheet somewhere that you have a wolf zombie wolf's tooth token. Yeah, uh, right. that you that you took from it. Uh, okay, cool. So you're covered in blood and fur and and scratches, but no real wounds as a result of your your journey. Um, Tumble, the, the party nearly fell afoul of some kind of like deadly, like natural occurrence, maybe a cave-in or a flood or something. Mm -hmm. How did you save them from that? What uh, happened and how did you how did you rescue the party? There were hidden pits all along the dungeon and as a bat 
I could sense the different terrain changes in the rooms around ah, us. Ah, so you used your your echolocation yeah. to to discern to the scout the, out. Right. Okay. Tell okay. them about hidden details. Cool. So you were a bat, but with tiny mole eyes. Uh, okay. <laughs> roll uh, roll two d six. You're gonna add your wisdom, and you try to use your your wisdom to guide you through. So eight. Okay. So you get an eight, which is in the seven to nine range. So yes, you get a success, but it costs it costs something. Who, who suffered the brunt of, of your mistake? You made a mistake and someone suffered for it. Who was it? I feel like Oogle wasn't necessarily listening. <laughs> oh, Oogle. And, or maybe he was distracted. I wasn't paying enough attention to him. I should have been watching a little bit more. I'm a child, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. okay. All right. So when she is in animal form, mm -hmm. can she talk? I, like, is it, I don't know, yeah. can you? I, I, I want to, either that or I have to farm a humanoid mouth. That is horrific. No, there's, so there's, there is a druid ability later where you can mix and match animal forms. So you yeah. can be a bat with a human mouth overlaid <laughs> on it. Um, but I think for now, like having you be like a cartoon character type bat where you can still talk, mm -hmm. but you have like a different bat voice or yeah, whatever. Like, watch out over here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. And so these are, these are kind of things that help us set tone. So like, that's fine. Okay. So you're able to communicate and you like fluttered ahead and led them through, but you lost track of Oogle. And what what happened? What happened to Oogle? Did Oogle get hurt? Did Oogle lose something? Uh, yeah, he just kind of face planted into a okay, pit. Okay, okay. So Oogle, you're gonna take some damage. Okay. Um, face planting into a pit. Let's have you do me armor. You got one. One. Let's have you roll roll two d eight. Okay. And keep the the highest one. Okay. So a six. Yep. Six. Okay, so you six, you take five damage, you have one armor. Okay. All right. So you are slightly bruised from this fall into the pit. Yeah. Uh, that happened. Okay. You. Okay. All right. So. But Oogle, I think that Oogle makes it sound worse than it really was. Oh, so you're just like, you're complaining like, about it a lot and like. Oh, my knee, I think it's limping. Okay. Yeah, I'm limping. Yeah, limping heavily. Like, ah, okay. I don't think I can fight. Ah. <laughs> like, the, like the wolf shows up and he's like, he's like, ah. So sorry, Oogle. I tried. Okay. Yeah, I'm so right. sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe next time try harder. So you're standing. We're standing before the door. You're covered in blood. You got wolf bites all over you. Just you're limping a little head. bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, to access this dungeon in the first place, to get into this this subterranean environment, there was a, an ancient puzzle, a, a riddle, or something that, that had to be solved. Uh, how did you? How did? What was it? And how did you solve it? Oh man. Uh, what a hard question. Let's see. <laughs> So the location of this dungeon had to be deciphered from ancient ah, texts. Yeah, so you like we, you put the thing on the stick and held it up in the light, and it was you're like, oh, it's over there. Yeah, okay. so, but it was more like you know reading a lot of stuff and like cross referencing. <laughs> Loving your solution is I read books well, because research is important. It is. It yeah. is. Okay. All yeah. right. I read a lot of books, and then right. I was like, okay, hold on. Because Based on the, these ancient the, maps, this is the, the location. The candelabra is lost, right? Like, St. Saint, Saint uh was lost long ago, and, I, and I their I came up with the backstory for how this candelabra was lost. Okay, sure. It was such a holy and beautiful candelabra, and the act of polishing and tidying and cleaning is so, you know, uh, inherent to Machnar, the fastidious. St. Brasso hid it away, so one day... Those who are pure and brave of heart can find it and give it a good cleaning. Right. Sure, good. There's probably and there's probably some kind of like mineral deposit down here that's like a natural polish that cannot Ooh. be found anywhere else. And, oh, possibly. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. So you you deciphered the location of this this lost relic, mm -hmm. uh, and you were the one that led everyone here. Okay. Make a uh, make a roll with intelligence. You're gonna defy danger with intelligence. Okay. And let's see how your smarts hold up. Uh, seven. Yeah, seven. Okay. So you succeed. 
Tell me something that you, something like dangerous or like something you think is true that isn't, that is going to lead you into trouble. I would say that I thought I had discovered the most direct and or safe route. Uh, we'll say the most, we'll say that I thought I had discovered the safest route. Mm -hmm. It was not. Oh, so you think you think you're done with the like the puzzles and the challenges and like yeah we're here we're dancing right the okay so that whole thing I said about like all you have to do is go in there and get it no one knows that that is wrong but you are listening <laughs> yeah, to none to of these texts said anything okay. about any challenges once you okay. the challenge was yeah, behind you, you this defeated, door is the challenge like, the two -headed like the wolf of death yeah, yeah. I'm just you, stoked because she did all the work I'm yeah. like oh man I don't have to do it like we so, were just so it's right behind this door so I have one I have one last question what did you do at some well at some at some point you nearly screwed the whole thing up yeah there was there was a moment at which you could have been responsible for the whole thing going wrong what was it and how did you avoid it okay so the reason she knows she thinks that it's just a direct route is because i spilt ink or something on one of the books she was reading and i fixed it i was like oh shoot and i like tried to clean it up and that's why we're in the situation okay. we're right. in. can you yeah. uh can you defy defy danger yeah. uh and i think you're gonna need to defy danger with your wisdom on this one, <laughs> i think which is, yeah, do you have a modifier for your... Minus one. Minus one. <laughs> Perfect, okay. All right, I mean, come it on. would be better if I had decks. Seven, so six. Six, okay. Yeah. So, this is our first six. Yeah. You get a point of experience. Hey! Okay. Okay. Right down, you get an experience point. Yeah. Uh, so, in in defacing and then subsequently... So, you, you deface this... Are this you just, holy, like, drinking something? I think, I think you, you deface this, like, holy, this holy document. The pages stick together you now. You deface this holy document so badly that you had to forge a new one. <laughs> right? A fake version... Uh, you had to spend a bunch of money and like buy some, like hire someone to forge a fake version yeah. to give you. So you predicated your whole plan on this fake document that's like mostly right. Yeah. But you still defaced the holy relic, so you are cursed. There is like a curse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Machinar has placed a curse upon you, yeah. and it is it is the curse of sticking. So you are finding that everything that you touch yeah. adheres to you. <laughs> I'm a sticky man. So, yeah, and so every every time you try to pick something up, and everyone has noticed that that. You know, I'm trying to like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Google is and like your clothes are sticking to you. So you have to peel your shirt off of your body, and your shoes are sticking to your feet. And there's you're just like Google is covered in dust for some reason. You keep you yeah. can see him go. Yeah, this is like, <laughs> just way filthier than usual. And it's yeah. up to you whether you you probably don't notice, right? Yeah. No, but that's probably, probably like how he got now, distracted but, and fell in a pit. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you pulled him up out of the pit, he was covered in like dead rats and like <laughs> dust, and yeah. So you just look like garbage. You look like, ah, oh, garbage because of the curse of sticking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so until you are able to atone for this crime, yeah. uh, anything that you touch will stick to you, <laughs> yeah. uh, at least a little bit. Yeah. So you stand be, be uh, in front of the 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 vault door. This this enormous door. Uh, yeah. And on it, you see the sign of St. Brasso, which is the sacred wiping cloth uh, and the pot of ointment uh, <laughs> with which one wipes. Uh, and there is this, this big stone door before you, um, and all that needs doing is that you open it and stride forth into the polishing chamber uh, and retrieve the long-forgotten candelabra. Uh, who, what do you do? Uh, well, Oogle's like very much in the bag, just like... Your hand sticks to your face. <laughs> 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 right. Mm -hmm. Someone can open that door, big man. Is this it? 
Do we, do we just go in? According to all of the maps and uh, holy relics, I Every consulted. Every time she says something like this, Ugo goes. Yeah, he's like, mm -hmm. yeah, the maps. Is there a way to open it, or do I open it with my axe? Uh, that's not really the that's not really the machnar or the way <laughs> that, that would make a mess. Teach me, wise one. Fish, there's a handle. Just pull the handle. <laughs> yeah. ah. I, just I, open the door like I a normal go, human. I, I go to assume it's like a giant challenge. I'm like, Ugh. yank the door open. Yeah. Do you want to make a show of it? Are you trying oh, to yeah. like, impress oh, yeah. everybody? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, however, however, the I don't think you have to roll. Okay. I think you're used to making everybody think that you're like stronger <laughs> yeah, yeah. and tougher than you are. Yeah. But so, uh, yeah. So fish makes a big deal out of like pulling this vault door open. Uh, and uh, and as you do, uh, there is uh, a gust of wind from within that blows out into uh, into the hallway. Are you still a bat? Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's let's roll for your your shape shift. So we'll let's do the Drew thing. So you're gonna roll plus your wisdom. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna assume you've used one of your hold already for okay. echolocating. But we're gonna play a fun little game uh, called What Does a Bat Do? Wisdom six. Seven. Seven. There you go. Okay. I can, so I can math. On shape shift, mm -hmm. uh, can you read what does it say for uh, seven and nine? Uh, hold two. Okay. So when I say, and when the game says hold, it means imagine you have a, like a currency of that number. You have two things you can spend. You're okay. holding them now. Okay. You can play them. Now you've spent one already to echolocate. Yeah. Right? Which is one of the things. And whenever we, whenever we shape shift for the first time, we have to have our conversation like we're five year olds. What does a bat do? So. Three things that when you are in a bat form you can do. You can spend your hold to just do them. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them uh, is echolocate. Yeah. Right. Okay. What else do bats do? Would you consider flying? Uh, I mean, you can fly all the time. You don't okay. need to spend okay. a hold so to fly. It's a special... That's like how we don't have to. Yeah, but like, get in someone's hair. Right. Cause panic. Like, yeah. That yeah. could be a thing. Yeah. Cause panic. Okay. Locate Ca moths. Cause panic. <laughs> I mean, echo, echo, locates, echo locate falls under that. Yeah. Um, um, do you want to have like a shriek that makes things go deaf? Spread disease. Ooh. Yeah. I like, I like shriek. Yeah. Okay, shriek loudly. Shriek All right. loudly. Except I feel like bats just make little cute squeaking noises. Yeah. That's good. This is a terrifying PC well, I was bat. Picturing, I was picturing like uh, the Pokemon, because it doesn't have like a boy, like a... Make Game Boy noises. Okay, got it. <laughs> Um, okay, so when you are a bat, uh, you, you shapeshift, you have two hold, you spent one to echolocate. Mm -hmm. You still have one hold left. So if you need to echolocate again, cause someone to panic or shriek loudly, mm -hmm. let me know and you spend that hold and you okay. do the thing. Okay, so uh, your, your mole-eyed bat friend is fluttering around your head as you, you pull the door open, the wind blows through the, through the chamber uh, out into the hall. Uh, and uh, there is a an acrid smell in the air. You smell um, a uh, like a thick kind of like chemical smell. You recognize the smell right away. It brings you right back. As you probably recognize it too. Um, but it's it, it's an old memory. Um, yeah, you just you recognize it. It's the it's the smell of polish. We must be here. Yeah, it might. It's be. not the Brett. Some of the oils may have turned. Well, this tool's been—it's been sealed for a long time. So when you when you call on something that your character would know that you maybe don't know when you recover a memory or you're like, oh, my character would know this thing. We're, we're going to get you to spout lore. Okay. So roll two d six, and you're going to add your intelligence bonus. Oh, uh, that will be twelve. Okay. Yeah. Or no, eleven. Sorry. So when you spout lore, you consult your accumulated knowledge on something. On a ten or better, the GM will tell you something interesting and useful about the subject. So yes, it is a uh, it is a holy oil uh, that is used 
to polish only the most sacred of relics. Uh, it is very rare, uh, and it confirms your, your suspicion before that there is a, a vein of the material that is that is used to make this stuff. <laughs> Polishing vein. Yeah, but but also it requires like other alchemical processes. So someone is either making it down here or had made it before this place was sealed. Mm. Uh, but the thing that is that is uh, a little known about it is it's incredibly flammable, like just Whoa. massively flammable. So you would you would apply in this case apply it to a candelabra and then wipe it off before you light the candles. Right. Yeah, and there is this overpowering smell of this this stuff. You've smelled it once or twice when your sister like dragged you to church. Yeah. Um, but you probably don't have the context for that stink. That Just smells like smell. church to me. Yeah, it's yeah, a church it's stink. Like... Yeah. 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 All right. So it brings to mind the question: You would, this would occur to you? Uh, how how are you lighting your way in this this? dank place. I assume you can see in the dark because yep. you're a mole person. I would yep. assume that I would be the one to hold the torch because I am scared of the dark. Okay. So, right. like, I'm holding a torch. I mean, stuck to my hand, so it's like I can't pass <laughs> give it me, Give me the torch. torch. Uh, like, nope. nope. I'm good. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I don't want anyone to ask why I'm so sticky. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to avoid the question. Yeah. Okay. So I know this stuff is super flammable, right? Yeah. I mean, you can have fire near it, but, like, generally you polish in, a, like, a dark room or under sunlight. Wow. Well, well-ventilated place. Yeah, well-ventilated, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Here's a question. Uh, the fish people obviously don't have fire. Could I have bioluminescent <laughs> pearls that uh, light up dark places? Yeah, I think I think that's that's reasonable. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is this something that you, you carry, or is it like... Well, this your, is part of the... This or is, is it like your scales open up on your throat, <laughs> and you just like... Wah, yeah. like no, no, this is, part, this is part of a perfectly ordinary adventure pack for the fish people is bioluminescent oh, yeah. Okay, so spend, spend like, one of your uses of the adventure yeah, here. Yeah. Kind of like those tubes that you can crack and they like... They, they have a up. lot of like cool undersea raves yeah. among yeah. the fish people. Yeah. 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 They may be banished from society, but they still know so how to party. Like, they still have technology, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 probably. Right. probably. still have EDM in the underworld. I could also imagine these would be super sought after by like the land people and like dirt for the ocean people. You're like, oh yeah, everybody has these. Okay. Like, they're beautiful. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you take out one of these these pearls, and it, it's giving off this. So you've been kind of leading the way with that. Yeah. What what kind of weapon do you have? I have an axe, but the axe blade is just like a shell. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you have that in one hand, and you have this this little pearl glowing. Yeah. In the other. Can okay. I can I be like, Oogle? Can you give me that torch? I don't think we should take it in here. This stuff is uh, not so great on fire. What if I held on to the torch? I don't think we should have a torch in here. But. Let go of the torch, Oogle. So let go of yeah. the torch. Okay. So you can you can take it. In. I think you assume that Oogle is just being scared, uh, yeah. and you're able to pry the torch uh, yeah. from from his hand. Yeah, and okay. throw it back outside the dungeon. Okay. Yeah. So you you throw. I mean, there's a lot of dungeon behind you. You've been okay. down here a while, but you but like, you throw it away, and we're it, not it, taking yeah, it in this room. Yeah, it clatters to the floor and and is extinguished. Okay. So before you, there is this this maw of darkness, this great open chamber, and then just the the stench of the polishing, the sacred polish. Emitting from the outside, who who leads the way? I assume it's you. It's not right? me. Yeah. 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 Much. I like the idea uh, too that Google one of Google's adventuring slots. Can I spend one of my ad adventuring like gear slots on like something that's really crunchy to eat, like a snack? You know what I mean? Yeah, Google just starts like he's walking, walking along. He's the like, dungeon, you're eating potato chips. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you, well, I mean, do you also have rations? Uh, it didn't say anything about. Oh, I do have. 
have dungeon rations. But so I they like, can be crunchy. But I like the idea of like yeah. specifically using his advent as part yeah. of his adventuring gear on like a candy, yeah. like a sure. crunchy candy. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, maybe Tumble should lead with the the bat form. Yeah, I want to echolocate and scout ahead. Flutter in there and take a look yeah, around. Yeah, like, oh, the crunching's not helping. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hungry. Okay. All right. Uh, so you you flutter into this uh, this cave and it's quite it's quite large. Uh, it's the biggest cavern that you've you've seen in this this strange complex. Uh, that frankly, like so far, seems to have been built explicitly to like keep people out or to like kill people trying to mm-hmm. get this thing. Uh, so this this chamber is uh, it's quite large, sort of semi spherical. Uh, it's I guess it's a hemisphere. There's like a dome. Uh, in the center, there is a raised platform. Uh, around the outside, there are um, pieces of like, brass piping and uh, glass, uh, like bowls and uh, jars. It's all civilization stuff that maybe mm-hmm. you don't recognize. Yeah. Um, but while you're while you're fluttering around, you're you're trying to get kind of the, the lay of the land, see what's up. Okay, let's have you roll discern realities. So roll two d six, add your wisdom. Uh, 11. All right, nice. So for discern realities, that's this guy, you get questions. Three questions. Yeah, ask me three questions. And if you act on the answers, you get a plus one on whatever it is that you're doing. What should I be on the lookout for? So the most, I mean, you're context-wise, you're kind of confused by all of this stuff. You mm-hmm. don't have any context. There's like trash, basically, all around yeah. the room. Civilization trash. You don't know anything about that. That You have no context. Um, there, is a, uh, there is a body uh, in the room. There is a uh, on the uh, on the pillar. So the pillar is is standing. The top of this little pillar in the middle of the room is empty. There's nothing on it. It's not like the candelabra is just sitting there. There is a skeleton, looks like a human skeleton, resting on top of the thing, wearing tattered robes uh, that seem to have long uh, long gone the way of age. They're all tattered and ripped. And you see this like bony hand, and it seems like they are clinging to the pillar. Uh, there's a the skull is down, and then it's got hair kind of covering the front of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a bit unsettling, maybe. What here is not what it appears to be. Uh, this does not appear to be the place where the candelabra is. Because mm. there's a like there's a there's dust on top of it, and you can see an area where there's less dust, where it would have just been sitting probably. Uh, then what happened here recently? Recently, nothing. Okay. Nothing has happened here in a very very long time. Mm-hmm. All right. So if if that last echolocation. Uh, that doesn't use up your echolocation. Okay. Nope, that's right. just you fluttering around that's looking at stuff. Sweet. Yeah. And I just go like, come back to the group. I'm like, it's gone. The chalice is gone? Where, where's gone? <laughs> oh, the candelabra. Right. It'd be very hard for you to eat chips when they stick yeah. to your hands <laughs> and your face. <laughs> He's just got candy all over his hands. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's gone? Uh, the, the, the thing. There's a lot of stuff in there, but the thing we want isn't there. The holy candelabra of St. Brasso is not here? I, what do you I, mean it's not here? Oh, she'd be so annoyed. This is where she left it. It's probably okay to go in and check. It's just, there's just a lot of garbage. But, Fernanda, didn't your note say that it would be in there? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Weird. I only believe what my own eyes can see. That and the great whale. <laughs> Are your eyes on the front of your head or the sides of your head? <laughs> yeah. oh, probably just slightly to the side. I only believe with my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, onward, and I'll, I'll lead with the pearl to the room. Which, which which way to the room? Is it safe? Is it that way? All right. Through the door you opened. Yeah, the only way there is to go. <laughs> or it's, it's that way. It's bad away. 
Very nice. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I, I cast up the bioluminescent pearl and light mm -hmm. up the room. Okay. All right. Yeah. So as you as you enter the chamber, the floor is patterned with this kind of um, like sea uh, sea water with light filtering through it coming Ooh. from your from your your pearl, mm. uh, as if you were entering an underwater cave. And uh, as I described before, the room seems to be like a junk shop, if nothing else. There are uh, pieces of metal equipment laying all around. There are barrels stacked up against one corner uh, or one side of the room. And then in the center, this this pillar, the ceremonial pillar, upon which uh, a, uh, a body is, is sort of clinging. Hmm. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention the body. There's a body. <laughs> yeah, there's a skeleton, a berobed uh, skeleton. That, that thief must have taken it and died of shame. I don't. Maybe? I, I don't think so. Shame is the number one killer among fishmen. Yeah. yeah Age 45 to 55 year old males <laughs> die of shame. But if they'd taken it and then immediately died of shame, it would be still at the feet of the corpse. She's got a point. Ah, yes, the wise one speaks again. <laughs> Blurry to you in your words. Yeah, so it's, it's clear that, that on a cursory bat glance around, there's something, something is amiss here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, normally, the, the, the eye, you know, this is supposed to be a grand chamber uh, filled with a glorious bejeweled candelabra, mm -hmm. uh, some very high-grade polishes that are hard to come by. And it didn't say anything about uh, broken bits of metal uh, and a corpse. When, mm. And honestly, it is disrespectful to Machnar to leave this laying here. Like, it, they should have been laid peacefully to rest where they're supposed to go. <laughs> Put away your corpses! I guess Ugo will take a look at the corpse. I don't think he'll touch it. I should but think he's, not. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like <laughs> looking at the pedestal, okay. like, kind of like, yeah. is there any sign of, like... So the, the robes on this particular corpse are familiar to you, but you can't quite place it. Okay. Can you roll, roll a spout lore for me? Oh. I'm just going to see if you... Is that intelligence? Remember. Yeah, it's your intelligence. Yeah. Six. Total? Yeah. Okay, mark, mark a point of experience. <laughs> <laughs> two okay. for two now, yeah. 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 So, so the <laughs> Google comes in and like, ah, it takes a look. <laughs> there is uh, the sound of like a cough. You just hear it's like, <clears throat> and a cloud of dust <laughs> like blows up from the, from the skull of this thing uh, and into your face. Ah! And it yeah, burns <laughs> your eyes. Uh, immediately your mouth fills with saliva, uh, and, uh, you stagger back, and yeah. it's like, it's starting to burn. Like, I'm it dying! Burns like I'm dying! I'm dying! I'm dead! Help! 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 Yeah. Someone said help! So, so, Google's eyes are swelling up, <laughs> and there's, like, snot dripping yeah. out of his nose, ah! and he seems to be having a hard time breathing. What are you gonna do? Ah! I'm gonna take a flask of water, and then just, like, splash it in his face. Okay, you do. You yeah. splash water in his face. It just makes it worse! Ah, <laughs> it, 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 works. it spreads it around, now you got some in your ears, ah, and it's like your whole... Your, help! Help! You I'm dying! Like I'm mean, I, God, 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 I believe in God! I believe in Machnar! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry! <laughs> So uh, you see, you see, Oogle begin uh, uh, like just begging for freaking. No, please, please, somebody help! Oh <laughs> ah, shit! I uh, flail at the corpse and yeah. get at its hair. I guess he would have like, yeah, maybe he would have like, ah, and then like stumbled forward because he didn't know where he was going. Like he's banging around. I feel now. like chances are pretty good you would have staggered back Backwards. and then fallen yeah, down yeah, on your fell. butt, like ah, away from the knee. pedestal. And then he's like, <laughs> ah, your leg already yeah. hurts. Yeah, 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 it's getting okay. worse. Uh, all right, uh, Google, what do you, you calm. Oh, he's also you're all wet now. Yeah, yeah. you must remain calm in uh -huh. a moment like this. I will. I'm here to protect you. Just 
calm. Well, I guess like Ugo would have went like this, and then can't you raise your hands or suck your face? Because your hands are like all burning now. Does anyone have a thought to help poor Ugo, or do I just ride it out? Attack of the corpse. So you want to go and disturb the skeleton? Yeah. All right. Okay. So while you two are doing that, uh, you flutter flutter over and, uh, yeah, and you you fly into its hair. Uh, The skull of the skeleton tumbles off of the body, bounces off of the stone a couple of times, and rolls to a stop staring up at you with its its empty eyes. You see inside the the skull um, the the flicker of light off of uh, the the pearl, which is kind of being flailed around, like trying to keep track. Of. There's something like metal inside the inside the skull. You see it through one of the eye sockets. Mm. Yeah. So while you're doing that, what are you doing? I'm gonna. I'm just trying to figure out how I can uh, help Oogle. <laughs> That's a great thing to be thinking about. Mm. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. What I I mean. <laughs> so you have you have a number of spells prepared uh, yeah. equal to your level plus I think your wisdom or equal to your level. Right, I can uh, do, and you can do your your cantrips or whatever yeah, my ropes your rotes a bunch of times. You can do them as many times as you want. Uh, I don't normally ask players like, "What did you memorize in advance?" Because it's more fun to be like, "There's an emergency. Do you have a spell ready?" Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to just pick one, you can. Hmm. You have uh, you have one do. level one spell that you can have prepared. Yeah. Well, you so you can't see, but um, uh, Spazenda is taking her sweet time thinking. Yeah. How best can Machnar help you? And you're just like, is it getting worse or is it? It's just, definitely it's getting, getting worse. worse. Yeah, yeah. All the Ogle's doing is just. Yeah, in in your vision of what you look like, your hands are just like gnarled bones. Your face is melted off. Your oh. eyes are like like it hurts so bad. Yeah. This man appears to be poisoned. Okay, I'm gonna rummage around in my adventuring gear, yeah, okay. which uh, includes uh, like a tube of like polysporin equivalent magical. Yeah, see that that sounds to me like a, like a an herb or poultice. Okay, yeah. well then so never you know mind. your druid friend. Has one, but <laughs> she's fluttering around the skull, attacking it. Like, how dare you? Yeah. Okay. In that case, I'm going to go. I'm going to walk over to him and be like, "Google, <laughs> I need you. You are freaking out a little bit right now. I need you to breathe in through your nose and then breathe out slowly through your mouth." <laughs> so you get you get some like snotty spit bubble on you. Okay. In and out, and I'm going to try to calm him down like he would a child. Okay, right. Okay. Deep breaths, deep breaths. Please, okay. please. So, Oogle, let's let's have you just try to ride it out yep. and get some help from your, your cleric friend. Yep. So this is actually this is a good stat for you. You're going to defy danger okay. with your constitution. Okay. And the danger is that it just keeps getting worse and it <laughs> yeah. actually does some real damage. Uh, that's a nine. You got a nine? Perfect. Yeah. Okay, so now you're going to roll. And you're gonna add two d two d six. You're gonna add however many how many bonds do you have with Google? I have one. Okay, so two d six plus one. Okay. If you can get a seven or better, that nine will become a ten. I have a seven. Okay, there you go. So, sure. the pain you it works. So what yeah. does it look like? This like <laughs> help like just con- like. I think she just hits me. <laughs> like, when it comes to that, <laughs> possibly I clonk him with my Google. Google. Okay, deep so breath, what, what do you what do you clonk breath. him with? With my little staff. Okay, it gets stuck to him. <laughs> yeah, so like, you're just like, Oogle, bonk! Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the skin pulls away a little bit. It's like, ow! Okay, all right. So I think I think that the, the pain from this this stuff will pass. Yeah. But why don't you deal your damage to Oogle? Yeah. That'll be on your 7 and 9. You do it, but it costs a little bit of a clunk on the head. 
So you're just rolling. You have a damage die, which is above your constitution there. Little d6. Up, up further. Sorry. There but she d- is. But d6. Yeah. One d6. Just the d6. Yeah. And d- my your strength armor doesn't modifier, count. Yes, my strength right. modifier is no. minus one. You don't, don't worry about it. Okay. Three. You take three more damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You get clunked in the head, and then the peeling away, and you pull your hands off. And, you know, Yugo's face is like a little swollen. Um, but but it seems like the worst of the burning is like fading away. Yeah. Down in the sea, corpses don't have dust. This seems He's... like a trap. Oh, a corpse trap. So you've seen that there is like something, some kind of mechanism. In yeah, I, I'm gonna. Can I shapeshift back into yes, my halfling yeah. form? And yeah. Like... So that uses that uses the rest of your your hold. Yeah. Goes away when you shapeshift back. But next time you turn into a bat, we have the list. Okay. okay. All right, so what does your shapeshifting look like? Is it like um, like Animorphs, like 90s? Like yeah, whee! I was thinking it's just like a kind of a ripply mm-hmm. fluid, because I'm expanding right. too, because I'm getting bigger. Yeah, 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 okay, cool. Yeah. Not like an American werewolf uh, pair of werewolf no. where you're like cracking and like no. bones. And no, no. All right, no so bone it's just breaking. like shimmering. And yeah, yeah, okay. very nice, right. tasteful. You're still like now a weird like short furry really person. Yeah. Yeah. Money. Money. yeah, okay, yeah. great, so you're back. Yeah, I'm gonna just reach in the skull and grab the thing. All Maybe right. have a little trouble because I've got like my fist around it. Can't yeah. get yeah, a big mole fingers. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, d- defy danger. The danger is that it's still dangerous. Yep. Uh, do it with your dexterity. Dexterity. Eight. Okay. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna give you a choice. You can uh, retrieve whatever is inside safely, mm-hmm. but uh, like safely for you, but you'll mm-hmm. damage it with your pointy fingers. Or you can make sure that it remains safe, but you trigger whatever happened to you <laughs> here. Uh, I want to preserve the thing. Okay. All right, so let's. So you reach in and you grab it, and there's that same kind of like hiss, and the powder sprays out of it one more time. Uh, And uh, let's have you defy danger. And let's have. What do you do when you hear it? When you like reach, you like click. There's a hiss. It sprays. You have a second. (laughs) Do you just like grit your teeth and and wait? Do you throw it aside? Like yeah, I just wait. Yeah. Okay. So roll with your constitution. You're gonna just try to tough it out. Like oops. A five. Okay, mark experience. <laughs> so I'm gonna get you to mark. Can I see this for a sec? Uh, I'm gonna get you to mark. Uh, let's mark stunned. So stunned is a condition on your intelligence. So until you're able to heal that, your intelligence bonus goes from plus one to plus zero. Yeah, um, okay, so it cancels. Yeah. Out. So there's not enough for it to uh, like hurt you. You just get a little like like a little wheeze like, at the whoa. end. And it kind of yeah, it just kind of is a little disorienting. Uh, and so you have in your hand what looks like, and it's you have to pull it out like an eyeball with a, a thing. There is a um, uh, like a rubber hose, and then there's like a little thing on the end of it, a little opening on the end of it, and now it's like hanging like an eye, like an optical nerve from this thing. There's a little brass mechanism, mm-hmm. and it's covered in this reddish dust. So while all of this business is happening, what are you doing? You're watching them like, you know, take care of each other and. Yeah, yes, and you're in this room full of strange stuff. I'm probably walking over, um, over to tumble, and I'm like ready to smash the skull with my axe. I just okay. like I don't look at it, I don't trust it. I see she's pulling something out. I've got like the light up, and I'm just like, if it hisses one more time, I'm gonna smash it. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. So you're keeping an eye on that. Okay. All right. Do so I see just... tumble activate the trap visibly, and then like is she gets sprayed? Yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's way less, way less bad for, yeah. for Tumble. Not, not at all embarrassing the way it was. Yeah. 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 What have you found, Tumble? Some more garbage. Ugh, this is disappointing. Mm. Well, what is it? I was hoping it was the candle labra. Candelabra. <laughs> it might well be, for all you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's, um... I don't think you know what a candelabra looks like. No. <laughs> so, yeah. But I thought it would be bigger. Because mm. it's just... Well, here, here, let me see it. Here. Oh, that was easy. Stretch right. it out. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, so it does, it, like, there is a long cable kind of thing, like a long hose, inside the skull. Do you just, like, snap it off, or do you pick the skull up, too? I don't think Google would want to touch the skull. Yeah, okay, I, so just, like, giving it. I can, so, yeah, I can if, pick the skull up and like yeah, hold it. Pop, it for... if, yeah, if, if you just pull on it, just like yeah. yank, it pops out. Yeah. Um, there's a faint kind of like deflating sound. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything. Whee! So you're now you're now holding a nozzle with like a tube hanging off of it, and the yeah. tube is separated from whatever was inside the skull. So was it just the trap? Yeah, maybe that I pulled out. Yeah, or that she's pulled out. Yeah, I'm like, it's just the trap. What 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 do you mean a trap? It's a trap. People put things inside things when they don't want them touching things. Did did the man die with that in the head, or did somebody put it in after? Somebody put it in after. This goes with my thought that somebody took it and then died of shame, and then somebody cursed their body. Maybe, but I highly doubt it. People do stuff like this. People, people do stuff like people do stuff like this all the time. They trap things. So the candelabra's not here. It said it was going to be here. It does appear that way. That it is not in this chamber. Is there any other way in or out of this chamber? Uh, why don't you discern realities? Okay. So I'm going to roll and add your wisdom. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> hey! A ten. You got a ten, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you can ask me three of those questions okay. as you look around the room. Uh... You can also just ask me anything, but I'm going to be answering those yeah. Questions. Well, I wanted. I do want to know. Is there anywhere other way out? Does it look like this is like a sealed sarcophagus kind of deal? This like looks a, like it looks like a workshop. It looks like a workshop. Yeah. As you look around, like you have better context than the druid does for yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah. This is a, a place where like things are made or like fixed. It looks like a like a junk shop almost. There's okay. like various bits and bobs of stuff all around the outside of the of the room. Yeah. And it just it's all. Heavily dusted because there's like a spot yeah. in the in, pedestal. Yeah, like and in, ma in massive disarray. And then there's the the pedestal. Okay. And I guess is there anything that looks out of place for like a shop? I mean, the whole the whole thing is out of place, place. right? Yeah. Like like what oh, what here yeah. what here is not what it appears to be is everything. Yeah. Like this is. It doesn't. It's not con like everything up to this point has been like monsters and and traps and. Yeah. Like stuff that you expect to keep tomb robbers out, and then this is something else. This doesn't fit with the rest of the pattern. Okay. Yeah. This doesn't look like any other room that we've been in before, right? I'm not no. going crazy. No, no. We... It's like somebody set up shop here for whatever reason in a tomb. Why would they set up shop in a tomb? Is this Low the rent. sort of place that a candelabra would be stored? Low rent. <laughs> or is this a place where a candelabra would be constructed? Can I inspect the body in like this workshop and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. What do you want to know about it? Uh, you still I'd have like, a question. You can hang on. To yeah. yeah, hang on. To well, it. I'd like to know, like, do I recognize these robes? Do they look like a mock nari and like yeah, priest spout, robes? Yeah, spout that lore. Roll plus your intelligence. All right. Let's see what. Let's see what you know. Uh, seven. 
Nice. You're just scraping by. Okay. <laughs> uh, I will tell you something, but it might not be useful. Um, okay. Yeah, these are uh, very archaic. These robes are very out of fashion. Nobody has dressed like this in hundreds of years. And they belong to a subsect of the, um, uh, the Machnarian religion that used to focus on uh, like artifice and crafting. That they believe that, that it was not simply uh, the goal of Machnar to be all things, but to achieve a perfect form. And so taking the imperfect metal from the earth and crafting it into the perfect, an object, a finished object, through craftsmanship was a, a motion of devout behavior. Hmm. Uh, and so this is this, and it's fallen out of, because people are lazy and they'd rather believe that everything's already perfect, so forget it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, this is old and, and very, out of, uh, very out of date and out of fashion. Interesting. But it, like, it's about as old and out of fashion as this corpse's out of fashion of being alive kind of thing? Uh, I mean, that's a different, you're not a doctor in that sense. Okay, you can't see aside like, the carbon like, date the bones. But, but you know what I mean? Like, it, like the corpse is like an old would, corpse. It would it's not fresh. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Because uh, like I said to, to Tumble, nothing has happened here recently. Okay. So like, there's not like flesh hanging off. Like this Correct. was like, okay. So yeah. it's a skeleton with a trap inside it. Yeah, or it's like a de dead cyborg that could shoot poison dust out of its eye socket. <laughs> it's hard to say. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Just throw that one out there as like a maybe. Adam, is there anything in here that Oogle thinks is worth anything? Uh, everything is worth something to somebody. Yeah. There is all kinds of like old stuff in here, and sometimes you find like cool junk digging through the. Trash. I try to st I try to steal it. Like I mean, like you I'm to look to... for some. Yeah, something I gotta come. Like the cantilever's on in here. I'm freaking out a little bit. I'm like, okay. it's not here. It's supposed so to be here. So here's here's what happens. You you do a look around the room, right? yeah, and your eye catches on uh, some kind of. Um, like a, uh, a set of lenses, right? Yeah. Uh, for working on like small, like a clockmaker's uh, lens set, right? And you see that as you look around the room, you're like, oh, that's interesting. And then you come back to be like, I'm gonna steal that, and it's gone. Okay. Is anybody watching me? Like, I just don't uh, know if anybody. If anybody is looking at you, they don't know what you're looking at, but yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not looking she's, at you. She's inspecting the body, so I'm like, I should steal something while she's not yeah, looking, because if anyone's gonna stop me. Yeah. yeah, and I would be moving closer to her. To, like, so I'm looking, and then I'm like, I look back, and it's gone. Yeah, it's just, like, clearly absent from where you thought it was. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I say that out loud, I'm like, yeah. Google language. Sorry. <laughs> Wait a second, you're my mom? <laughs> you say whatever I want. There was a thing here, and now it's not. I mean, there was a thing here, and now I it's not. I was looking through for something to... I was looking through the remains of this room and I looked at this clock what was it a clockmaker's it was like uh like it was it was clamped on the end of a desk yeah. and it was like a brass stand with an yeah. arm yeah. and the arm split into a bunch of little fingers and the end of each finger there was a lens and you could like overlay them and look through oh, them okay. to get different magnifications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there was a there was a lens thing here and then I looked away and I looked back and it's gone. Like there's a table there or something? Well yeah there's a table in the room. Hmm. This thing was clamped to the table. Now it's gone. There must be a secret passage. I mean, sure. Do you think? Are you saying that the clamp out loud? I don't know. If there's a wall there. <laughs> are you, are you positing that the clamp got up and walked yeah, out the secret door? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's there's is there's like a big workstation in front there's of me. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. The whole outside of the of the room is ringed with either piles of like stuff. Okay. Uh, so can like, I inspect the? Or there are or there's like workbenches all yeah. all around. Yeah. Can I inspect the spot where the thing was? 
was, like where I saw it. Yeah, you go yeah, over I'll there. just take a look. I'll just be like, we're don't, gonna... You don't see any. There's no, yeah. Nothing, hey? Weird. All right, Google, stand it's over. Let me show you how the fish people solve their problems. And I'm going to try and cleave it in half with my axe and then reveal <laughs> the hidden passage behind it. By it, you mean what? The workstation. Oh, so you just come over and just I'm just like just like try and the desk. smash the desk okay. and then reveal the thing um, that's obviously behind do, it. Do either of you have anything to do or say about that? Uh, about what watch. he's doing? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm I'm curious. You said there's glass see, objects and you things. You see the axe come out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't stop him. I mean, I'm just gonna be like, okay. This is why I must protect. <laughs> I really hope it's not clues. I hope it's not clues. All right, make a make a um. Let's let's have you let's have you uh, defy danger with your strength. Big roll. Ooh, twelve. Uh, thirteen. Excellent. Okay. All right. You you come over. Yeah. And you you raise your axe and you bring it down on the on the desk and the desk sh like shatters in the middle, mm -hmm. uh, sending bits of wood and and there's like stuff on the desk that goes flying. It's very loud. The the room echoes with the clattering of pieces of, of uh, garbage like like a bull in a china shop. Right, here's junk noise. And it echoes off the walls. Um, and I think probably tumble. You hear in all of that noise. We all hear it just as like. Mm -hmm. Clattering and noise. You hear a faint, almost like like a moan of pain in the cacophony, like the sound of an injured animal or something. You're just like mm -hmm. mo mournful, like ah, like groan yeah. in the, the clattering there, and then it's gone. Right, and this is like echoes and it's quiet. Harry's ears are ringing a little bit. Hey, so, hey, fish, did you did you just moan? No, but wait for the dust to settle, and then behold the passage where the glass is hidden. So you just like I stand here, and we look pointing at, the, at it. Wait, we look, what? We look at the. I'm robot. waiting. I'm waiting. But I did not moan. Warriors don't moan. What? <laughs> yeah. So the the dust of the broken table does mm -hmm. indeed settle. There are pieces of table lying around. Pieces of workbench lying on the ground. Uh, and on the uh, the where the workbench once stood, there is a there is a wall. Huh? Why else could a thing go missing if there's no passage for someone to take it from? Did you like look under the table? What table? So while they're while they're all like doing this, what are you what are you doing? Are you just standing back and watching? Well, or? I'm watching, and now I'm resisting the urge to find a broom and start sweeping things up. Because <laughs> yeah, like, this place was a mess to begin with. I know. It's just like I'm. Everything is out of place. There are objects that are not stacked from largest to smallest. Oh no, it's like, like as as like it's actually kind of, I would say I'm like low key like weirded out by the fact that there you know you go through this Machnar door and you enter a mess. Yeah, like a mm -hmm. hell of a mess for sure. Yeah, and now yeah. it's worse and I'm like I should tidy that up and it's like why? No. Yeah. It won't it won't really So I think I think mm. when that occurs to you and you're like this is a mess and maybe just out of habit you look around for like the most egregious mess that's available. Uh, you you called him and like there was a pile of like dishes or something. You're like I'm gonna I'll start I could start there and you turn, and where you're sure you saw it, it's gone now. And there's just like a, a spot on the table where there's no dust, and this pile of dusty plates is gone. Oogle. When you said something disappeared. Three fingers are stuck in here. I see you looking at me and like talking. I'm like, what? Google, when you said. <sighs> yeah. When you said something disappeared. Yeah. It just vanished? 
yeah. I looked. There was a thing. I looked away. I looked back because I was like, wait a second. That looked valuable. Now so while you're while you're talking, there's a sudden noise. You all you all like, jump. There's a clattering sound, and you turn and you see that a piece of uh, of metal, like ephemera, like a big metal ring, has fallen off of a desk on the other side of the room, and it's just doing that like <laughs> on the floor, <laughs> and then yeah. and it's lying, lying still. And it's like across the room on the other side. Dust gnomes. Uh, look, I don't deal with ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts. And if it's a ghost, I'm out. It's, that's why it's dust gnomes. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? They live where there's a lot of dust. That's real? Yes. <laughs> My contract also does not include, include dust gnomes. Ah, uh, Oogle the Coward. We have come together for the candelabra. Yeah. Find courage inside of yourself to overcome your crippling, crippling cowardice. Well, I mean... More self-preservation than cowardice. I'm here to preserve you. Okay, well, how about you preserve me by go checking out what happened over there? I accept. Yeah, thank you. You want to go take a look? <laughs> yeah. All right. So as you as you move, the whole room's light source like shifts with fish, mm -hmm. uh, heads over there, and as uh, as it does, the three of you are almost certain you see in the in the shadow at the edge of it as it moves, you see things like shifting and moving. You can see like pieces of, of various like junk like shifting to one side of a table and like things are moving around just at the edge of the light. We gotta surround them. What was that? It, can I uh, can I uh, call for guidance? Like it's guidance is a rote thing I can do. I can yeah. be like, Machnar, <laughs> this is like, this is, hmm. All right, how, how So you're gonna cast a spell first. Yeah. Uh, so you're gonna roll plus your wisdom. Okay. And you cast a spell ability. So that's just 2d6 plus... Plus your wisdom, yep. Yes! Oh, oh my god, 13! Glorious! Yeah. Okay, so on a 10 plus, what does it say for cast a spell? Mm -mm. On 10 plus, the spell is successfully cast and your DD does not revoke the spell, so you may cast it again. There you go, okay, so what, what does this spell say? What does, it, what does uh, guidance say? Uh, guidance says the symbol of your DD appears before you and gestures towards the direction or co course of action your deity would have you take, then disappears. The message is through gesture only. Your communication through the spell is fairly is is uh, severely limited. What is the symbol of uh, when when Machinar provides guidance? What what form? <laughs> Choose the form of the destructor. What form does uh, does Machinar's guidance take? Oh, uh, hmm. Uh. What if like a ball of things just starts rolling in the right direction? Well, yeah, like, like picks just up. like a glowing katamari or something <laughs> like that, or you know, a glowing, morphing, ever-shifting katamari. And I'm like, Machnar, guide us. This place is a mess. Yeah. So it it the the amorphous shape takes on kind of a vaguely like hand like pointing, and it points to the darkest part of the room, the like opposite side of it from from where the light is. Do we all see that, or does it? Oh, uh, I don't know. Can everyone see? Yeah, the everyone can see it. It's not just you being like, I see. No, I feel like everyone can, can see the guidance all right, of Machnar. Yes, you are all witness mm. to the guidance of Machnar. No ghosts. <laughs> okay. Wait, the, guide, fish. the guidance hand of Machnar does one of these. <laughs> so, because you're cursed, don't yeah. talk to me. Uh, so yeah, you see it point, but out into darkness. It's at the other side. So if you, if the room is a circle, and you are in sort of the iris of light, it points all the way over on the other side. You're gonna say something? I was gonna say, fish, this way. Aha! I, I, I. Machnar leads us thus. Okay. 
I will trust Machnar this one time. Machnar's a good thing. <laughs> Machnar is responsible for the shame of my people. Machnar I mean, would probably let you work it out. <laughs> mm, all right, I'll start walking in this direction. Okay, so you, you turn, and yeah. so as you turn, you can see that there was indeed a shifting of garbage and stuff in the room. It has all receded to the back and is between you and the entrance now. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all kind of pulled itself into a big pile, and as the light falls on it, we see uh, two like tendrils of, of garbage like reach out like arms and lift the pile up. Uh, and you can see several garbagey like legs form from this pile, uh, and it begins to lumber menacingly in your direction. Can I hide behind something? That's not uh, that's the only no. thing to hide behind in this room is the pillar, or maybe the big fish man. Uh, so what, what are you gonna do? You I see hide. this, this yeah. enormous like trash yeah. thing lumbering towards yeah. you. You don't scare me, trash gnome. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you gonna do? You gonna like, uh, shout uh, at it or? Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I, I picture uh, Fish as the type of person who attacks what he doesn't understand. Okay, yeah. So you're just gonna like rush at it and... Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Surrender! Surrender the candelabra! And I will attack it with my great axe. Okay, uh, so you, you rush up to it. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, it's got these big, long, like flailing arms of trash, so you have to defy danger first. Okay. How do you get past the, the flailing arms to get at its body to be able to attack I it? I imagine Fish is the type of person who thinks his axe can cut through everything. Oh, okay, so you're just gonna like try to hack one yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, so defy danger with your strength first. The danger is you get wailed on by this arm. Uh, I get a six. Okay, so you will not be able to hack and slash all because right. one of these enormous garbage arms, mark experience, yeah. swings out. You see fish rush forward, axe in hand, uh, and the garbage arm slams you in the chest, mm -hmm. uh, knocking you to the ground. Uh, can you roll a, a d10 and then take that much damage? Yikes. Whoa. The garbage arms. Uh, I take three damage. Three damage, all right. So you are knocked on your ass. Uh, do you hold, do you get, can you clutch the, the Clutch of the pearls, or do you do you drop it? Does it fall from your? From uh, your I grip? imagine I hold on to my axe, but not the pearl. The pearl uh, rolls okay. out right. of my so hand. So it falls out of uh, out of your hand, just like rolls on the floor, uh, making this whole scene very oddly lit because it's moving, and so the light is like rolling around the room. Um, so you see this. You see your barbarian friend rush forward and be <laughs> slammed to the ground. What do you want to do? Uh, I want to lunge at the trash monster and tear into it with my claws. Yeah, just get it with your claws. Ooh. All right, same same thing. So you're going to have to get past those whipping arms. Yeah. So how do you do that? Try to stay low and quick. Yeah, okay. So roll with your dexterity. Defy danger. Uh, eight. Get an eight. Okay, so seven and nine means you can do it, but there'll be a cost. I think you get you get winged, like it tags mm -hmm. you as you run in. So okay. take, take a d10 damage. Holy uh, it hits you, but you still get what you want. Uh, which means for the you can detail. leap in Hunt with your mold claws. I just keep thinking of you Six. as like you look like a halfling version of Knuckles. From <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, dreadlocks. Yeah, no, so you take no. six uh, minus your armor in damage. Okay. Okay, and then armor. you, uh, but you manage to you manage to duck under the the vast majority of the force. It uh, I think it's one of these like it's got a, like a lesser tendril of garbage, and it, it smacks at you, but you get past it, and then you throw yourself at its body. Claws at the ready. Yeah. So now you can hack and slash. So roll, add your strength. Seven. Okay, all right. So you're going to deal your damage to it. So uh, that is D6. a D6. Yep. Do you just go in and just One. like... I think, I mean, yeah. And now you're within you're within range, right? Of like, mm. you can keep doing this. Okay. Until it can like toss you aside. Uh, however, uh, it is made out of metal and wood and your claws are merely... 
halfling digging claws, you you don't hurt it. You just like scratch at its surface. Maybe you pull aside like some like a spittoon or something. It falls off and then just gets sucked back in. Uh, and you yeah, you're just all up in its front. And I think that uh, because you have seven and nine, what happens is you see the front of it. Uh, a bunch of sharp implements, so maybe like some rusty swords and like spear tips. They all kind of align like teeth in the front, and the thing bursts open like an enormous maw of trash and is going to lunge and try to grab you. But before that happens, the two of you, what do you want to do? What's happening? What's going on? Uh, I go for the light source. <laughs> so you can run for the... Okay, all right, so you can, yeah, you can run and scoop that up. Yeah. Okay, it's stuck to your hand now. Shoot. Well, you won't drop it. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, don't worry. I'll, I'll keep the area lit. I'm, okay. Good work, fish. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're doing I mean, great. So you can you can you can help still, yeah. right? Because you have bonds and stuff. So yeah. you're just standing back shouting like, "Hey, good job, everybody!" Yeah. All right. Your eyes are swollen. Yeah. Look, I even run over <laughs> by a taco truck. Uh, all right, what? Still what, limping. Yeah, Not what, specific. Spazenda, what are you doing? I'm just trying to figure out what I can do. Let's see. I've That's asked the magic for guidance. Games. Yeah, I can cast a first level. You can spell, pick a first level spell and cast it. Yeah. Huh, let's see. Do you have Smite Garbage Elemental? Yeah. You could also try to recall if there are any creatures like this in the, the annals of I, Mighty Machnar. I think um, that might be a better use of my turn. I'm not really spec for combat. It's not a dust gnome. So it definitely that. isn't. So you can, you can do one of two things. You can spout lore to recall something about this particular thing, or you can discern realities and ask me questions about the situation. I'm going to discern realities right. and ask you questions. Okay, so take that. Roll with your wisdom. Wow, uh, wisdom plus two, uh, so that's ten. All right, what yeah. do you want to know? Read them off that discern list. All right. So you are standing back, watching the chaos as fish is knocked down. Uh, Tumble is about to get chomped on by the garbage mouth of this thing. And uh, Oogle is shouting, go team. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, see. Ask the GM's. On a 10 plus, ask the GM three questions from the list below. Yep. Ooh, how exciting. What here is not what it appears to be? Ooh. Mm. Fish is not a great warrior. Um, hey, I mean, hey, <laughs> like, yeah, um, clearly what's, like, beyond the stuff that I already, I already mentioned before, like, this is not the resting place of the Candelabra. This is like a test or a final, like, guardian or something. Mm -hmm. But it's not, like, this room... Or you maybe you screwed up your research. It's, something is off. Yeah, you're not where you think you are. Yeah, or you're realizing that now. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what here is useful or valuable to me mm -hmm. in this situation? This creature uh, is formed from chaos, right? This creature is uh, a room full of trash that has been made into something whole. Uh, and as such, uh, is symbolically at least holy to to Machnar. You are a cleric of said god. That might be there. Might be some leverage there for you. Mm, interesting. Um, who's really in control here? Nobody. 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 Right. Just is. pure chaos. It is chaos. Yeah. No oh, one's in control. Oh, how exciting! All right. So if you act on those things, you'll get a plus one on one of the, on the roll, the next roll that you do to act on the answers to those things. You're on your butt. You're about to be eaten. Uh, it doesn't seem like anybody is about to rescue you uh, unless you want to try. The I'm going to try to. Things are still flailing. You know, you to run uh, to the rescue. Uh, uh, tumble is amusing to me, so I'm going to I'm going to try and get there. 
Uh, does it look like Tumble's about to be bitten? Tumble is small enough that this thing could just... Yeah. Is this the type of maw that I could, like, stick my axe in its mouth so that if it tried to bite down, like, the axe would keep its mouth open so it could... Would you like to take a moment to try to figure that out from your position on the ground, or do you want to spring into action? Oh, no, I'd act on that. That's the goal. So I don't you know just, if it's you could work just or assume not. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that worked Maybe. this one time a shark tried to bite a friend of mine. <laughs> sure. I just, like, got the axe in their mouth, and yeah. I'm sure that this is equally applicable here. Okay. So you leap to your feet. Yep. And then you want to run... To, to help your friend. Yeah. Uh, there are still a perimeter of flailing tendrils. You're I'm, outside I'm still the tendrils. I'm pretty sure my axe can cut through. Yeah, those. so you wanted to try again? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. That, that first time, that was just a lucky hit. All right. By the this. danger is you do not penetrate the barrier of whipping tendrils. You're going to use your strength to defy it. Yep. Uh, eight? Okay. All right. Um, how about this? Okay. You got two choices. The tendrils will. Knock your axe out of your hand, but you get past them. Or you can stay where you are and not get tendrils, but you leave uh, tumble to her fate. No, I, I, I lose my axe. Okay. Yeah, I, I like I hit into one of them and, and the axe gets away. stuck in it. Yeah, okay. But I keep going through. That's fine. All right. See? Oh. Sticky things. You're not the only one cursed with it. <laughs> so yeah, so I think that's the thing is yeah, you swing out the axe and it gets caught up in the in this like swirling tornado of garbage and, yeah. and debris and it pulls your axe away and you watch it, this beautiful alabaster spiky shell thing like mm -hmm. disappear into the brass and uh, and garbage and then slide underneath the tendrils and you see Tumble about to be snapped up. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I'm gonna do like the dive grab and tumble roll away thing. Yeah, okay, cool. Good. Um Defy danger with your dexterity. The danger is that you get bit. All right. Save tumble. Eight. Okay, so you got an eight. Now you can help. You can help being saved. You can, like, go with the roll if you want. Yeah, um, let's so, say yes. All right, so roll and add however many bonds you have with fish. So roll and add? Yeah. Uh, ten. Go on, ten. Okay, so on a ten, as as opposed to a seven and nine, when you help, you don't expose yourself to any danger. Mm -hmm. So if you'd gotten a seven and nine, you probably would have gotten like winged on the way out, uh, and that gives you what did you have? Uh, I had an eight. Okay, all right. So you get help. Uh, you're still gonna, I think, take a hit, mm -hmm. but you both don't, which is good. So ah. you, you're gonna pull tumble free, mm -hmm. and so you you run and you, you grab just as the jaws come like clamping down, and I think one of the the jagged like rusty swords like scratches across your back. Uh, and I think for this, it's not a direct hit. Uh, let's say like a d6. All right. Minus whatever your armor is. Uh, zero. Okay, I so, there you go. so your armor wow. protects you. Yeah. Or your armored skin. You're yeah, just too tough. yeah, yeah. I don't have any armor. Yeah. Because okay. people don't have armor. <laughs> so you get you get scratched, but you can you can yeah. shrug it off. Nice. Okay. So you're still I assume you want to still be within the outer tendril yeah. like range. So you're inside. You don't have any weapons. The two of you are lying on the ground. You've just been rescued. What are you mm -hmm. gonna do? I mean rescued for now. It's yeah. turning its lumbering form towards you. Uh, I wanna pull out my shillelagh. Nice. Ah. Beat the giant trash pile with it. I, I feel like shillelagh is one of those words that you only know if you've played Dungeons & Dragons or yeah. you are Irish. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so I've got you, this knobbly beaten stick. Yeah, it's a stick. It's a club. You pull it on your gnarled druid club. Yeah. And you just want to start wailing on yeah. this thing? Oh, yeah. Cool. Like it's a like, leprechaun protecting his gold. Okay. Uh, so you're going to hack and slash. Roll with your roll with your strength. Ugh. Uh, five. Okay. Mark an experience point. Your shillelagh. <laughs> 
shatters on the surface of this thing. You just like slam it into a, a particularly hard part of the creature, and there's a terrible crack, and the heavy knob part just breaks off of your shillelagh, and you're now holding it. Ah! <laughs> just like despair. Yeah. Ah! That's appropriate. You despair. What are you doing? This is happening. There's just like stuff so, going on. Is is his axe still in the arm of the creature? Or yeah, did it's, it away? got sucked. So the thing is pretty amorphous, right? Imagine like kind of um like a mound, uh, and then from it, it is growing tendrils of garbage and like forming a mouth and trying to bite, and then just whipping around. And so you watch the axe get caught up, yanked out of fish's hand swirl back around, get sucked into the main thing, and then like, come back as a tooth, and then like it pulled back in and come out as a claw. Like it's floating around in the pile. Fiddlesticks. Okay. Uh, fuck, I really don't want to do anything. I really, <laughs> I really don't want to get hurt. I just can't. My knee hurts. You know, everything's sticky. It's like, uh, God, what would I do? I'd do the least amount possible, but also you I can't. You could stand just, back and just watch. So you I like, mean, spout lore, look for a weakness. Uh, um, just drink your own poison. Yeah, I could. <laughs> um, I don't think poisoning is going to work. Because I'm just looking at, like, I watched Tumble scratch it. Yeah, I'm like, well, that didn't no do effect. anything. Yeah. And it's like, I don't have anything that can, like, break it apart because I just have, like, a dagger on me. Yeah. Um, what would I do? What would Oogle do? <laughs> run away. Yeah, I'd probably run away. I'm going to head out the room. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so unfortunately, to get out of the room, you have, have to go, go around the... Oh. Yeah, so you can try to sneak past it. Yeah, I'm going to try to sneak past okay. it. Okay, so you're going to make for the door. <laughs> you're going to defy dexterity. danger with your dexterity. Oh, no. And the danger is that it spots you. Okay. Oh, my dex is a minus one. Yes, this is. is so bad. All right. An eight. An eight. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Uh, I'll give you a choice. Yeah. You can go unnoticed by the the thing. Yeah. But bungle right into the ambush that is waiting for you in the hall. Okay. Or yeah. you can get noticed by the big thing and get slapped around by that guy. No, I would definitely avoid the thing and bungle right into the ambush. Okay. Yeah. Right. So you. I'd be like. You. So you're, you've, you've got the light source. Do you just yeah. put it down on the ground? Oh, no. Oogle takes it with him. <laughs> right. So everyone in the room watches <laughs> as Oogle heads for the, heads for the door. And then um, yeah. you hear a thunk, like a loud, meaty thunk. You need to fight danger with your constitution. The danger is that you are knocked unconscious. Okay. Oh, my God. Ten. Okay. All right. So you're going to take damage because someone just clubs you in the head. Yeah. Expecting you to get knocked out. Yeah. Um... So they clunk me in the head, but it sticks. Yeah. <laughs> you've been, this is the second time oh, you've been clunked in the head recently. Yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> you're going to take some damage. Yeah. Uh, roll a d6. Okay. I'm going to ignore his armor because it's right to the head. Five. Okay. How are you doing for hit points? I'm at eight. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you all hear this like hollow, like, whoomp. Kind of taking an ass with um, Now, yeah. the only source of light is coming from the hallway directly to the back of this thing. So you're in shadow in front of it. Uh, it is like backlit, and you see tendrils waving. Around. If anything, it's more terrifying than it was before. Somebody like wails you in the head, and as yeah. you turn around to see what's going on, uh, we'll cut back to to y'all. So, what do you what do you want to do? Yeah, because you're you're at still at a bit of a distance. Yeah, I uh, you know, thinking a little bit. One, I'm annoyed because I saw him leave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fair. That little shit. <laughs> uh, and thinking a bit, it's like, hold on. 
This is like an, a, a like a big pile of chaos that's like assembled itself into an ever moving, ever growing thing. That sounds a little bit like my religious tenants. <laughs> like, do I? Is there a way where I can just be like, "Yo, what's up? I am a priestess of 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 Machnar, and yeah. I can show off my." I can open my box of my 19 tiny crystal figurines that I must carry with me. <laughs> Look upon my hummels and despair. <laughs> yeah, sure. very shiny. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to be like, okay. Spirit of Machnar, what causes you injury? We came here to recover the candelabra. Cool, yeah, so you want to come, come forth and present your holy symbol. All right, yeah, yeah. so you're going to defy danger. Because if you're doing a thing and it sounds like you're in danger and there's no move for it, it's to yeah. danger. But you're gonna do it with your charisma. Okay. Oh. Roll uh, to be pious. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're just you're commanding the thing. You're like, I, you serve me. Uh, ten. All right. Okay. It pauses a moment as if uh, observing you, and in fact, I think that it turns it turns its bulk and forms an arm that comes towards you. And at the end of the arm, we see the lenses that you saw before. Uh, emerge and then kind of like all fold into place as if like observing you uh, in great detail, trying to like figure you out. Um, it uh, it is it is held in place for the time being, which gives the two of you an opportunity to act. What are you gonna do? Cry. Okay, that good. You yeah. Do that. Is that a free like action? Openly weeping. I loved that stick. It was a great stick. What are you gonna do? Uh, it is made of weapons. Yeah. So I'm going to go... It's got some weapons in it. Yeah. I'm going to go full barbarian mode and then rip the weapons out of it. Right. So that I can attack it with... Could... Perfect, sure. It's yes. guard is down. Yeah, that's, there's a moment. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is this is such like an 80s like action movie thing where you're like, the monster is listening. I can I can reach it. And then he's just like, not today. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, okay, you, you leap forward and attempt to like break off its teeth and stab it with yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Do stab it. it with its own hack, teeth. Hack and slash. Roll, right. roll plus your strength. Oh boy, that's a four plus. It's a six altogether. Okay. All right. I'll add an experience. Okay, perfect. I've learned. Yeah, mark mark experience. All right, good. So, do you do this? Is there like a battle cry that gives you away before you like lunge at this thing, or or what? Like, what do we see what leading is... up to your failure? I, I just scream for the whale. <laughs> okay, good, good. Yeah. Okay, so you hear this. And the thing immediately just whoosh, like snaps back, and it's just like you've betrayed it, right? Like it trusted you, and now you just you were just distracting it so that he could do the thing. Uh, and so both of you get whoosh, like wailed on by by tendrils. So both of you take take D10 damage uh, minus whatever your armor is. Ooh, wow! Nice. I'm so You're well. really lucky on the damage. So you take uh, one. I will take eight. You take eight. Okay. So you it it it's even like it's angrier at you. I think what happens is you get you get scratched again. Yeah. yeah. But it's 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 the betrayal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this eye forms into a giant fist and just punches you, and you go flying into the room. Um, you're sobbing over your shillelagh. Would you like to do something? They're getting beat up. I'm trying to think of an a subterranean animal that would work in this situation that isn't just like some sort of spineless squishy thing yeah. or blind like and useless turn into a slug and lay down <laughs> yeah i mean it's fantasy yeah. animal dragon <laughs> is a dragon an animal i mean yeah like sure i guess dragon establishing... well, i mean you're you're establishing a, a thing like it, it is tell me what are what is a dragon in this case like if it's an animal you can turn into it means it's not like smog right right it's something else, but it could still breathe fire and live underground or whatever. Yeah. So what is what is a dragon? Because that's totally valid. What, what if it's just like, like a, a subspecies I, of mole? 
They can like breathe fire. Fire breathing moles. Fire breathing, breathing moles. Mole. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why moles would have to breathe fire, but I'm here for it. Yeah. 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 Fire okay. breathing moles. Like there, there's a subspecies a that got mole. too close to like lava. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Like too close lava to volcanoes. <laughs> yeah. They, they eat earth and then vomit it up as lava. Yeah. Okay. So they let's can't digest it. Yeah. Roll, roll your. Uh, well, they eat rocks, and the only way they can digest right. it. Right. So yeah. it's a byproduct of yeah. They're hot. For my hold. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna see if you can do it for us. So you're adding shifter, wisdom. Lava bowl, so two, cool. Six, eight. Okay, so you got two hold. Two what are hold. the What are the three things that a lava mole does? Um, Breathe fire. Okay, <laughs> so is it is it fire? It's like a byproduct. You like burp fire. Yeah. Okay. Little, what else do lava burps. moles do? Uh. Like consume like rocks and stuff, right? Because yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah like, okay. very strong jaws, and okay. then they can like maybe go into a frenzy. Let's say. Yeah. Okay. Like frenzied, frenzied swiping. Yeah, frenzied swiping. Okay. So you you like they're good diggers. You change into a lava. What does a lava mole <laughs> look like? <laughs> it is bigger than a normal mole, so it's about the same size as me. If I'm like full halfling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's got like crackly rock. I'm thinking like an, like, like an alternate sand shrew kind of like. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was thinking like kind of like an earth elemental. Mm, but yeah, but like more like in mole. the shape of a mole. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah so it's like, you, like a spirit, a mole have, spirit has inhabited this yeah, lava. Should it have fire on it anywhere since it's a lava mole? The the body should be like molten. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a typhlosion. It's going to fire. So cool. Like a fire mole. I'll get you. Yeah. I'll get you to spend your hold in a second, but. Mm -hmm. So you turn into this thing that is covered in open flames. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, in this room, oh, we can yes. see a lot better now. Yeah, yeah that's in the room with the for a the second chemicals. before yeah. the yeah. room explodes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you turn into the lava mole, and then just woof, the whole room just uh, goes up in flame. Uh, you're outside, yeah. so you're you're protected. You're gonna take less damage because yeah. you're the the bulk of the thing gets so. Uh, everybody in the room, uh, roll 2d10 and and keep the higher of the two and take that much damage. It ignores whatever armor you're wearing. Roll again. Take the worst one. There you go. Okay, so you take five. Uh, nine. Okay. Oh my god. You say take the lowest or highest? The highest one. So that's a nine. Yep. Okay. Oh no. All right. Uh, it ignores your armor. So if you have any armor, just. Did you take the full? Oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry, 10. So ten. Yes, yes, 10. 10, 10. Yep. 5. Okay, uh, roll a d8. It's less damage for you. <laughs> 7, I'm at 1 hit point. <laughs> 1 hit point? Okay. All right, so you hear yeah. there's a flash yeah. of light, and this like... I have a slump <laughs> stuck to my head. Yeah, fire rips through the hallway. Yeah. You hear two distinct voices shout out in surprise and pain. Then you smell like fried fish oh, yeah. for a second. I get really hungry. Yeah, you smell like yeah. tempura like maybe. Fish sticks. So, yeah, yeah, fish sticks, you just smell it's like, but also you're horribly burned. Yeah. Um, Eat, ouch, ouch. And uh, can you, somebody roll for the for the creature for me. Roll roll a D, uh, D10, Same exact same stuff. Uh, six. Uh, okay, roll again. Oh yeah, right, 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 right. Oh, 10, haha! Okay, so igniting, igniting the room while horrifically painful for everyone in it, uh, also disperses the creature. Uh, the, the fire blasts it, it shatters, uh, sending uh, garbage and bits of, of various machinery kind of like all over the, all over the place. Um, and uh, you, in the aftermath, as you hear the sounds of like debris falling on the crowns, burning piles of garbage, 
Um, you three are all like at least a little on fire, so you're going to need to deal with that in a second. But you have been released. Whoever bonked you, <laughs> uh, they let go, yeah. and you can hear like flappy like footsteps running away back into the into the dungeon. I didn't like, see who did it playing, or anything. Well, you turn your your face is all burning. <laughs> your eyes are all swollen from the chili pepper attack or whatever. So like. You can, you know, let's try. Okay. Make a, make a, make a defy danger and the yeah. danger is your own stupidity, and <laughs> make a, uh, make a roll with wisdom. <laughs> if there's any justice. <laughs> a nine. Yeah, nine. Yeah. Okay. Um, you make out two vaguely like greenish humanoid forms. Mm-hmm. Um. They are both carrying uh, clubs, and uh, they are slightly singed, and they're they're running away from you. Okay. You can see their back as they turn. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Is it still stuck to my face? Is the club still stuck? Um. Yeah. They left one of them <laughs> left a club stuck to your head. It's hey! actually the side of your head. Yeah. Where are you going? Do you want to chase after him? Yeah. All by yourself. With one hit point. I mean, Would yes, I? I, you could. Well, I'd run away from the fire. I'm more running away from the fire okay, than yeah, I am chasing yeah, yeah. after so you're, them. You're yeah, chase yeah. after them. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they're they're fleeing. Yeah. Um. So let's let's have you pursue them. Roll roll defy danger with your uh, with your decks. I think probably <laughs> for chasing through the dungeon. Five. Yeah, five. Mark the experience. Okay. So um, you remember <laughs> like not that long ago. You were walking through that hallway with your friends, <laughs> yeah. and there were all those holes in the ground, and you like you fell in one of them. <laughs> yeah, remember that hallway? Yeah, you fall in a hole. <laughs> so okay. you're 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 starting to catch up with them, and then you see them, uh, and they, they sort of separate, and they they're like running in a weird pattern. Yeah. Uh, and then you're like, I wonder why, and then you just <laughs> plunge into a hole. Uh, so meanwhile, uh, in the room, the three of you badly scorched. Uh, the the there is like tr- trash fires all over the place. The room has this. Awful acrid stink uh, in it. What is everybody doing? Uh, and you're like kind of on fire, patting out the fire and yeah. then struggling up yeah. and being like, "Oh, fish, you goon! Oh, <laughs> oh, I had it. It was listening to me." We oh, could, we I thought you were just distracting it so I could slay the beast. Uh, no. He's <laughs> like, "Well, I've definitely never caught on fire in my water kingdom." <laughs> yeah, you've never been on fire. So before. what do I? What do I do? Oh, You're just standing there on fire. Oh, Help! Stop being on fire. Stop. Now drop and roll back and forth okay. a few times. Stop, drop, and roll. Okay, you roll around on the floor. Okay. Um, make a defy danger roll with dexterity? Eight. Okay, you will take one, like, take a d6 of burning, and then the fire goes out. Okay. All right. All right, so you're, you're expunged over the flames. You're fine. You're still a mole. <laughs> you're not on fire. Lava I mole. mean, you're on fire, but it's like coming from you. Yeah. Hey, where's Oogle? You what? just hear quietly in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where, where is the coward? Okay, hold on. Before we go anywhere, who needs an ointment? <laughs> <laughs> Before we go anywhere, who needs an ointment? Who needs uh, to be ointed? I need to be ointed. Uh, okay. Uh, I feel like in my adventuring gear, there is definitely some kind of like... Uh, well, I already said like there should be, I should carry some sort of like bandages or disinfectant or something. Bandi- I'm a, bandages, I'm like a is, bandages is also an item. Yeah, uh, you may so, or may not so, have. All right, so I've got like some bandages, and I'm gonna like stick them on everybody's worst burns. 
So you know. I'm all burned. So do you, do well, you actually okay. have bandages? Sure, I'll say I have one. I mean, no, I'm asking. You, you look at your character sheet. Gear? It's a thing. So it's oh. not adventuring gear. Oh, yes, I did bring there, bandages. There we go. Okay, yeah. so yeah. if you take a few minutes to bandage someone's wounds, they're going to heal four damage, and you mark off one of your... Okay, I'm gonna so do you're going to stop both of us. and bandage. Okay, yeah. all right. So it takes a while. They just don't. You're you're fine. Okay, yeah, that's right. all right. So you're in a hole. Yeah, and a light is coming up out of the hole, <sighs> and you're at the bottom of it. You didn't take any damage falling in. You're just I like, didn't. No, you're just <sighs> stuck at the bottom. I'm of the just hole. laying there like. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and you hear again outside this like flat, 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 and then two green-skinned faces yeah. peer out over the edge, yeah. and they're they're covered in uh, like. Underwater, they look like fish. They're they're dressed in the same way. They're yeah. smaller. Uh, one of them has a club. The other one has nothing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's still stuck to my. Face. Yeah, it's still stuck to your face. You yeah. landed on it bad. Yeah, uh, and they peer over the edge. Their big fishy eyes just blinking at you. Yeah, hey, uh, little help. And one of them reaches out with a green hand down to you and says, "Give us the thing." <laughs> okay, no. What thing? What? And then they look at each other, and they're like, he's got the thing, he's got it, guys. Tell him again. Give me the thing! I don't know what you're talking about! Look, listen, I'm at the bottom of a pit, I don't have any room to argue! And they kind of look at each other and nod, like, yeah, yeah, you don't. <laughs> I don't, so, and if so, I had a thing, I'd probably just give it to you, but I don't have a thing! And he, uh, he says, uh, he says, that lady said we have to get the thing, or she's gonna be mad. And, everyone, and the other one's like, well, he's got the thing, he's just lying. And he, he leans over and he says, the, the, the human thing, the, the pointy one, the shiny, from the other room. Oh, the pearl? <laughs> you hold it up, and they're like, no, asshole, we know what that is. <laughs> like, no, we have those too. And it's like, the, the one that you you and your friends came here to get. The candle? And they look at you, and they're like, the candle, yeah, that one. <laughs> I don't have that, that was gone. Fire! <laughs> and I'm telling you, I like started emptying my pockets. Yeah. <laughs> And like Google like stands up and he like pulls his backpack off. He's like, "Look, I don't have it." And he pulls it out and he dumps out his adventurer's backpack, but it's all that's in there is candy. It's just like candy and snacks. Yeah. There's nothing like there's no rope, there's no grappling hooks, there's just candy. And uh, one of them, uh, the one with the club, yeah. uh, is like, waving it at you. He's like, "I'm gonna hit you with this if you don't give it to us. It's all I don't have it." And so and so they, uh, they 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 talk a little bit and then and then one of them says, um, "It's like." Go down there and search him. And I was like, you go down there and search him. Yeah. And then they argue a little. Yeah. And then and then they, they do like a little like rock paper scissors. Help! <laughs> so you hear from the room, you hear at least one shout of help before you get shot with the blow. Yeah. So you're just like, help! and uh, I need you to uh, to defy danger with your constitution. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I'm the world's worst adventurer. Uh, okay. Ooh. Uh, I got a nine. You got a nine. Okay, all right. So you get hit with this this dart, this yeah. blowfish dart. It yeah. hits you in the neck. Yeah. You don't get knocked unconscious because you're a big burly boy. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's say you are confused. Mark uh, mark the confused condition. So your wisdom is now minus two instead of minus one. Perfect. Okay. So you get everything gets a little blurry and kind of you feel like you're underwater. And you all heard a yelp of some Have kind. Have I been to like an opium den? No. It's like a lot like this. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> I, this is Someone's, someone's playing a sitar somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so you, you, uh, yeah, you hear a yelp of surprise and then sudden silence. That sounded like the coward. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait! And then I scamper towards okay. where I heard. Are we, are we done being bandaged? Um, I think with this amount of time, yeah, like tumble, 
turns to go, but you haven't finished bandaging him yet. Do you? Oh, I wasn't bandaging Tumble. Oh, just you, yeah. so just, just you two. Two. Okay, so yeah. Tumble's free to run yeah. off. All right, okay. Tumble, you, you run off. All right, so you, you scamper in that direction. You're not making any effort to stay hidden. Nope. Uh, and you see, not too far down the, the hallway, you see two fish people uh, looking down into a hole. One of them has a, a blowgun up to it. And it's, how do fish people, you have lips, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we, sure. look, we look vaguely humanoid. So, yeah, there, he's like holding a blow, and he's like, and you hear the phrase, one didn't do it, get another one. And you see him like reaching to his pouch to get another blow dart, and then they both like look up as you come charging towards yeah. them. Is that the plan? And all you hear from the bottle is, just go ahead and shoot me again, you coward. <laughs> all right, so you're charging towards them. Uh, the, the, the fish tries to like pull the blow gun up and shoot you with it as you run forward. Uh, what's have you, if you're going to charge them with your claws, let's yeah. have you roll, uh, roll a defy danger. Uh, and how how are you? I mean, how are you? You're just dodging the dart, or are you just gonna let it hit you and hope it bounces off? Oh, so they're like they're, they're gonna, gonna shoot, shoot you. Me? Yeah, he's trying to get. I'm it gonna try to dodge. Time. Yeah. Okay. So add your decks. So seven. Seven. Okay. So same thing. You get hit with it. It doesn't bring you down, but you are also confused. So <laughs> it hits you, and then everything gets all watery in slow motion. But Ooh. you're still like, capable. You remember he's a bad fishman. Very sharp claws. Yeah, so you Swipe. just jump on him. <laughs> All right, and is your in intention here just like to murder this fish? Person? Yeah. Okay. Full good. murder. Uh, would you like to use a hold to just like yeah. go into a frenzy? Yeah. Okay. So down in the hole, you are splashed with blood. <laughs> just like someone just throws a bucket of blood on you. Just, like from the what the fuck? And you, you hear screaming. You hear screaming. <laughs> <from> <laughs> and growls of yeah. horrible growling. A, ter a terrible monster. Ah! Help! Someone said help! Just above you, and you're being just like covered in blood. I'm like sticky. Yeah, we yeah. see we see a fish. My head. candy's covered in blood. A fish head falls into the like rolls. Ah! Into my hands like. Yeah. Ah! So you just you just shred these two nerds. Um. You hear so much screaming yeah. and like a we horrible have to go. monster. And... All right, hold on. Let me just finish back now. Okay. okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't All want right. to die. All right. So I run towards the screaming and I bring Spazenda with me. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sure. So you you run down towards the uh, towards the end of the hall. Yeah. And yeah, what did they see when they? She's like <laughs> staring at me. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> You're right. You went for me. Still a mole. Still a mole. Okay. <laughs> so you see a mole kind of like sitting. It's kind of cute, like sitting back on its head, covered in fish blood and guts, and it's looking at its claws like. Why, God, why? <laughs> why did you give me these claws to kill? Am I next? <laughs> yeah, there's weeping coming. <laughs> Hold on, so I look around and I see fish people here. And you don't, used you, to you see chum, <laughs> my friend. You see a couple of your chums, they're everywhere. You see some of the Little Lisa's patented slurry. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's fish gore everywhere. It Yikes. looks, okay. Yeah. It's clear that Tumble has become some kind of horrific land shark or something, but this is the site of a massacre. Tumble, what was this before you killed it? Dangerous. Yeah. They, they, Oogle needs, Oogle's here. Wait. Well, you should help you, Oogle. Oh, hey. He's still screaming. Do I see anybody or do no, I just hear just, them? You see like, the ceiling and you hear them like talking. Where's, well, we see the, we we'll probably see the fish? light coming light, out yeah. of there, yeah. Fish? I looked out of the hole and like, Oogle. Fish! Fish! <laughs> How did you open in the same hole again? That's well, all I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just um, yep. I don't know. I, did you? This is the same hole. This isn't the same hole. This, <laughs> this is not the same hole. Like I tried to tell you where all the holes this were. This is I'm not so the same sorry. hole. I'm this so hole sorry. you didn't point out. I would remember if you pointed out this hole. This hole wasn't pointed out in the first place. Sorry. This this hole. 
You missed the hole. Can we tell what these corpses once were, or is it just like um bits? Maybe, maybe yeah. I like, somebody help. I, they're like, there's chunks still. Like, there's like a head that I could be like, is that the head of a fish person? I'm yeah. holding it in my head. <laughs> that, I think that, when you come over and look over the edge, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy moly! Because otherwise it's just like tuna tartare all over the place. How could there be another fish person here? I was the only one who overcame my shame to leave. And also, what were they doing here being brutally murdered by Tumble? Yeah. <laughs> Did they say anything before you killed them, Tumble? Can we help me out of the hole? We're dealing with more important things. Yeah, right take now. your time, coward. <laughs> Do you want to try to climb out of the hole? Google tries to climb out. So you try to put, drop the fish out. It sticks well, to your hands. I go to. Yeah. <sighs> Sit in okay. this shame hole. Wait a and second. Repent. Aren't I like a spider? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, the first time. You're like, I'm like, I'm like some kind of Spider-Man. And you like stick your hands on there, and you pull yourself up, and then you can't get your hands off to put them on again, so you like, your face stuck, and you're trying to... And then to, I peel my hands off, and like... Yeah, you're slowly, very slowly kind of rolling up the wall. Yeah. It's very painful. Yeah. Uh, but eventually you will make your way out of the okay. Yes. Uh, so meanwhile, up above, uh, you were investigating? You yeah, I'm gonna, like... Discern, discern the realities of this horrible scene. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna see if, like, any, like, pouches or identification was left behind. <laughs> right, if they have that typical, like, NPC piece of paper with a black hand on it, it's yeah. like, kill the PCs, <laughs> do it soon. I like the idea of them all having this completely adult conversation and then just... <laughs> <laughs> Blood-covered moron just pulls uh, himself out of the pit. God, I'm rolling very well tonight, Adam. Uh, I get an 11 to discern reality. Hell yeah, you uh, ask, ask me. You got another basic move sheet yep. there. Ask yeah. me ask Oh, me perfect. Uh, all right. <clears throat> hmm. <laughs> ask who's in control. Definitely do that. Who's uh, in control? Well, no one. Clearly no who's one. Um... Uh, I feel like I already know the answers to all of these well, questions. Well, you can get your answers confirmed. Yeah. Um, what happened? Well, I know what happened here recently, <laughs> but so I don't know. Right, no, you can still ask, and <laughs> yeah. I can. Yeah. What happened here? So you, uh, beyond the two of these fish people being horrifically filleted by uh, by Tumble, um, filleted, huh? You find, uh, yeah. You, I mean, you find amongst their their things. Uh, you find maybe like a piece of tunic or something, mm -hmm. uh, and on it, uh, you find a um, like a pin. Or not a pin, like a brooch or something. And it's covered in fish blood. You're like, wipe it off. Uh, and it is, uh, it is a symbol that is familiar to you. It is a holy symbol. Uh, it is not the mainline symbol of, uh, of your god, of Machnar, but it, it's, there's something familiar about it. It's definitely a Machnarian sigil of some kind. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, what shit? Do I know anything about this Machnarian symbol, or I'll you have can, to spell you lore can spell for lore, that? But now that you've asked, you get a plus one on that spell lore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spell lore for that. All right, so this is roll plus int. Yeah, int plus another one because of your interrogative. Uh, I get a nine. Okay, all right. So I'll tell you something about it, but not necessarily make it useful. Uh, this is a, a symbol that you've only seen in in like forbidden texts or whatever, like as as like a cautionary sigil. Uh, it is a, uh, a sign belonging to a subset of Machnarians that believe that the only way to purify Machnar's physical form, which is to say the earth, is to polish it clean of all life. Uh, to, <laughs> to wipe all that which is changeable and shiftable and leave the earth a perfectly ball like polished ball of mud. 
uh, on which no life lives, so that we may join forever with Machnar. Right. Get everything uh, out of the way all at once. That's right. Clear. Just have a garage sale of everything that yeah. is alive. Turn uh, it to ultra a Ultra minimalist, really. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. The, these, these, like, yeah, dark minimalists. Dark minimalists. <laughs> yeah, they all have German accents for some reason. Like, they believe in nothing. Yeah, exactly. I love this so much. Dark, it's a dark minimalist sect of the, <laughs> yeah. the church. They wear you know. berets. They have, yeah. they have long cigarette holders. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so no. These fish, these fish are, are adorned with this this sigil. Hold on. It's Mug Noir. <laughs> yeah, so they have this, this sign upon them. Ah. <sighs> Interesting. So yep. if I, hmm, but this is like a forbidden thing. This is not something that I would, this is not something that's as like, As oh, far yeah. as you know. But I've never met another person who is like, yeah, let's kill everything. Uh, I mean, you, or got, like, you, at got least... a, you got a seven to nine. So all you know is you recognize the sign. And you know right. that you have been told there once was an order of like Machnari and like purgators who you, uh, like they, they long have faded into history. So basically everything I've encountered here has been some sort of like, sort of like low-key forbidden Machnarian sub thing, including my own. I feel like, you yeah, know. Right, you're a heretic among heresies. Yeah. So. Jeez. You're right at home. All right, good. Uh, hey, uh, Fish, hmm. I thought your people didn't really know anything about Machnar. I, th I thought so too. Uh, so why are two of your compatriots working for a supposedly you know, not real, but don't do it just in case, you know, heretical sect of Machnar. If, if I look at the remains or the head, do I recognize them? <laughs> you see like a tail and a head. And Steve! Yeah. <laughs> um, that's going to be challenging. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they're people who followed me up Steve. or if they're people who were already up here. Yeah. I was um, with him. <laughs> make a uh, make a defy danger uh, and do it with your um, do it with your wisdom. Okay. See, you're, you're trying to uh, that's, uh, that's a six. I'll add an experience. <laughs> yeah, mark experience. So, um, no, you do not recognize them. All right. Uh, and, and I still get to make a move, so. Yeah. As you, as you're, like, looking at the bodies and you're trying to figure out what's going on, you hear a low, like, stone-on-stone -stone grinding sound coming from the room you just fled. They did say something about she when they were bullying me. There's, a, <laughs> the there's another person. Yeah, they said she sent them here. Quick, back to the room. Maybe the candelabra is still there. I hustle off. <laughs> Just scramble <laughs> off. <laughs> okay, good. Good. I, the tiny. I, I don't think it is because they because we already went in there and it wasn't what it was supposed to be. What's but... that noise? The trash golem is back. Uh... <laughs> what? So you ran off to the room. So you're gonna go and check it out. Yep. So you get in there, uh, and by the glow of your own body. Uh, you can see that, yeah, like, obviously there's piles of burning trash all over the place. The golem has been dispatched. Uh, the column, that, that thing in the center of the room, the, the skeleton has fallen off of it because the column is slowly, like, lowering into the into the floor. Uh, uh, it's, it, it's the, the thing in the, in the trash. Can you she, all hear me? She found I, the thing in the trash. I'll go, I'll fall, yeah, yeah. I guess I'll go, yeah. Right, go take a look. Give yeah. me back my sphere, coward. <laughs> <laughs> it's covered in blood. Yeah. I'm gonna try do my best to not touch him. Like, can you spread your fingers out a bit more? I don't want to touch you. I can't. I just take it, please. Uh, all right. Yes, you managed like to sickly, like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
So you you have the sphere now. Okay. Uh, so you you all <laughs> run you all run into go check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Cool. All right. The conch. Yeah, the central column is now lowering into the uh, into the floor. It hasn't reached the floor level yet. It's just mm. like grinding slowly going down into the floor. Um, this look like a good thing. It's a secret passage. I told you there was a secret passage. It looks bad. Ah. Yes, thank you, thank you. Um, big mole hands. Can I can I find my axe somewhere in the ro- in the wreckage while we wait for this pillar to des- descend? Yes, yeah, you you find it just laying like my weapon. In the trash, yeah. It's a I'm whole rush. again. Ah. <laughs> more more mole clapping. Yep. Are you skexy? Like ah. <laughs> yeah, so you, you just want to you just want to wait until it finishes. Yeah, yes. I'm sure nothing Actually, bad will happen. I'm gonna stand just outside the room. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. Like ideally, this is the passage opening, not some type of timed trap before everything falls and collapses <laughs> on us. It could be that also. Yeah. Um, so you yeah you watch what, it. Yeah. Uh, what say you, representative of the god? Uh, sort of out of my wheelhouse. Most of like the actual like Machnar worshiping is just you know thinking pious thoughts while really getting a good sheen going. So like, <laughs> uh, should we polish the pillar? <laughs> it's disappearing into the floor. Yeah, I'm just, just gonna, gonna watch it and see yeah. what happens. All right. All right. Yeah. So it it reaches the floor uh, and it, it stops at floor level and then it turns. And as it does, the floor, the circular part of the floor, starts to uh, lower in sections and fan out. So it's basically the floor is disappearing. Um, and as it does, it rotates around this this column. It leaves behind uh, a staircase that leads from uh, from the the center of the room. The staircase goes around and down into the darkness. So you're now standing at the edge of a the whole where the room was is a pit, and there's a central column in the middle. And then there's stairs, but they're on the other side, in the middle of the room. So you're standing at the entrance. Yeah. Um, and then they descend down into a, a cave. And you can hear, down below, a faint, like, kind of, like, whirring sound. Like, a, a kind of whooshing sound. And there's, like, the sound of some kind of mechanism. You can hear the gears turning or something down below. Fascinating. Let's go down the stairs. Yes. Yeah. The stairs are kind of far away. So I watch them all, like, they're like, we're going to go down the stairs. And I'm like... Start heading over that way. I'll lead with the sphere. Do you want to go bat form again and scout? Sure. Yeah. Shift from shifting. Does yeah, you want to go from one into yeah. another? Yeah, do it again. Roll for holds. Yep. And that was my wisdom. Oh, God. Because um, I'm still confused. You are still confused, yes. Yeah. So, uh, five? Yeah, five. Okay. All right. Um, so, mark experience. I think that as you attempt to shift, you so do you shift from one animal straight to another, or do you go through human form first? Go through human form first. Okay, you get into <laughs> you get into human form. You give up the the form of the lava mole. You return to human form, and instead of being able to shift, like you reach out to the spirits and, and call on their power, instead of being able to shift. You get like a sudden, like piercing headache, um, and it's something about like you, that's the sound down below, and something about this place is like forcing you to retain your human form. Mm. Yeah. Ah. Now you can you can push you can push on and try to try no. to do it. No, that's Or you bad. can just that's let bad. yeah let go. Okay. Yeah. It's real bad. Are you okay, Tumble? No. My head hurts. All right. So no bat scouting. Carry me. <laughs> do you just like jump into his arms? I'm sorry, but my people do not like touching. Mm-hmm. It's it's an unknowable trait of my people. 
But now you know because I told you, so I will forgive you your disrespect. <laughs> I will respect your wishes. Very nice. Good work. Uh, all right, so you you want to you want to press on? Yeah. Head yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. So you I'll watch them like I watch them like walk down the stairs and I'm like, hey, we're <laughs> like leaving you in the door. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you you descend uh, down this this thing, and along the walls there are uh, clearly blasphemous uh, mosaics. Uh, you see a world depicted, a world of of chaos. You see uh, you see humans, and you see orcs and you see halflings and you see the, these fish people and it's obvious this is like ancient this is old stuff uh and it's all jumbles of chaos right like you see a, a city built of all these different architectural styles all smashed up against one another and it's clear that everybody is like miserable like you see people fighting it's like a fish guy stabbing a human and like everybody's really sad and it sucks does it look like a bosch painting and as you get yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah but in like mosaic form and as you get further down there arises a uh, a figure um, you, you see a, a robed and hooded figure holding a, a candelabra, uh, and they, they, at first they appear, you, the story goes, you, you see them giving like a sermon, and then you see them being rejected by the people, like garbage being thrown at them, and they're like, Bleh, like getting angry, and then you see this person alone, like tears coming down their face, <laughs> and like praying to the candelabra, and then you see that sigil again of the, of the like, <laughs> to the, to the dark minimalists, and, and then you see the person like rising up, like as if they've had a revelation. And then as you reach the bottom of the stairs, you see the person holding the candelabra and it's just shooting like beams of holy light and people are just getting turned into dust, like just getting blasted away. The city is being leveled. And as you reach the bottom, there is a uh, door and behind it, you can hear this whirring sound behind on the door. You see like an empty, a, a world that is devoid of all detail, save for this person. And they're just holding the candelabra and smiling. I'm having a revelation that perhaps this candelabra has been lost and the church has been doing a great PR effort on St. Brasso. <laughs> Could be. Oh dear. Could be. So, yeah, so you hear this like faint like like sound on the other side of the of the door. Um, but the door is just just shut in front of you. Interesting. Yeah. Is there any way of like is there a handle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everything down here, unlike the crap upstairs, everything down here is like highly like polished and uh, in good shape. There's no dust at all. Stairs are a little slippery. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah. hmm, interesting. So there's wait, there's no dust at all. No, like none. Yeah, it's pristine down here. As in somebody's been keeping. Like, does it even smell musty? Like it. This uh, it is has old a faintly. Air? It has like a faintly chemical smell, and there's like the burnt smell from above. It just smells like. Strong, like, smells like ammonia or something, like, just, like, strong cleaning solution. Oh, good. I mean, like, that that's a, that's a smell that will make me at ease. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right? But then I'll be like, like, wait. chlorine. Why, why does it smell like the inside of the kitchen down here? <laughs> <laughs> there shouldn't be anybody living down here. This is a terrible postal code. Okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's just the door. And you can just, you can just push it. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push it open. Okay, yeah. And sort of, like, not go in, just sort of look, peek so in. So the door opens into a hallway. And as far as you can see in the hall, there is, uh, it's a long hall about, like, you know, a meter wide. It's thin, right? Heads down. And down at the end of the hall, there is a, uh, there is a second pedestal. This one, not covered in blasphemous dust. And on it sits, now somewhat ominously, the, the candelabra, right at the other end. But between you and the, and the candelabra, on either side of the wall, there are enormous cylindrical, they're buffers. They're just big, like, 
slightly damp, but like buffers. They're spinning around, and they're just moving in and out <laughs> gently, and some of them come like from the top to the bottom. It's like a car wash. <laughs> it's like, exactly. Yeah, it's like an enormous car wash. Uh, yeah, made of abrasive <laughs> cylinders that are just like, like moving in and out of the hall. All right. Uh, are they moving close enough together that if somebody they, is stuck, they, they get crushed? They almost touch, yeah. Okay. They, they wouldn't smush you because they're made out of soft material. Ah. But, but if you walk towards it, you'd get cleaned? You would get polished. You'd have the, you'd just be very aggressively polished, yes. But you wouldn't have like the skin stripped from your body polished. There's only one way to find that oh. out. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to hold out an arm and be like. It depends on if you're worthy. Oogle, don't even think about it. And I'm going to... <laughs> Cole's just doing this, too. He's like, time for the greatest thief I'm in the world to do my, his I'm thing. I'm going to whack him with my, my stick. Just as like a warning. What? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, it, it, he's very fragile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I can make it. I can make it. I can make it. No, no, stop. And I'm, and I'm going to recount sort of the story of all of this and what mm -hmm. this means and yeah. the dark minimalist <laughs> okay, right. but, set, heretical sect. But mm. it's worth a lot of money. It is. But it could also, it also appears to be some kind of religious super weapon. So yeah, it also <laughs> also like sometimes uh, you have to put things away, and the best way to respect Machnar is to leave things where they belong, right? You don't make a mess, and I think taking it out of here would be a mess, and I don't think uh, this is a good idea to steal this. In fact, it might be a good idea to uh, to get rid of it. Yes, I agree with Pazenda. We must crush it and then bask in the glory of saving the world. That's true. That's true. Someone else could find it just as easily. There mm -hmm. were fish people following you. Yeah. Look, if people as incompetent as us got, as got down here, like, who knows? <laughs> what happens if somebody who knows what they're doing and didn't have Oogle with them came around? I can make it! <laughs> <laughs> Look ominously. Yeah. Can maybe make it. Is there any way to disable the polishers? I will look around and... I mean, you have, you have uh, some thief-type skills that might help you with disabling I sure it. do. Oh, uh, good. I can try to disable traps. Oh! Um, but it's, you know, uses my decks. <laughs> which I'm going to let you know. <laughs> use use your training. So I guess, yeah, I guess the fish man looks at you and goes like, well? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, well, uh, Kate, I'll take a, like, I'll just like sit there and I'll take a look at it. Looking around to see if you see if there's some kind of like mechanism. Yeah, I guess, All right, read read what trap expert does. Okay, so trap expert. When you spend a moment to survey a dangerous area, roll dex on a ten plus. Um, hold three, seven nine. Hold one. Mm -hmm. Spend your hold as you walk through the area to ask these questions. Okay, so come on, heart of the cards, Adam. I need I need the best roll ever. Well, the best roll I can do is an eleven. Let's see it. Because you got what for your strength or your deck minus one? Yeah. Okay. All right. I believe I got a seven. Okay. All right. So on seven and nine, what happens? With I happening? hold one. Hold one. All right. You can ask me one question. <laughs> what would you like to know? You got one shot. <laughs> one opportunity. What activates it? How does um, it work? Like, what makes it run? So this thing is part of a uh, a larger uh, machine yeah. that has been activated by your arrival in this place. Okay. Um, as for what like powers it, like looking for a power source, uh, it appears to be powered by uh, divine magic. Uh, this appears to be a trap that that is in motion because of uh, otherworldly force. Oh, it's powered by ghosts. <laughs> 
Pretty sure? You just feed them right into the tube. And just yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure it's powered by ghosts. God, this is... Maybe that's why I've the seen traps like don't this like it. Look, I've seen traps like this before. They're dangerous. Good thing you have an expert. Powered mm -hmm. by ghosts. Mm. Spazenda, has your religious training taught you how to dispel spirits? Uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, go for guidance, and I'm gonna be like, Oh, Machnar, I realize that, you know, you're low-key annoyed by everything being kind of in a mess, but at the same time, if there is no mess, there would be nothing for us to clean. So I don't necessarily agree with these people. What do you think I should do? Well, she's praying. Mm -hmm. Can I make a run for it? Sure. Oh my god. Let's see how this prayer for guidance goes. Yeah. Uh, what do I add to... Uh, wisdom. For wisdom? Oh, thank goodness. Uh, I get an eight. You get an eight? Okay, yeah. what would you like to choose from the list? Uh, I'm... Uh, uh, after this is cast, the spell is revoked by your deity. I cannot ask for guidance again until okay. I commune with them. And so what you want to know is what? Exactly? Well, I, I, I want to... Like, I just want to be... Like... I want, I want to know if Machnar wants me to go forward and deal with the chalices, I think, or go back and leave it alone. Okay. Um, because I, my goal is to just to get rid of it. I, or the candelabra. So I will destroy this candelabra. So what you see uh, is this, this hand of, uh, of Machnar, but instead of giving you a clear sign in one way or another, you watch as it seems to fold in on itself and extrude elements trying to point you in one direction and then another, and it seems to you that Machnar does not know what Machnar wants. Machnar is divided from within and unsure. Yeah, All these yeah. heresies. Just shrug emoji. Yeah, it's yeah. like... Machnar <laughs> like, I don't know. IDK, do what you want. Yeah, All right, do what sounds you good. Want. <laughs> Fish, you're great at smashing things. Yeah, but first, Oogle. Yeah, so yeah. while you're like, Machnar, what can I do? You're like, yoink! <laughs> yeah, I'm just going for it. I was like, I can make this. Yeah, yeah like, right. you know what I mean? So you're, you see the, the polishing uh, uh, columns like coming in and out and going up and down, and you think you watch them for a minute, you're like, I can do this. It's just like a quick time event. Yeah. yeah, I'm good at those. Okay, so it's going to be Defy Danger with your dexterity <laughs> to see if you are coordinated enough to make it through the polishing chamber without being polished. I gotta get in this Thieves Guild, man. This is my one shot. That's right. That's right. <sighs> and please, please, God, if there's any justice in the world. Eight. You got an eight. Okay. All right. So uh, you can do it. Yeah. But it costs you something. So you leap into this metaphysical polishing channel yeah uh and you feel the holy brushes of Machnar like come in and, and you dodge the first ones and you get through yeah. the second ones but there's a third set that you didn't expect and they catch you yeah. and they they get you yeah. okay, with your polishing so something about you maybe it's like a sense or a memory or a limb or some other metaphorical thing is polished away forever <laughs> What what is it? What is what is ground off of you by Machnar's mighty bristles? Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I would pick skin. Just all of it. I feel like you die almost immediately with no skin. So maybe something that won't just kill you. No, that's valid too. 
You can pull a Johnny Mnemonic, all your memories from before your 10th birthday. Can my sense of taste just go away? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I lose my sense of taste. <laughs> Machnar, in its, in its mercy, polishes away your ability to taste wow. anything. All right, so you see, there's a moment where you, you, you look up and you realize he's like, he's like, he's going to make it. And he jumps over one, he rolls under another one, and then he turns it. Like, why do you get caught? Do you like, like I did it! <laughs> I'm like, yeah! And just like comes in, like getting near with a giant Dremel and just... And then I know, he turns around and he's like, shut up to all the haters! And then <laughs> yeah, and it, it gets him, and it, they peel apart, and nothing seems to have happened. It looks fine. But you know, you can't even, like... He goes into his bed. No, no, I don't know, because he goes in the backpack, like, oh, that wasn't so bad, and he goes to eat a piece of candy. Yeah. And he's like, put it in your mouth. Oh, no. And he just starts, like, shoveling. Shoveling in there! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, okay. Uh, he seems to have lost his mind, shoveling candy into his mouth. Are you all the way at the end? Yeah, 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 yeah. You've stumbled out the other end of the of the polishing. Okay. So you were in the you were in the room. Yeah. So now in this room, you can see that on the other side uh, of the uh, of the column, you see it startles you for a second when you look up from your weeping and your candy shoveling. <laughs> you see uh, what looks like a a, a body. Uh, they are standing. They're standing up. Uh, they are wearing a uh, flat, like a mirror mask, yeah. and they're wearing a, uh, a set of um, uh, these, those same robes you saw the body uh, upstairs, but these are pristine and perfect. Okay. Uh, and they are encased in a block of like clear material. It looks, it looks like, almost like ice or glass. Okay. Um, and they're just like frozen in this block set into the back wall. And then in the middle of the room, there's a column and there's a candelabra. <laughs> I use trap expert. Yeah, you want to take a look around? <laughs> okay, all right. Shoot. Five. You got a five? Yeah. Okay, all right. Add a point of experience. <laughs> um, yeah, mark a point of experience. You hear the sound of uh, fires, small fires being lit. Just And the candelabra begins to like light up. Uh, each each little spire lighting up with uh, with a flame, just one at a time, very slowly. Okay. Um, so while that's happening, what's yeah. everybody else doing at the other end of the polishing hall? <laughs> so uh, Spazenda told me to smash. Yeah. Uh, and I've also got this bond that um, I was going to say oogly. <laughs> Oogle? Yeah, Oogle, Oogle, thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oogle, uh, Oogle's always around. getting in trouble. <laughs> I must protect them from you themselves. <laughs> Uh, so what do you think the chances are I can run through this obstacle course and just smash with the axe and like clear a path for <laughs> well, the three of us? Well, so, I mean, you kind of have two choices. You could try to run through it and not get polished, or you could try to just, just smash it with your axe. I'm going, going to smash yeah, just it like with my axe. Yeah, go it's going to come it. in okay. and just like, yeah, and when that one's broken, it's like, all right, safe. Okay. So you see, you see fish striding forward, ready to, ready to smash this thing. It occurs to you that this is like, of significant historical and religious like significance, like this this place is ancient, and there if there is a, a lie in the church, it's going to be a lot easier to prove if you don't smash up the place completely. Just something that occurs to you before fish dives in, and like destroy all the anthropology. <laughs> grip it with one hand, grip with the other, and you can like see me almost like a t-ball, just like. <laughs> Well, at the same time, I never signed up to be a, her a heretic restoring the church to, it's like, I'm, I'm not trying to recruit followers. I'm just trying to do what I think is right. And my pragmatism has already sort of gotten me on the outs with, the, oh, yeah, with sure. my religious organization. So, you know, I feel it. I notice it. The thought passes through my head and I say, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. Much like your God, you shrug emoji. Yeah. yeah. Mm okay. <laughs> All right. 
Sure. Smash. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna try to smash it up. Uh, ten. A ten. All right. Cool. So you begin you begin just hacking away at this this sacred trap, uh, and uh, yeah, and it's gonna take you a bit to to do the to do the thing to like smash but it you'll up. You'll have cleared a path. The three of us can walk yeah, safely. Yeah, you will. You will have. Yeah. Excellent. So while while you were doing that, um, also these dead fish people could have done all that. What are you? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. Uh, quick, think, Google. What would you? Do? What would? What would Vance do the in this fire, situation? The fires are starting to starting to light. Oh God! I look at the floor. Is there like tiles on the floor? Like, are there like any kind of like? Is it just a flat no? Everything floor? in here is I perfectly up. smooth. I look up too. Like, what's the, the ceiling? Like? Also perfectly smooth. Everything Fuck. is smooth. So smooth. And there's like someone in a block of ice. Yeah, at the back of the room. Just you know. Behind the pedestal? Yeah. So it's like a it's like a squarish room, and there's a pedestal, and then at the back wall, that's a person. So Oogle does like the thing where he's like he touches in front of him on uh -huh. the floor. Yeah. Nothing happens. No. And he just walks forward. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You approach the pedestal. Yeah, pedestal. Sure. Yeah. All right. The candelabra is like almost fully lit. Takes out like a bag of candy. <laughs> oh my god. Uh -huh. <laughs> Swaps it. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so no, nothing happens. You, like, you take Indiana it. Indiana Jones said. You, you grab it, and the bag of sand just kind of like candy just, like, sits there. Candy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't taste it anymore, so it's no good to me. It just sits there. Yeah. Just... I back away. Okay. Yeah, I just slowly back out of the room. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Put it in my backpack. Um, so as you as you hold it, I mean it's on fire, so you can't really put it in your. Backpack. Oh, it's on fire! Like, okay, all the candle. There's yeah. no candles. There's like phantom candles. There's fire handling them. So as you hold it, you turn and you you look back, and as you look at your your friends, you see you know you see you finishing off the last of the. You see these two, and you just realize for the for the first time maybe ever, just like how imperfect they are. Oh no! You notice that fish, fish's face is just like a little asymmetrical. And it's just like really getting to you. Like one nostril is bigger than the other, right? And you you see you see tumble, <laughs> and you think about all the times tumble couldn't decide on a shape. Like yeah. you're a monkey, and then you're an underground monkey, and then you're a dog, and you're just like kind of like angry about that. Yeah, you're a naked rat. Yeah, and you and you look, and your 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 gaze last falls on on Spazenda, and you can see you just like see like right through her. You just see like what a false prophet she is like yeah. she's just like making everybody look bad and you just yeah. feel suddenly this sense of like irritation and frustration do i find that weird though that i'm feeling that um you could try to defy the I, danger I of like the to, power of yeah i would the, like to try to do that the power of the dark minimalist yeah okay, yeah what are we using uh i think in this case you're trying to use your Charisma? like wisdom because it's it's your willpower right it's like you're trying to overpower the <laughs> God, it's always my two worst. All my rolls have been my two worst scores mm -hmm. all night. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Mark <laughs> <laughs> oh, a point of experience. Three. You got a three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, aren't you also confused? That's a two. It's okay, even worse. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So you were unable to to uh, to to stop this uh, from from happening. <laughs> okay. And you you feel like it just feels normal and natural to you, yeah. and you feel like you have reached a, a, a pivot. You reached a, a turning point okay. where, if you give yourself over to this power, it could make you perfect too. You think about all the times everybody's been shitty to you, mm -hmm. and all the times everybody's complained about you being lazy. You're perfect, Eagle. You were always perfect, oh. and now you know. And all you have to do is just let let that perfection shine out from you into the world. I guess I do that. Okay, yeah. so as you were watching the three of you, so yeah. you, you finished the thing, you pulled it off. The two of you are looking down the hall, yeah. and you see you see Oogle 
do the heel turn, right? You watch, <laughs> you watch his eyes like go dark, and, and you see this like it's that same look that we saw on on uh, Brasso's face in the mosaic. This like mm -hmm. the world is imperfect. I must perfect it. Uh, and you see, you see one hit point by the way. You see, ooh, give himself over to the darkness. What are you gonna do? <laughs> the perfect polish to dark. I am gonna go in there, and I'm an old, I'm a middle-aged lady, and I'm gonna go in there. And I'm gonna whack him with my damn stick <laughs> until he puts that down, okay. and I'm going to jump up and down on top of it. Here's like, <laughs> drop it! Just wail him in the face. I'm just gonna wait. I'm just with your gonna stick. Okay. Yeah. Oh, All right. Oh my god. All right. So, um, you see her running towards you. You see Spazana like on on her way, and she's gonna try to stop you. Yeah. And you feel the the perfect buffing power of uh, of of God running through your veins. Okay. Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, well, I'm gonna try to protect myself. Okay. All right. I don't know how. Yeah, that's fine. You don't need to know how. Yeah. God, God's taking yeah. the wheel now. <laughs> God, Jesus, so take the wheel. Uh, a a a beam of <laughs> light uh, emerges from the candelabra uh -oh. and flies towards you. Yeah. Uh, you can attempt to to dodge it and then. And then hit him in the face. With I your think stick. that's my only opportunity. Okay. All right. So make a defy danger with your dexterity. Oh, good. Oh my gosh. What'd you get? Uh, Twelve. Uh, ten. Yeah, ten. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So, so the 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 beam lances out, yeah. and uh, and she's not where where you thought <laughs> she would be. Yeah. And it it hits. Uh, it hits the floor and like runs over some of the debris that you left there, and immediately the debris is just <laughs> evaporated. <laughs> it leaves this perfect clean like line on the floor, uh, and then you you get within range of uh, Oogle. And I'm gonna give him a uh, whap on the head. I'm gonna be like, okay, all right, stop uh, it, you little shit. <laughs> so I don't think I don't think you don't have to like you're not in melee. He's not fighting no. back. So just roll your damage. Giving armor. Oh, d6. One armor. One armor. Okay. <laughs> Two? So you deal two damage, reduced by one. I have one. Two one. Uh, you, you smash Oogle in the face, uh, and, and Oogle dies. Uh, so the candelabra falls from Oogle's hand to the floor, clattering on the ground. Oogle really tumbles too. backwards, face smashed in, yeah. uh, and the power of the candelabra is, is snuffed out. All the lights go out. Um, and uh, you have a moment. So, so there's a move for when you die. Yeah. Called last breath. So let's have you take your last breath. Okay. So when you're dying, uh, you're gonna roll. Mm -hmm. No plus anything. Death doesn't care how tough or cool you are. Yeah. So just roll two d six. Oh. Do you want another? Do you want to know, know what the results mean before you roll, or do you want to just roll it? No, I want to roll. roll. Okay. Eight. All right. On a seven to nine, death will offer you a bargain. Take it, and you stabilize or refuse. And pass beyond the black gates to whatever fate awaits you. So what, I take it. what form? Hold on. What form does death take? So you, we cut to you. You've just been killed. You've been smashed in the face. Your brain oh, hammered. Yeah. You fall backwards and you die. What? What does uh, Oogle expect the afterlife to look like? Like when you die, what do you see? Oogle sees. It's like a. It's like a big party. Okay. Yeah, he just he just wants something that he can take a part of, and they're like, "Yeah, come on in, man! Like, you Hooray, finally made it!" Yeah, it's big like thieves a, guild, big in the thieves sky. guild in the sky. Yeah, okay. he's finally he's part of something, and they're inviting him in. They're like, "You're allowed to yeah, come so in." Yeah, so you because Google's like standing back there, and he's like, "I don't think I should." Be so yeah, so here's the you. You come up, you come yeah. up to the door, and the doorman's like, check. He's like, what's your name? <laughs> yeah, Google. He's like, all right, let me look. He's like, look on the list. Google. Google. And I start walking away already. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. So. There is something you know that you have to do still to get into this, like, Thieves' Guild in the sky. Yeah. Uh, 
And it is like, it is the, your, your imperative. If you are returned to life, you must finish the job. Or you know that all you have to do right now is just give up. And he'll be like, oh, Ugo, right here. Yeah, come on in there. Fuck. <laughs> Ugo would give up. I guess I gotta go back to being alive and yeah. start walking away. He's like, hey, man, <laughs> now you're right here. I found it. You're on the list. I'm like, oh, oh sick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the door, the door opens. It's like, cheers. Everyone inside's like, oh, no. Someone puts a beer in your hand. Yeah. You get pulled in, and they're just like, oh, you're such a good thief. Buddy. Come back to real life. <laughs> yeah. It's like your face. Sticky, bloody orange. Like, the happy tears. Yeah, like, your oh. face is smashed in. You lay it on the ground. Up, you so you, you the candelabra is lying there on the ground. Uh, Ugol was not not strong enough to resist its power. Uh, what what are you gonna do? You can feel like waves of like evil radiating oh. off of this thing. Don't touch this thing. Smash it. Smash. We gotta st we gotta st hold on before we smash it. Can I go see who's in the case? Smash, smash. But don't yeah. touch it. Yeah, Keep yeah. a wide yeah, berth. You approach the case. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's the perfectly preserved body of uh, Saint Saint Brasso. <laughs> it's like just. There's like a lemon. Locked in carbonite, yeah, right? Just like floating there. There she is in all of her of, glory. Block of lucite. She looks stern. Yeah. Mm. And uh, uh, like she has an aggressive skincare regime. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Uh, wait, I, oh, I do know one spell. I know speak with dead. Okay. It's the only Whoa! Spell nice. This is uh, your first level spell? Yeah. Whoa, cool. Uh, a corpse converses with you briefly. Okay. Cool. Right. Uh, it will answer any three questions you post to it. It's the best of the knowledge it had in life and the knowledge it gained in death. There you go. Okay. So roll, perfect spell for this opportunity. Roll uh, your wisdom and see how it goes. <laughs> Ooh. <gasps> That's nine plus two is 11. All right. Yo! So I'm how, on fire. How does this work? Are you imparted this information like auto-magically or is it uh, like an actual conversation they can hear? I feel like hear? it should be an actual conversation. Okay. All right. So I'm going to be like... Hold on, wait. We will smash this thing, but let me just ask some questions first. I'll go. Okay. So from under her mask, you hear uh, the voice of Saint Brasso uh, emerge, uh, first quiet, a whisper as she is drawn back to her body from whatever afterlife uh, awaits her, uh, and uh, and and sticking with the goof we made before, she says, "What do you want?" <laughs> St. Brasso, I have ventured here to gain your candelabra, but I see that it is an evil object, and it has no place for Machnar the Fastidious's brand of particular tidy love. It's too clean. Why did... How can I destroy this object? Ha! Destroys the candelabra. It's impossible. Why is it... What... Why is it impossible to destroy this candelabra? Because it was made to serve Machnar, and serve Machnar at will. You cannot destroy the divine. It is a part of them. I've only got three questions. I've only got three questions. Got one more question. Yep. So... You're really the head of Quickie Mart? <laughs> I was about to say, you're really St. <laughs> Brasso. Really? 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 <laughs> Thank you, Quickie <Kukia>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Does anybody else have any questions for her? Just turn like, anybody? Yeah, well, I, mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like, want to just like. 
just be so, like, so did Grasso well, actually become part of Mocknar? Yeah, yeah, I can, uh, I'll just ask. Find her. out about the truth about death. Yeah, it's like, cool. Well, I'm gonna do my best. How's the afterlife? It sucks. Good. I guess enjoy it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe it's because you were naughty. I say. <laughs> yeah. You speak to the the block of lucite. She says nothing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, this she is a man. She can't smash it. I'll smash it. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna try to like poke it with my like. I'm gonna like step on a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't seem to do anything. All right. And the the flames are still snuffed out. Yep. Yeah. It's just lying there inert. I'm gonna jump up and down on it. Oh. You jump up and down on it. Uh, it doesn't bend or break or anything. You don't lose your balance. Oh. Hopefully. Okay. You agent of Mocknar. Maybe if the only thing that can purge it is itself. Can you try and take control of its powers and turn it on itself? I only trust you as an agent of Mocknar to have the willpower necessary to control its power. I believe in you, Swazenda. <laughs> you can do it. Okay. Think of the glory of saving the Earth, or the planet, whatever we've called this planet. <laughs> Duh, Earth. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. Uh... You sure you don't want to try hitting it first? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a moment of uncertainty. Do you want to just? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can you can try and pick it up and, and bend it bend it to your will yeah. if you'd like. Your your friends are gonna help you. They got they got your back. Hopefully. Think of the power this will be the of friendship. Only time I don't roll well tonight. Yeah, maybe we'll see. <laughs> just yeah. go for it. Uh, let's see. What have I got left? I've got no spells. It's definitely not the most important roll of the session. Yeah, yeah. probably. Oh, well, you know, that's fine. I think, yeah, I think if you pick it up, it's defy danger. The danger is that, that, that Machnar's dark power fills you and... Yeah, well, I believe, I believe Machnar is a lot of things. And sometimes Machnar is just wanting to keep on keeping on and be a nice person to other people and clean up after your messes because that's only considerate. There you go. Your, so, goodly, your goodly beliefs may yet overpower it. Yeah, so All right, I, so you're going to roll. You're going to add your wisdom. Okay. And then if you need your friend's help, they can roll to help you. Okay. Power of friendship. I'll probably need my friend's help. Let's see. Uh, I have a 10. Nice. So you don't even yeah! need to hear, hear, hear them cheering you on, but yeah! it's, it's, your, it's your inner stores of, of will that carry you through. So you, you reach in, you pick up the, the candelabra, and in the same way you feel that, that sense of, uh, of like imperfection around you of the world, and I, I think, and you can, you can help me fill this out, I think that the reason, part of the reason you don't get, like, caught up in it is because you've already accepted that that's how the world is. You're not, like, on a quest for perfection, right? You haven't had an annoying sister telling you what a piece of shit you are your whole life, and you're not, like, you're, you have some experience. Uh, Perfection's boring. Yeah, when you, when you seize control of the candelabra, this dangerous, infinite polisher, what do you... What do you <laughs> command it to do? You can turn its energy on anybody or anything you like. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to immediately destroy it. I yeah. can't be trusted to do it to do one thing other than just turn its energy on itself. Okay. Yeah, 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 totally. So it just polishes itself into oblivion, and it just—I think it probably we see it in fast motion, like it it peels away in layers, like it polishes off the first layer, and then just and it gets smaller and smaller, like a candy cane, until just vanishing in your hand, faint dust drifting to the floor, settling on Google's face. <laughs> I do feel bad about clubbing Oogle to death. Honestly, the, the coward had it coming. <laughs> I do feel bad about clubbing Oogle to death. Look, man, I got through all the traps. 
So, uh, so, so you leave, I assume. Then you, yeah, you've done your job. Yeah. The, the traps are subdued. So we see. We see. Do you take Google's body with you? Or yeah, you we should it? take Google's okay, body with right. us. That would be. No. It would be rude to leave a mess behind. Right, so like, Put him in the ground. Yeah. So you can possibly like, actually pick him up, and I do carry him out. Yeah, I'll throw him okay. over my shoulder. He sticks to you. <laughs> He's weird. Oh, and you have to touch him. Oh, I have to touch him. <laughs> That's okay. The body will disassociate that. Like even in death, he causes us trouble. That's right. So you carry. You carry his body out, and I think that's the last. That's the last <laughs> shot. Right? Is the group of you leaving with you looking on your face like, why must I touch the dead? You have this kind of like look of, of finished, and you can finally you feel that that constraint of this place like freeing you to return to whatever form you feel uh, most comfortable with. Uh, and we see you all walk into uh, into a fade out to credits. Yay. So that's that's our session. Let's let's do just we'll do the end of session move because at the end of a dungeon world session we go over uh, a particular we have a move called end of session to get experience, okay. uh, and we'll talk about how that works. So first. If you have a bond on your character sheet that is uh, either completely explored, no longer relevant, or otherwise just not, like, it's, it's resolved, it's finished, uh, ask the player uh, of the character who has the bond with you if they agree uh, that it is done, and if they do, then you mark a point of experience and you write a new bond. So we have a dead character, so mm -hmm. you feel this isn't just like they're dead so it resolves. Do you feel like it was resolved satisfyingly with the dead character or with any of the other characters? Do you have any bonds that you think are resolved? I definitely think my bond with Oogle uh, of not trusting him has been resolved, and that was Do you agree off. that it was? <laughs> yes? Okay, so you'd mark experience, and then you would cross off that bond, and you write a new one, oh. uh, either with, with like Adam's replacement character or with another character based on the action of the game. Yeah. Okay, do you have any other bonds that are resolved? Uh, Tumble is a good and faithful person. I trust him implicitly. Seems I don't... like... Is that still true? I think it's still true, okay, so yeah. I think that's because again, fine. keeping the bonds is okay. This yeah. isn't like a you want to do this necessarily. It's because you still get the bonus, right? Uh, cool. Uh, okay. Yeah. How yeah. About you? Uh, the only bond, yeah, is Oogle smells more like prey than a hunter. <laughs> do you think that's resolved? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I definitely. So. I had one that said, Oogle is always getting themselves into trouble. I must protect them from themselves. Yeah, and you failed big I time. I definitely failed at yeah, that, you blew it. which is tough. So that's a way to resolve it, right? And your next bond could be like, I'm a failure as a protector. Oh, like, you know, like you write, overcome you write something with someone else, like you transfer that, and maybe you get super overprotective of like okay. tumble or. So we would, we would resolve that, yeah, not necessarily yeah. pass it, but it's Right, resolved. exactly. The okay. idea is that it's cleared, you mark experience, yeah. and then you. What about Oogle's ways are strange and confusing? I think that would also be resolved. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then you would you could write a bond that's about like they're all confusing or Oogle was confusing in a special Oogle way. Google and Google's definitely confusing <laughs> in a special Oogle's way. A special, and I definitely feel boy. that a Spazenda like shares like. my hunger for glory, the earth shall tremble at our passing. Yeah. But there's like you could even you could even write that one to be that you've learned that that sometimes glory is not about big muscles and axes, but Ooh. the spiritual strength that you Ooh. have within, right? right? So and it's up to you to yeah. decide like when your character learns those lessons. Yeah. So that's bonds. Uh, once bonds are updated, look at your alignment. Uh, did you fulfill your alignment at least once this session? What was yours? <coughs> what was uh, yours? Mine was good. Yeah, and what was the, the action? Endanger yourself to heal another. Uh, I don't think that you put yourself in a position of danger to heal anybody because you healed everybody after all the danger. Yeah, yeah, so nope. Okay. What was your alignment? Um, neutral, so eliminate an unnatural menace. I feel like the big trash golem was an unnatural menace. So, Probably. So you mark experience. Uh, what was your alignment? Evil. And what was the trigger for it? Uh, 
sh or shift danger or blame from yourself to, or shift danger or blame from yourself to someone else. Did you do that? Yeah, I left the room when my friends were fighting yeah, a monster. Yeah, you shifted all the danger yeah. to them, so you would mark, you'd mark experience. Yeah. Um, I usually, even if there's a character that's dead, I usually will do this with them so they can yeah. carry their XP to their next character yeah. or whatever. Um, okay, and then for your alignment? I was neutral, and it said, teach someone the ways of your people. Yeah. Which I did when, uh, yeah, when yeah, right. Tumble, yeah, don't tumble touch wanted me. to touch me. Don't touch me is also the ways of my people. Um, so when you have, for, for long-term games, when you mark experience, you basically have two choices You can either for alignment. You can either take the experience point and keep being whatever you were, or you can be like, no, I don't want that experience. I'm changing my alignment. Mm. Right? So you have to reject your alignment and turn away the point, and then you can change your alignment, and you can either pick another one or you can write a new one. You can only do that if, if you, you do got it. the experience? Yeah. So okay. you have to do it and then be like, I didn't like doing that, I reject it, I'm turning my back on this alignment, I'm going to pick That's something cool. different. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and then as a group, we answer all three of these questions, and they're almost always yes on the first session. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yes, yes. it exists. So everybody gets one. Uh, did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? Yes. yes. Uh, did we loot a memorable treasure? Yeah, you yeah. got the candelabra. You did the thing. So everybody got three more experience. Yeah. And so the way leveling up works is the default game is seven plus your current level. If you have that many experience, uh, you spend that much when your character gets a chance to rest, and then you level up. Hmm. And when you level up, you choose a new advanced move from your class. Wizards get new spells. Um, and you choose one of your stats and increase it by one. Wow. Cool. Yeah. And so there's tons of like extra moves for higher level. There are ones that gate on. You have to be level five or higher. Yeah. Some yeah, of the yeah. moves, uh, like the bard has three that they can take from other classes. So you cool. can like take another class and be like, I'm gonna take trap expert, even though I'm a bard. I think the thief has a couple too. Yeah. Uh, Multi-class moves. I like that you basically only get experience for failing. So yeah, you get experience for doing your alignment, pursuing your bonds, flubbing rolls, uh, and. Um, and then doing the three questions. Mm -hmm. And individual campaigns, you you could change those questions. Like the, the default game is about finding out new things about the, the game's world, overcoming monsters and enemies and getting treasure, but you could change those three things to be like, did I save a friend in a time of need? Yeah. Did I uh, show my inner strength? And uh, you know, did I embarrass an enemy or whatever? And so you can, you, it changes the tenor of the game by getting mm -hmm. players to reward themselves for their behavior. But that's it. That's Dungeon World. That was fun. That's super fun. That Thank you, friend. Yeah, that was, was awesome. Time. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah.